Hellman, Maine, Costler Cottles, CPA. Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Matt Palowski, State Farm Agent, Kappa Grains, Florang Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solutions, and Town and Country Bank. This afternoon from Omaha, it's the semifinals of the 2020 Nebraska State Wrestling Tournament. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Now Frank's in on a good shot on a single leg, working his way up here. Rouse trying to fight it off the Wizards. He's got the hips broke down. Frank gets the takedown. Takes a 2-0 lead. So Quentin Frank with the big, big pickup here. The biggest night of the wrestling season is upon us as tonight's semifinalists are one win away from Saturday's Parade of Champions. It's the state tournament finals coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from the CHI Health Center in Omaha right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. It is time for our annual coverage of the Nebraska State High School Wrestling Championships. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, the Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy, joining us this year as he has uh, last week at Districts and earlier this year for the Lou Platt Conference Championships in Central City. We're a few minutes away from the actual uh, activities taking place here. But we welcome you to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show because there's always a lot to talk about. And then it's just wall to wall over the next four hours is right now here in Omaha. They are introducing the teams that competed in the state dual championships in Kearney earlier this month. There are always some stories. We have one young man engaged, Kolakowski, that is trying to qualify toward tomorrow and make a four-time state champion out of himself. 17 undefeated wrestlers will take the mat tonight. There will be a time, maybe twice, that we have undefeated wrestlers facing off with each other. But uh, team races, we look at that. Class A, Millard South has basically sewn it up as we figured they would. Carney is in second, but battling right there with Lincoln East, Columbus, and others. Grand Island setting in sixth. In Class B, Hastings has the lead by 24 points over Omaha Scott, but Gehring could have a big night tonight and really close things up. Six semifinalists for Hastings. That's one of the reasons they've got the big lead, but they've got to make sure and push a few of those, at least a couple. You want to get them all, but you've got to get at least a couple into the Parade of Champions tomorrow. In Class C, David City and David City Aquinas are right there. Howells Dodge among the teams that are chasing them, but right now David City looks really good. And in Class D, kind of like Class A, Plainview seems to have things put away. Mullen is setting in second. And uh, we will be following, really, a Larry Hastings and Carney once again have a chance to bring home trophies. I think that maybe limits our teams, but we still have a lot of individuals that are going for a parade of champions walk tomorrow. Yeah, and when you talk about Class A and you talk about Carney, Doug, uh, it's going to be exciting. You know, they're not favored in all of those matches, but many of them are going to be awful close uh, as it comes down. Carney always brings a lot of electricity to uh, the state tournament, so that's fun. I think the big fireworks, as we've talked about through the weekend, R&B, 
Hastings has had these last three years or so, they've had that one round in the tournament that they've struggled uh, in. They're not going to be immune to that tonight. They're going to have to wrestle well uh, because Gehring and uh, Omaha Scott Cap have got power to get them caught. The lead looks big, but understand this. Winning in these previous rounds gets you a couple points a win. You're talking about 11 points plus bonus with a win tonight. You win three matches, and that's 33 points plus bonus tonight. So somebody can make up a ton of ground fast. And we'll also be keeping our eye on the consolation matches, those third-round consolations. Everybody that wins there will get a medal and come back and wrestle tomorrow. And as we have seen before, there's been a couple of times Amherst was counted out some 30 points out a few years ago and came back through this round and through the uh, wrestlebacks and were able to do it. Carney has done it time and time again coming back through the wrestlebacks and getting the job done. And that's when we're talking about the numbers out there of somebody that can catch Hastings. And we're not trying to throw water on the Hastings party right now, but let's not let's not declare CNN or anybody like this that we have got a champion yet tonight. Well, if Denny Green was here, he'd say, if you want to crown him, crown him. No doubt. <laughs> well, and Derry Trappy is with us here high atop the CHI Health Center, the Hall of Fame coach who has been down on those mats just like Larry has been uh, over his years as coaching Derry, as you walk kids out here, some of these kids have been number one. Some of them didn't expect to even right. be here. Right. You've got such a chasm. Some schools, they've got one kid that's wrestling tonight. It might be on an outside mat. It might be on an inside mat. You've got a few schools here that are going to have ten kids wrestling right. tonight. How do you approach tonight? Right. The thing that's tough about tonight, I think, is when you have just where you have your kids located at. As you get into this, it's such a long night for the kids. You know, usually if you're a 106 pounder, it's okay. Five o'clock, you know, you're wrestling. If you're a 220, 285, it might be nine o'clock before you're wrestling, and you get into the you know get into the gym. I know my son was asking me with his uh, heavyweight from Arcadia Loop City. You know, what time do you think I want to get there tonight? It's just a it's, it's a tough situation trying to find that fine line because you want them in here too early and get the nerves going too much and work themselves up, get them warmed up and ready to go like they need to be ready to go. So it's a timing thing. You got to kind of keep kids loose and goosey and stuff. And then when it's time to get serious, get them serious. And like you said, there's some kids who had no no expectations of being in these semifinals tonight. That I don't know if they I don't know if they'll have the glassy eyes look tonight, or if they're going to come out and just be loose and goose and go from there. And the number one kid is trying to protect something and doesn't wrestle, and that's why you wrestled out here on the mat because anything can happen during this time, and that's why we wrestle here. Some great, like I said, like Larry said, ton of movement tonight. Uh, you'll see a lot of teams move and change positions as the night goes on. Yeah, and I think Coach Trampy brings up a really important point: experience. Whether you've been here. Uh, 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 another coach or somebody that you can communicate with has been in this situation because the energy on the floor and in the arena is unlike anything that these athletes have ever been a part of. And that nervous energy can just absolutely suck it clean out of you. So being able to understand how to spend your day and how to spend your night has as much to do with how you'll do is, is what you do when you get there. Right. I I agree with you. You get these, you get these kids like a, a Grady Grice from Northwest who has been at some big stages in that. A lot of electricity here, so that when they come to this meet, it's not the biggest meet that they've been to. He's probably a little more relaxed than somebody who's come in, and this is the biggest meet they've ever been at. And you see the crowds of people coming in, and you look around here, and you read. Right now we got the parade of the dual teams out there and stuff, and you see all these kids out on the mat. Pretty soon we'll get the national anthem. The tears will start flowing in your eyes, and you're just excited as all get out. And next thing you know, it's time to wrestle, and you have to go to the bathroom or something like that. So I mean, that's the way that's the way these things go. So it's just 
those kids who have that experience, as you said, have been here before. That has a big plus for them, but it's never a guarantee at this point either. We will take a break here on our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show and get you ready for the 2020 state wrestling semifinals. We're glad you're along with us on Power 99, and you can also listen on PlatteRiverPreps.com if you have friends, family, alumni, whatever the case may be that want to listen tonight, go to Platte riverpreps.com. Let them know, platriverpreps.com, and they can hear our wrestling action tonight. We'll be back in a moment. The Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is proud to launch our brand new Lick Tub line. We have specially formulated a variety of tubs for the benefit of producers across the region. With several options, it will be easy for producers to get the most out of their supplementation program. Whether it's a need for elevated protein, added energy, making the most of low-quality forage, or even moderating stress in weaned calves, we have the tub to fit the situation. Contact your local animal nutrition representative today to learn more about what we can offer your operation. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Pleasanton Livestock Service is your local dealer for Pearson and Daniels Livestock Equipment. Pleasanton Livestock also has a full line of Purina mineral and feed for a successful calving season. Best of luck to the Bulldog wrestlers at State. We're very proud of the season you've had. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com for more information. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our weekly picture gallery. Our towns, our people. The Clipper. For all your custom slaughter and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats is proud of our youth in all their accomplishments. Good luck, wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, Derry Trampy, Doug Duda back here, where they just sung the national anthem, young lady from Burwell doing it, and Dan Lenusky was right in the background there yeah. who has served our country. They used to put uh, big Dean Reichs back there, but then you couldn't see anybody else. Yeah, that's right. Dean kind of took up the whole area, and I think I, I got to talk to my son. I don't know if he knows where his heart is. I saw him next to Dan, had his hand maybe in the wrong place, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things Get learn. I'll blame that on his mother. You get so. nervous down there. <laughs> get nervous down there. Uh, Larry, some of the storylines in the individual matchups tonight. We know that Gage Kolakowski is the only one going for a four-timer out of Valentine. Coming out of that C4 district, uh, I'll talk with Derry about that in a moment. There is definitely the possibility of seeing district 
finals rematches in the state. What's some things that stick out to you individually tonight? Well, and it is, you know, we talked to Ron about this a little bit today, and it kind of sounds like maybe they've got a formula to fix it, but just how sometimes we don't get the best kids split, always somewhat of a discussion. Gage Kolakowski does have to wrestle. It's a sophomore, Gage Graham, Chase County Osceola, 56-0 is who he's got tonight. So uh, he'll have his hands full. Gage has been able to meet all comers. Uh, there, one of the other really big ones that sticks out to me is that 113 pounds in Class B, Quentin Chavez from Garing is going to wrestle Grady Aarons from Grand Island Northwest. That's a rematch of last year's state final. Uh, so there will be massive fireworks there um, uh, without question. Amherst coming up to see, Doug, is a big deal. They've got a real chance uh, in this thing to uh, get into the top five. And I would say Isaiah Shields, Falkenberry out of Broken Bow, 4-0, uh, was the score Falkenberry beat him by uh, just recently. But Shields looks like he might be on a different level. Yesterday in the quarters, of course, beat the defending state champion. Obviously, from my standpoint, I'll be watching the 182-pound Class C with Lathan Duda. My cousin is going to be going for uh, his second straight parade of champions. He was the runner-up last year. But it's not so much just him. He had to beat a 53-2 and kid last night. Tonight he gets 47-1, Brady not of Louisville. And then you have a rematch on the other side of the semifinals last week. Trevor Peterson splayed old of a Chase County split on Cole Stokebrand in the second period of Amherst and pinned him. And, and Derry, I was just amazed at the move that he made and talking with Cole the next day about that. Just It was so surprising. And then Peterson was ahead of Lathan Duda, one nothing with right. 30 seconds to go in the final last week. Right, and that turned into wild and woolly last 30 seconds of that final as well. And if you watched Peterson's quarterfinal match last night, he was behind most of that quarterfinal match and then came up with a big move again and was able to put the uh, kid from Archbishop Bergen to his back and then pin him. I mean, just basically uh, neck whipped him over and was able to pin him and stuff. So he's, that, that's a kid you're going to have to wrestle for all six minutes because there's no quit in him. And I think uh, Stokebrand's got his work cut out for him. But I think, again, I think it's a possibility he can pull that win off tonight. And that, that would be a big one for Amherst to get him through. Uh, I think like, like uh, Larry said, with Shields and Stokebrand both, those are big matches for him coming back through where they could get some get, get some big points tonight with those two guys. And then Quentin Frank at 132, I, he looks like the class of the field at 132. Well, he was so good in his final over Rouse last week of Ord. But, again, they're both in the semifinals, right. obviously, on opposite sides. Did want to give the shout-out. The national anthem tonight was from uh, junior Carly McBride of Burwell. Hannah Carr of Elm Creek also got to sing the national anthem down here earlier this week. And Harvard High School's L.A. Fields will get to sing the national anthem tomorrow here before the finals. I don't know, kids. We've we've said it for years. I've said it for years. And I I don't even really get any disagreement from fans of every other sport that the Parade of Champions is the greatest moment of the entire high school year. And right after that's done, you got to walk out there and sing the national yeah. anthem. I hope you're not listening, Ellie, because I don't want to make you nervous. But good luck tomorrow. I know it'll be great. I, I know Ellie. I know Ellie personally from when she went to school in Ord, and she's a, she's a pretty confident kid, and I think she will do fine. So there yeah. we go. We're going to take a break. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Ron Higdon told us we'd have some new things. They're going to play a video right now that actually shows highlights of yesterday's wrestling action. You can get it so quick and so upfront. something that we never were able to do back in the day at the Devaney. I talked about it 30 years ago, how cool it would be to have something like this. Show the history. So show the four-timers from years ago and mix it in with the current wrestlers, and they're going to have some fun here. We will have the 2020 state semifinals when we return. 
Dine in at Tubbs Pub in Sumner. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib in the area. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. We are ready to go. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Harvard's pregame show. We are ready to get things going here. And thanks so much to our many fine sponsors, including... Trampy Egg, I don't know. Uh, Hellman, May, and Kossler, and Cottle CPA, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, and Matt Pulaski, your State Farm agent among our many sponsors, and we say thank you to them. Getting going here on the outside mats, Ian Obermiller of Grand Island and Logan Edwards of Omaha West Side, and for Hastings, Marcus Miller against Cash Duncan. In the 106 semifinals, we will have Caden Swoboda of Aurora against Zach Oreda of Omaha Scott and Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand against Aaron Onutka of Bishop Newman. And I find it interesting, Larry, we went through this. You just look at records. There's eight kids from Kearney and Grand Island in the finals. They might be underdogs in seven of the eight, and then you start looking at how things went throughout the year. Maybe that's not the case. Yeah, that's exactly right. We'll be able to show you a bunch of these matches where uh, the Tri-City guys are going to be right in this. And we're going to start off right away, Caden Sabota in the 106-pound semifinal from Aurora, 44-3 and on the year wrestling. Zachary Arota, 34-6 uh, and from Omaha. Scott, uh, Caden Sabota, you, you know, nobody wrestled Scott this year from the Tri-Cities. Uh, Hastings didn't. Uh, ga- they didn't wrestle Gehring. We saw the same thing with Aurora, so kind of interesting. No matchups here, but this is a really important match, not only for Aurora, but for the Tri-Cities. Well, Marcus Miller is already in on a shot here in his consolation match down there in uh, mat number four as he is trying to take the lead early on. And again, remember, you're wrestling five total minutes in the consolation. You're wrestling six total minutes in the championship. You try to get bonus points out there if you can as well. As we get to uh, Class C, 
between Onutka and Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand. He was the district champion out there at Hershey. Tie up through the first minute, no points there. Taking a look at what's going on in the uh, Swoboda match with Oreda, same story here. They've uh, won off the mat a couple of times, and they'll restart neutral a minute in. So you got a stalemate call down here on, on the Edwards match. They're back on their feet again. <clears throat> yeah, and you'll see a lot more action uh, sometimes on those outside mats. These inside mats, uh, at, at this point, very high-level wrestling, and especially early in this thing, you'll have a lot of feel-out period, but yep. you do end up with more stalemates, uh, better scrambles and things like that just because the, the level of wrestling is, is higher. Well, we talked earlier today with Ron Higdon of the Nebraska School Activities Association about some of the changes. Uh, I know we've talked to Larry about it a lot, but uh, Derry, uh, what about uh, where we are at right now with high school wrestling in the state of Nebraska, in your opinion? I, you know, compared to when I started several years ago, the level of competition has gone up so much. I think there's more mat time that the kids have. I think that's made a big difference with where we're at. And uh, I, I think kids are more knowledgeable. We have young coaches coming out now who've wrestled in college, who've wrestled a lot of different places, and more and more of them getting into the, getting into the profession and stuff. So we have a lot of quality coaches, a lot of quality kids. That, there's just more stuff that they know right now. And I, and I think, I think the, uh, watching the Big Tens on, on Big Ten Network, watching those matches, I think that helps kids as well. Just a lot of good things that are going on right now as we head into the second period down here with Edwards tied 0-0 between him and the kid from Bishop Newman, whose last name I'm not going to try to pronounce. Yeah, Onuka. Onuka. And Edwards will take bottom to start the second period. We get over to the Class A consolation. Ian Obermiller of Grand Island has uh, worked his way to a 5 so nothing lead. taking him to his back. Yeah, he's got, got the reversal. Now he's working to take him to his back. We got a yeah, stoppage. Was, just got the takedown. Right at the end of the period. Got a takedown right at the end of the period. Okay. There was just seconds left. Really nice job. Got the leg up. Got it shelved. And knew he had to finish quick and do uh, a uh, really nice job. Edwards is, you know, is working on a switch attempt and the re-switch down here by the uh, Bishop Newman wrestler. He's going to try to come out on top. Edwards gets, oh, ran out of bounds at the edge of the mat. He's just coming up on top to get that reversal. Nice nice series of action by both wrestlers there. You know, the takedown with a ride out, whether it's you ride him out or uh, it's at the end of the period like Caden yeah, Sabota did huge. there. So important to not give the escape uh, there because – uh, just how the match will progress. You always have to assume it's 1-1, one, one, right? right? Each guy's going to get their escape. So that's uh, really important there. Sabota chose yeah. down, and Odura just let him up. Yep, just gave him the escape, so it's 3 nothing down there now with Sabota in the lead. Oh, and we have a stall. Warning, and a point awarded to Oreda already here, guys. Just 13 seconds in. You don't see that happen no, very often. Must, must be a stall warning in the first period that I missed on that match. Yeah, but see, look, Sabota's doing the same thing. He's going to get hit again. He's yep. just straight out of bounds. Yeah, he's walking straight back to the edge and trying to trying to, trying to, to basically work a front headlock and try to get an angle on him. And, and they're, I think they're working him to push here. It looks like you got a stalemate down here on number five again, too, with Edwards and... Uh, Bishop Newman. And officials feel the juice on a yeah. night like tonight, and, and and you'll see some of those things. They they want the wrestling to happen. Yeah, things that things that didn't happen all year start to happen down here. Got some action <laughs> down there with Ian Obermiller and Logan Edwards, almost a defensive pin here, but it looks like Obermiller, who is up five to nothing, has a little bit of control over here. Marcus Miller of Hastings up six nothing against Cash Duncan of Seward as they are winding down the final thirty seconds of the second place match. Yeah, Obermiller just needs to cast over there. He's yep. uh, not able to do that. Grand Island tonight, Doug. They've set themselves up for a solid top five finish. Uh, they've got a lot of guys going tonight. All mostly going to be tough matches. Six in the Conties and three in the semis. Swoboda's in on a leg over there, single leg, trying to pick it up, trying to get shelved up. It looks like uh, 
Scud kid has got him has got it uh, countered pretty well, picking up on that ankle. Yeah, Ruta's really close to scoring. There's 40 seconds left in the second period. This would be a big score. I was going to say, that would be a takedown there. It looks like he's got the leg inside hooked up. Yeah, he's under both shoulders, so he got the takedown on. I don't know if Areta knows he's given up the takedown or not. So or it's Swoboda. No, Areta has scored it, so, yeah. Yeah, Swoboda, I'm sorry. So 3-3, three, three, we come back over to the class uh, C match, and Edwards was not able to score in the second period, so 0-0 zero, zero going into the third, and Onutka from Newman was able to get a quick reversal, so he's up 2-0 with Ride. A minute and a half to go in the match there in the Class C, 106. You've got Edwards as a junior from Loomis Bertrand, and you've got Soboda, a junior from Aurora, wrestling at 106, so a lot of experience and able to keep that weight at 106. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Bishop Newman kid has really been riding the legs well on him. It's you've got to get some motion, create some create some movement on the bottom if you're Edwards, and try to get some space in there so you can get it, get yourself cleared out from underneath. Well, for Caden Sabota, this is important now, Doug. Four seconds left. They're going to get a fresh whistle. Sabota is down. Four seconds left in the period. It's going to be a Raiders' choice. He'll go down, meaning you have to basically assume now Sabota is going to have to get a takedown or maybe multiple takedowns to win this match. That was a big takedown and stall point to give up. They're struggling here. There with the scoring. I'm not sure what it was. Well, they will go tied into that period here. 3-3 into the third period in the semifinals now at Class B. Swoboda of Aurora and Oreda of Omaha Scott. And the Islanders are now 1-0 on the night. 5-0 over Miller wins. And Marcus Miller is up 8-2 in the final minute of his match over Duncan of Seward. Riley Waddington down here on mat number... uh, Five has got a takedown in the consolation in the first round. He's leading 2-0 in the 106-pound consolation. Man, did he have a scare well, earlier a, today? That was a heck of a match today between him and uh, yeah. Arl from Utah, or from uh, Oakland Craig, number one and number two rated kids wrestling in the consolation semi, a consolation wrestle box. So. And it's all over down here in Class C 106. So Nutka with the reversal just kind of rode. It didn't even yep. really get outside the center circle over the final 90 seconds. But Onutka beats Edwards of Lewis Bertrand by a score of two to nothing. Yeah, Caden Sabota's got a leg in. 120 left in the third period, right in the center of the mat. Crossbody ride here really looks good there. And just get some elevation with that hip, kind of keep those hips broke down. And if you're a leg rider here, you can get away with having been nailed for stalling and be able to right. ride somebody out. If you're a, a spiral guy, a wrist, a, a yeah. ankle guy, you're going to get hit again. Yeah, this way you look busy. You can yes. look busy without really doing much if yes. you're on top. I mean, you, and plus you're working to turn him the entire time. As long as he continues to lift the arm like he's trying to lift here, he's going to be okay. If he sits on top and doesn't move off the hips, he'll probably get called. But, but if you're... Caden Sabota, you really have to keep working. Right there, they're going to stop it on potentially yep. dangerous. That's what you don't want because the fresh whistle takes your legs out yep. and allows an explosion to happen. So yep. if you're going to do that, you really want to kind of – You've got to keep moving. Yeah. You, you've got to keep moving with it or he's going to get the stoppage of action and be able to get a fresh start. you got a caution now on uh, Mereda. Back over to the consolation. Marcus Miller had injury time on himself. He was up 10 to 4. He has just been warned for stalling, but time is winding down. And Marcus Miller of Hastings will move on for a medal as he beats Cash Duncan here by a score of 10 to 4 and gets some points for the Hastings Tigers. 
Yeah, those wins are big in that third-round consolation. Your minimum of four points with a win with that and, and any bonus points you pick up, so that makes a little bit of movement in that process too. Drew Garfield of Central City and Louderson of Bennington, who's undefeated freshman, are next. But right now, Sloboda trying to get to overtime against Zach Areta, riding on top with 10 seconds to go. Areta keeps trying to bridge up, but Areta and uh, Sloboda keeps breaking him back down to the mat, and we're going to head to overtime in the C-106 semis. That was a fabulous uh, two minutes ride that was, that was a very good ride. I mean, that's unbelievable he was able to ride him out like that. And, and Areta was never close. No, he ne- there, was never any de- there was never any threat of him getting out. He must be waiting on these matches for the, yeah, I do all see the semis that. to finish up and start them all at the same yep. time. They haven't done that in the past. No. They are. I like it. It's, it's much easier for us. Yeah. We might be here a little longer, but it's way easier for us. All right, we've started the overtime here between Sobota of Aurora and Areta of Scott. And again, kind of the same story here for Sobota. Remember, he has been... Uh, hammered for stalling, so you could end the, you could end the match if they get him yeah, again. He's got to be active on his feet. He, he just backed straight yeah. out. He's and he's doing it he's again. Doing it again. He's he's got to he's got to take some ground here. He's got to take some ground. Now he's in on a halfway fireman stepping around, but this is where he got taken down last time, where Rado was able to put a leg in and come up on top. So he's going to have to circle him out of bounds here and get a new start. I yes. think. And he's really. I mean, Rado was coming up yeah. to start snaking that leg around again. Yeah. It's really interesting. Sabota does not want to get in these scrambles in the center of the mat. Right. You know, he gave up a takedown, as you said, off of one of those defensive scrambles. There's probably been enough film watched. I mean, you can clearly see he wants to wrestle on the edge. Yeah, yeah, and he's working his way there as quickly as he can. Oh, he got the takedown. Got two and back. Areta tried to lateral drop him. And he got the fall. Game over. the fall. Areta got impatient. Yeah. And tried to lateral drop him, and Caden Sabota's going to the finals. Just relaxed that body as he tried to come through and was able to stop him and then get the pin. Waddington 5-3 is... in overtime, and down here in the consolation, Waddington, as you were starting to say, Coach, uh, up 2 to nothing yeah. over Bongers of David City, and they decide to go both up to start the third period. And they've got a good scramble going they've here. Got a good scramble going. You need to keep your head high here. Yep. Waddington's is higher. Yep, whoever has a higher head, higher hips is going to win this scramble. I think we'll get a stalemate here pretty quick, I would guess, because yes. they're not going anywhere. Yep. Archer Helan of Kearney now comes in with a record of 37-6, and six, a sophomore against Millard South's Caleb Coyle, 43-2 and two junior. We've got some history here, Larry. Yeah, we do. Caleb Coyle has uh, been pinned by Archer Helan this year. Helan pinned him in 5-0-2 earlier this year, so Coyle only has two losses. One of them is to the man that he's wrestling right now. And that's why Bowstert of East and Juan Pedro and Helan were in the top three because they had all beaten each other. And, and for uh, Coyle, he probably, uh, maybe not justifiably, slid down to fourth in some of those rankings. A takedown down here by Bongers to tie up Waddington 2-2 with 44 seconds left in the third period. So Waddington needs to get that leg cleared out and come up with the David City kid, the way they ride legs, that's going to be maybe a questionable thing to do, although it looks like he's going to try to cradle him up to move that head toward the knee. Yeah, uh, Drew Garfield has taken the mat for Central City Wrestling. Kale Lordson from Bennington, the freshman from Bennington, 40-0, and and they've wrestled this year as well. Uh, Drew Garfield was tech-falled 15-0 to 
against the Bennington wrestler. And Lawrenson has already taken him down in the first 30 seconds and trying to get him turned here. It's up 2-0. Back down to Waddington. He's got seven seconds to try to get out, but it looks like we're going to head to overtime. This will be the second overtime match today yeah. for Riley Waddington. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's got... He's had quality opponents all day, all the way back through this wrestleback. This has been a, a tough road for him. It is, and it's interesting. You know, uh, you just never know uh, how how somebody comes into a tournament. Or, but he hasn't looked like himself no. this weekend. No. Archer Helan starts the second period scoreless with Millard South's Caleb Coyle. Coyle takes down and is able to get an early escape here in the second period. So Coyle of South leading Healer Carney. Take down wins the match. Look at Dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's fired up. He's like, all right, we came in here with our C game, but we're going to leave with a medal. Took in, uh, took him down 10 seconds, 10 seconds into the overtime, got the takedown, shot right off the whistle, and was able to finish it off. Yeah, and sometimes those deals are the, the young man just says, okay, enough is enough. Yep. Yeah, that's about what it looked like. That looked more like him wrestling at that yeah. point where he came in and shot hard and, and finished through. So Garfield is still 2-0 down there with uh, 15 seconds left in the first period. Yeah, and Archer Heeland has uh, surrendered the escape, so he trails 1-0. to zero. They're right in the center of the mat, on their feet, hand fighting, a minute left in the second period. Tristan Obermiller of Adams Central has taken the mat in the Class B 106 consolation over on mat four. And at the end of the first period, he has taken a 4-2 to two lead over Blaine Christo, the freshman out of Ashland Greenwood, who is 35-8. Oh, he's got a reversal. Oh, no, he didn't. No, no he hasn't. Now he has a reversal, just... Looked like he tried to take him back in a clarion-type move and just wasn't able to. I'm not sure why you would take him back that direction. <laughs> I've never seen that work when you pull somebody on top of him. But he's able to get up 6-2. to two. Still no takedowns in the Archer-Heelan match. They're down to 30 seconds in the second period, and Heelan trails one nothing. Yeah, really nice duck under attempt right at the edge of the mat by Heelan. He doesn't score there. Uh, Waddington chose down. It's it's 2-0 after one. There's a minute 30 left in the second period. Uh, he's wrestling pretty well to have gotten tech fault 15-0. Yeah. You know, in a match like this. He's stretching him out here with the legs in. Garfield's wrestling yeah. really tough. You know, in a match like that, yep. keep, keep things close and try to win the match yep. in 30 seconds instead yep. of in six minutes. Yep, get that last few seconds. He's got a hammer lock now with the leg in, and looks like he's trying to work a cross face with it. He really, he's really, I think he got stalling on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it should be a stall warning on the bottom because he's just sitting there. Garfield really has that hammerlock tight. Shot by Caleb Coyle on the edge of the mat. As the time expires, they won't give him a takedown. Heelan now will choose bottom, trailing Coyle of Millard South, one nothing, entering the third of the Class A 113 semis. It was a great mat oh. return by Garfield, and then he gives up he gives the up, escape. Yeah. Same thing, he kind of went for that. Almost clarion-type action coming over the top of the head with that inside leg hook. And he's just, Drew's just a little bit short to be able to pull that off. You know, I, with that, now we're 1-1 down here yeah, in Class he, A. He, he gets the escape. So with a minute 45 left, we're going to solve it on our feet, uh, how matches like this so many times go. Yeah, you got to win it on your feet. Yes. Uh, takedown's going to win it. This is an important match for the Bearcats. Right on the edge of the mat again. Not much action there. A minute 20. Oh, Garfield's trying not to give up back points. Yeah. He didn't. <coughs> He's got that wing pretty tight over there. He's also just sitting on the hips with it, too. So. Now some action. Healing in on a shot on the edge of the mat. Trying to keep Coyle on the up. mat. He's got it shelved. Yep. Trying to work him back in. Coyle's yeah. got a big whizzer. Let's see. No, he might. No. 
Well, he, get across, get that far ankle, yeah, be able he, to drive across the hips then. Heelan gave him more room to work there. They came back in inbounds. Going into, going into a cradle now. He may get this cradle locked up and get the takedown. There's two. Let's go. One restart. On their feet, 40 seconds to go for Archer Heelan here in Class A. Overmiller win that match down there. I, I didn't see. I see he's walking off. It looks like he did. Tristan Overmiller led from start to finish down there in the consolation match for Adam Central. Riley Waddington, uh, Marcus Miller, Ian Overmiller, already winners. Caden Sobota of Aurora was a winner, but uh, Trevin Edwards uh, was defeated 2 to nothing in the Class C, 106-pound. We're down to 17 seconds on the restart. No, no, no. 14. Now they're 10 right in the middle of the mat, kind of in a collar tie. Heelan has been the aggressor here. Yeah. He's had the better shots. Needs to set a angle up. And they're headed to overtime. So we've already went to a overtime at 106. Now we're going to an overtime at 113. 1-1, one, one, Archer Heelan and 43-2 and two junior Caleb Coyle of Millard South who's got some hardware around his neck already. Yeah, I, I agree. Heelan has been much more aggressive on his feet, <clears throat> getting in on shots and working through his shots. Well, K- Caleb uh, Coyle has won this match twice in his career. He's Uh-oh. a two-time state finalist. Him. Nope, nothing yet, nothing yet, nothing yet. There's a two. There There's a takedown. Heelan is taken down 25 seconds into overtime, and Archer Heelan... We'll have to drop that into the consolations, falling to Caleb Coyle by a score of 3-1 to one in overtime. Yeah, and that's Coyle's third state final. He's been second twice. So a big win for him, and Archer Heelan just kind of continues to climb one rung at a time, guys. He's a sophomore. He made it to the semifinals, hoping to get to the finals, and next year he'll be favored to do so. Yeah, he got fifth last year. Drew Garfield's going to uh, take the defeat 9-1. to one. I thought that was a very valiant yeah. effort on his part. Yeah, he's, he's had a good tournament. He's yeah. wrestled really well down here. I think he's done a lot of good things for his dad on, in, in, over in that corner of Central City. He's got a nice program. Uh, you know, Darren's done a really good job over the, over the years building that program up to where it's at. Without question. Well, you take a look now, guys. This is what we do in the media. Lawrenson of Bennington, he's an undefeated freshman going tomorrow. Look how good he looks. I mean, people are going to start yeah. talking four-time. They're going to start talking undefeated four-time. Yeah, he, he really is a solid-looking wrestler. That was He controlled that match from start to finish. So we will uh, take a break here. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Championships. Coming up, Ivan Lazo of Lexington and Braden Court of Adams Central. Zach Dickow of Highline. Jesse Saucida of Shelton. They'll be taking them at Grady Aarons of Northwest. We'll be right back. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Since our bank was founded in 1905, we have been the community bank that's part of your community. Whether it's Friday night at the football game or volunteering at the local celebration, at Town & Country Bank, building relationships is what matters. That's why we gladly support the towns in which we live and work. This is Heather at Town & Country Bank, and I invite you to stop in today and let us show you how banking should be. Town & Country Bank, relationships you can bank on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. 
CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what they do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Congratulations, wrestlers, from everyone at the Cornerstone Bank. Welcome back to the Carney Tillion Repair broadcast booth at the CHI Health Center in Omaha for the 2020 Nebraska State Wrestling Semifinals. Third round consolation wrestlebacks. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, Derry Trampy, the Hall of Famer, as we are underway here in our first 30 minutes of coverage. And we have more action between Ivan Lazo of Lexington, Braden Court of Adams Central in the Class B 113 semifinal, and Zach Dickow of Highline in a consolation match. Uh, excuse me, semifinal match against Boone Central Newman Groves, Gavin Dozler, a 42-6 and six sophomore. And uh, Larry, a little bit on our Class B, Matt. Yeah, on Class B, Court came out right away, got the takedown. Uh, they have wrestled in the past, Braden Court and Ivan Lazo with uh, Court uh, earning a first-period pin. Kind of interesting, in the Class C semifinal right now, uh, no matter what happens here, there will kind of be a big piece of history or a long-time piece of history High line, clearly, first year, so they have never had a state finalist. But it has been, you have to go back to Cavillage, maybe, uh, for a state finalist from yeah. Boone Central. Yeah, this is... This 20 is, years. It's a, it's a Boone Central name, but it's been a while since they've had a state finalist. And, yeah. and that's a, a very proud program for a lot of years. And they really, they've had a good state tournament down here. Uh, yes. um, uh, oh, gosh. I think the name of their head coach now. Yeah, uh, he, well, he was a state champion for him, national champion, national Division champion II national Shad- champion for Shadron State. Yeah. yeah. The name will come to me here in a few moments. I, I could have just told you <laughs> had you not done that. He, he was at Twin River. Is Josh Macheras. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Book. So, <laughs> Book. What are you talking about, Google? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's good. Well, let's take a look at what's going on down there uh, in the Lazo court match. Uh, they had a little blood time, so they restart here, and they will go to the end of the first period. Lazo trying to get something changed, but court with a 2 nothing lead as they head to the second period. Dick Allen Dozler have wrestled a minute 15 and have went out of bounds a couple of times and restart in the middle. And 2-0 here uh, in Class B. They're going to move to the second period. Court's going to choose down. See what Ivan Lazo can get done on top. Of course, Lexington coaches wearing the uh, traditional semifinal uh, orange pants. It's always kind of fun to see. <laughs> Fairbury's coaches showed up tonight in the 1960s uh, Letterman uh, sweaters. A lot of tradition in the sport of wrestling, especially carried on here in Nebraska. We go to the Constellation match. Jose Escondon of Gibbon, who lost a tough one in the opening round yesterday, taking on Lance Olberding, a freshman, but 42-5 and five out of Fort Calhoun. And Escondon in on a shot. Double leg. He gets that half, and he can get some back points out. He's got the takedown. He's got him on his back. Olberding's going to bridge it up. He may get two. Yeah, he did get two near fall out of that. Yeah. So, Juan Pedro wrestling, Doug, just, uh, he's up 4-0 at the end of the first period for Grant Allen and Aconsi. And he is taking on Blake Cerny, a name everybody knows in Class A from Columbus. And uh, Court has a 
reversal down there, take a 4-0 lead in, in the uh, Class B semifinal. Yeah, and Jesse Saucita from Shelton has taken the Class D uh, uh, Matt, He's wrestling Eli Paxton, a freshman, 46-7, and from Mullen. And, uh, you know, we know Saucita's been third twice. Nice. He'd like to get out of this round. He's got the takedown there, so he's got a 2-0 lead right now. And it's now 4-1 to one in Class B court over Lazo. Lazo able to get the escape. They still have 50 seconds to go in the second period as they're on their feet. Dick Allen Dozler, they go a scoreless first period, and Dozler takes bottom here, trying to get out or score from the bottom here in the second period, and through the first 30 seconds, Dick Howe's been able to ride him out. Yeah, Saucita looks good. He's running bars here uh, on top. He got the takedown. It's been a pretty devastating ride. He's been very close to getting some swipes. Might be getting some backs might right here. here. Yeah, that's a nice, nice tilt. Two on one tilt. He might get the five count. He did get the five count on it. That was maybe one of the quickest five counts I've seen. That was super quick. If he's going <laughs> to give him like all count. of them. I think it should be two. <laughs> Looks like he's counting, this, counting, counting by twos to get yeah, there. No. I did give him two. Yeah, okay. that's right. <laughs> all right. Is that the for a second there? He stopped. That was, my gosh, he's going to give him three on that. Look, oh, got a takedown over here. Now it's 4-3 on the semifinal in Class B. Yeah, Lazo gets the takedown over court. So closing this uh, uh Together, court really needs to get out here. Yeah, Short escape. time, five yeah. seconds left. That's a big point right there. Take yes. a five-three lead. Take a five-three lead this way with Laszlo choosing bottom or whatever. He can still control the match That's a little bit. That's exactly right. You know, and even then, if you get taken down in the third period, an escape still allows you to win the match. Jacob yes. Fox of Axtell and Logan Peterson of South Loop, a D-113 consolation match that is just getting underway. Yeah, Saucita is going to move to the second period from Shelton in Class D with a 4-0 to zero lead. lead. And it's going to be his choice. He's going to go down. So you chose neutral down here on the, on the Class B map with uh, court. It looks like the uh, Lexington wrestler, Laszlo, chose neutral. They're going to try to get the takedown and then hopefully ride him out. Yep. Grand Island's Juan Pedro is up 6 to nothing yeah. over Cerny of Columbus as they start uh, end of the second period. Got a stall warning on Dick Al for not returning him to the mat. Yeah, and Saucita, who in, in, in the Constellation match from Gibbon, or excuse me, uh, Escondon from Gibbon in the Class C Constellation, is up 4-0, to zero, zero. but really is getting ridden tough. Just yeah. about was turned a minute ago. Yeah, this uh, Oberdeen kid is a tough kid from Fort Calhoun. He's... And there's only a second left, but that escape now at Jiminy Crickets, it turns into two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just got to come up off those legs. You just can't sit down on those legs like that. We're inside of the final minute in Class B with Court from Adams Central, wrestling Ivan Lazo from Lexington. Lazo trails 5-3. to three. He has put the heat on the attacks yes, on Court. Got about a minute left in that match. Dickow takes bottom to start the third period, now trailing Dozler. One to nothing. Needs to obviously get off bottom here. So Pedro leads Cerny six to nothing with just about a minute ten to go in his match in the constellation. Court five three over Lazo. A restart with forty-five seconds to go. You've got Eskendon four nothing over Olberding starting the third period. Dozler leading Dickow one to nothing at the start of the third period. Sacita leading Paxton of Mullins six to nothing towards the end of the second period. And Logan Peterson gets the early takedown on a two nothing lead over Jacob Fox of Axtell. 
Bryant. Court is going to have to wrestle. He just got warned a minute ago, and he just got, just taken, got taken down. down. Now it's 5-5. Five, five. Got taken down with a little near leg, far arm. Just kind of an outside single shot. You hang on to that far arm, move your feet. Yep, you got to move. 12 seconds left in the period. He's got to try to get out here and try to win this match rather than go to overtime because right now the momentum is clearly with Lazlo. No question. Locked, locked hands. hands. Got locked hands. He's going to win it on a penalty call. Yep, lo- Lazo locked his hands. As court came up, he locked his hands. He came back down to the mat, and he kept them locked. Cannot do that in oh, parterre position. So it's going to be 6-5. There's two, two, two seconds two left. Two seconds left. I would think they would cut him here, so it's yep. going to be 7-5. Seven, 7-5. Seven, seven, five. Seven, five, two seconds left. Yep. Yeah, he's going choosing the neutral start and here. And who cares if your court run, give up yeah. the one point? Yeah. And that's it. The win goes to Braden Court of Adams Central by a score of 7-0 over Lazo of Lexington. So the Adams Central freshman wins it 7-5 and will take on either Grady Aarons of Northwest or Quinton Chavez of Gehring, which is coming up next. Back down here in the Dickow match. He has still not been able to get out, and we are down to 32 seconds. They go out of bounds on a restart. The only point of the match, a penalty for two stalling calls on Dickow. Now he's got to do all this work just to tie it. Yep, Salcedo's got caught in a head, uh, head whip here. Looks like he's going. He's he, in big he trouble, Barry. He's in trouble. That's tight. He's really got that tight. got both legs locked in. Oh, Saucedo. He, was... he gives up the fall. Oh, my goodness. Had a 6-0 lead and stepped into a throw in the third period. Dickow is to his feet, but just cannot get away. 11 seconds left in the match. It's time to put about three or four moves together here and see if he can do anything to get out. Yeah, that's exactly right. Saucedo gets beaten the semis again in a match that he was controlling. Completely in control of. Juan Pedro did get the win, so Grand Island's 2-0. And don't go anywhere, because here comes a rematch of last year's 106-pound state final. Escadon gets a win down here on mat number eight or uh, mat number five to get into the consolation. And Dickow just Dickow lost one to zero from Highline. So no points were actually scored. It was a double stall, and Dickow loses to Dozler of Boone Central Newman Grove, the sophomore, by a score of one to nothing. Wow, a lot going on right there. Pedro winning his match. 10 to 1, Eskendon 4 to 1, Tristan Obermiller earlier from Adam Central won 6 to 2, Sasita up 6 0, gets pinned in 451. Fox of Axtell and Peterson of South Loop continue to battle. It is 2 to 1 with 39 seconds to go in the second period. Peterson up there in a neutral position on a restart. Fox is in on a fireman's down here. He's going to stay up around when he comes around the waist. He's got two. He could get back out of this as well. It looks like he's going to score some back off of this. There he's starting the count. I don't know if he got a two. No, he said he rolled through both times. He got two one counts on that, I guess. And Grady Aaron's <laughs> from Northwest. Chavez from Gehring. No score. About a minute ten left. There hasn't been a lot of action. Chavez probably knows not to roll around with Grady. Grady is incredibly dangerous yeah. in all positions. But like he has zero fear. He will pull the trigger with a bazooka shell from anywhere. So Chavez, real slick, in on a nice shot, did a great job. Great takedown, and here comes comes Grady. Aaron's got both legs locked in. That should be two. That should be two potential back. No call call on that. Wow. They're going to let him wrestle it out. Seabrant's upset. Boy, it looked like he had but, looked like he had the legs in on that and had him stopped and on his back should have been two and two probably. But this is what I'm talking about about Grady Aaron. You have to be so careful engaging with him. Now it gets him in trouble sometimes. Yeah. But I mean he's wrestled across the United States 
He's, from this high, you know. Ooh, Phillips gets tossed his back down here from Burwell in the semifinal, 113-pound semifinal, or 120-pound semifinal in D. Tevin Marshall of Mullen, they might go back-to-back here on this mat uh, down here and uh, try to get Mullen a back-to-back wins after Paxton just took care of business. Marshall of Mullen, 40-2 and two senior, 33-4 and four senior Tate Phillips of Burwell. Uh, Ruiz of Grand Island has hit the consolation match, as has Caleb Baker of St. Paul Ruiz. Uh, midway through the second period, trailing Rubino of Omaha Burke 2 to 1. Vondra of Milford, an early 2 0 lead over Baker of St. Paul as they go to the now, second. Now, they're, they're talking. Brian yeah. Seabrands went over and he wants an ex- explanation. Yeah, the officials are talking. They're, they're, they gave him the yes, two. And it should have it, it been two. And I actually think there should have been two back points there, along there, with I, it. I agree with you. He I, held him there. He was there probably for a good four seconds that he held him. That's why I think the takedown is there, and that's why I think the back points should be there. But he's not going to get the back points because he never counted. Him, but had he called the takedown when he should have, there would have been there would have been back points in that respect. Obviously, carrying coach Jared Berger hopped right to the table wanting an explanation. But uh, two nothing, Aaron's with 30 seconds to go in the period. Phillips got off his back because they came out of bounds down here in Class D on a restart. Chavez isn't moving at all on the bottom. Grady Aaron's really isn't out to the side either. No. There, Grady starts to work a leg in. He can be pretty brutal on top. Can Grady Aaron's extremely physical. Ah, Chavez was waiting for the leg to come yeah, in. Waiting for it to come in. Fox is down 4-3 with the south loop. they got about a minute left in that match, and, and uh, kid from south loop is in on a leg. Fox does a little roll through. He could be in trouble here. He could get pinned defensively in this respect. There's exactly no control he's yet, trying he's, to do. he looks like he's about got the pin. He came up out of there. Came up out of there without giving up anything. There's a takedown at that point. So Peterson of South Loop now up by a score of six to three. Still 40 seconds to go in the match. Ian Bailey of Lex is on the consolation mat in Class B. He's up two to one over Wahoo's Malachi Bodrovsky. Two one now. Got the escape with uh, Gearing down there. So two one with uh, Aaron's. Yep, back on their feet, right in the center of the mat. Minute 40 left in the second period. It'll be Aaron's choice going to the third. Really nice, deep shot by yeah, got the takedown. Grady yep. Aaron's. It was a beautiful blast double, uh, and it's important with those guys that are pretty slick. You need to finish quickly yeah. so those scrambles don't you, get created. You can take the scramble out of it, and, that, and I think that's where Aaron's strength comes in. He's a strong kid, and that's why he's able to do some of the throws that he's able to do because of the strength he has and the way he can bridge through and powering through on that double leg just simply took Chavez out of that. Yeah. He may get called for riding the ankle here, though. He's sitting on that pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't. And there's a stall there's call. A stall. <laughs> Our high school wrestling from the state semifinals on Power 99 brought to you by Nutrient Ang Solution, Town and Country Bank, Florang Chiropractic, and Kappa Grains already today in the semifinals. Archer Heelan loses in overtime. Caden Subota of Aurora, a winner. Drew Garfield of Central City, a loss 9-1, so Boda won in overtime. Braden Court of Adams Central 7-5 over Lazo of Lexington. Edwards of Lewis Bertrand lost 2-0. Dickow of Highline lost 1-0. And Sauceda of Shelton up 6-0 gets pinned in 451. Yeah, and Aaron's got a leg in again, riding extremely tough yep. crossbody, and he's doing a pretty nice job. And being physical there, a lot of times the points don't matter. Be right. physical and put some pain and doubt into and, your opponent. And it takes it takes a lot of, uh-oh, he's got, got a little high, slipped over. Chavez slips out the back now for the reversal, makes it 4-3. to three. Does he have the leg turked? No, he didn't. I thought he had the leg turked. I thought he, I thought which, he had the leg turked, too. He was going to be able to take him to his back, but Aaron's is able to get himself back to his, to his base. Now, now what Aaron's needs to do, because he's going to get his choice, he needs to get an escape here. 
and then he can get another one in the fourth, and it's as if it doesn't happen. You got a defending state champion down here on Class C on his back, and Benavides is on his back now behind Schluckebeer. And I think he got some back points on that one to go up. Yeah, he's gone up 5-1 now. Yeah, that's big. Benavides is a tough dude. Benavides is tough. But this this Schluckebeer, what is he, 42-1, and one, I think, looking at this coming in. 48-1 and one coming into the finals, or the semifinal match. So. Grady Aaron's going to get his choice. It's 4-4 four to four going to the third period, and he does not want to go under him. Chooses both up. Rogelio Ruiz is going to be eliminated from the state tournament. He has fallen by a score of 8-1 to one in the consolation. Caleb Baker of St. Paul is trailing 6-3. to three. Now make it 8-3 to three with 45 seconds to go in his match against Vondra of Milford. And this now, you see where, where Chavez and Grady, Aarons have slowed down a little bit? Yep. All the air just left the room. It's 4-4 four to four in the third period in what many think is the state final. Right, and, uh, and you can see they're both feeling each other out here quite a bit. It's going to... Somebody's going to make a shot, but I don't think it's going to happen for another minute or so. Just We're going to wait till it gets close, and then hopefully the other guy can't score back out of it. And Grady Aarons has been warned, remember, yes, on that ankle, that ankle ride. ride. Yeah, he's been warned for stalling. But he's pretty much taking control of the center of the mat. He hasn't been giving up ground, so he's good that way. Ian Bailey of Lexington trails 6-4 to four to Borowski of Wahoo with a minute and a half to go in his consolation match. And it's over down here in Class C. Baker of St. Paul has been eliminated 8-3. to three. What you hope in this Class B match is it's a good shot, good position, and not a poor shot. You know, sometimes kids get uh, a, a little bit impatient. Yeah, and they get get get, their, get bellied out and then have no base to come off of and to continue to drive. It's got to be one of those where you shoot and you turn the corner because both these guys are outstanding wrestlers. No question. And you're not going to be able to take something head on and probably take them down. Now, it looks like... Looks like Aaron's is trying to set up some type of a throw here. He's got overhook on the one side. Trying to foot prop. Trying, yeah, trying to do a trip, trying to do some type of a trip. Yeah, and it's hard to do that when he knows it's coming. Yeah. It's like to come back to it a second time. Yep. Usually that's done. You're able to prop somebody when all that weight's on that foot, and they just fall to their hip. Hunter Nagatani will take the consolation match in Class A against Wyatt May, 42-9 and nine out of Millard West. Yeah, now final 30 seconds, fresh whistle right in the center of the mat in Class B. Of course, it's 4-4. Four to four. Grady Aarons has been warned for stalling. Grady has controlled the match to this point yeah. on his feet. Two takedowns. A little bit of backing up there. That's, that's one he's got to come forward on that. There you go. Gets back in on shot. Oh, he steps right into it, steps into that fireman's, and here we go. This is a tough spot be for a high Grady flyer. Looks like he's trying to hit a high flyer. Chavez is able to step through. Get the takedown in the back points, and the, that's going to be the match. Yeah, and these are the spots we talked about. He brings a big gun to the fight. Yep. Sometimes it sputters. Yep. He didn't need to do that there, no. Jerry. No, he could have could have stayed there and battled through that. Schluckebeer does upset the defending state champion in Benavides and it upsets him soundly, 10-1. to 1. Maybe the biggest upset of the tournament to this point. Benavides is three-time state medalist. I mean, he's a stud. He is. He's an extremely good wrestler. So down there in Class B, after leading 4-1, to one, Chavez comes all the way back to beat Grady Aarons and Grand Island Northwest by a score of 8-4. to four. So Court of Adams Central will get Chavez in the Class B 113-pound final tomorrow. Yeah, and, uh, and Gehring just scored 11. Yep. Just like that. Ian Bailey of Lexington has been eliminated 8-4. to four. And Hunter Nagatani, folks, just got thrown and stuck in the first period for Carney, May eliminates Nagatani of Carney with a pin in 57 seconds. So the last 
15 minutes in the consolation. Not good from the area. Ruiz of Grand Island, Baker of St. Paul, Bailey of Lexington, Nagatani from Kearney High all are defeated. And a Logan Peterson against Jacob Fox. It ended up being Peterson 6 and Fox 4 in the consolation. We'll take a break. Be back with more from the State High School Wrestling Championships. Doug Goodall, Larry Baker, Derry Trampy here in Omaha right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Landmark Implement is your local authorized John Deere dealer. Landmark's trained and certified sales staff will help you find the right equipment for your needs at a price that's right for you. All backed by Landmark's extensive parts and service network. Whether it's a tractor, planter, combine, lawn and garden tractor, or gator, every piece of equipment in our inventory is ready to work hard for your operation. Landmark's team works together to make sure everything that is sold meets their quality standards. Stop by your local Landmark location or learn more at LandmarkImp.com and experience the Landmark difference. Every team needs the right players in the right positions for a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. Having the right coverages and the right policies for the right price. Assuring a winning combination. That's Kroll Agency and IMT Insurance. Good luck, wrestlers, from the team at Kroll Agency in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing and Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. Back at the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, bringing you the state high school wrestling semifinals while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. I heard it was a nice day outside today. It's like going to Vegas. You never get outside. It's always inside the CHI Health Center. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, Larry Baker. We've already had some fireworks. Uh, we don't have anybody uh, right in our area that is uh, going right now until Nick Keene stepped out there on Matt 7, Larry. Yeah, Nick Keene stepped out from uh, uh, Kennesaw. I just about said Sheldon Kennesaw. From Kennesaw, <laughs> he's been taken down by Cy Wells from Anselmo Myrna. Cy Wells, 29-0 and 0, uh, on the year uh, as a sophomore. Nicholas Keene has had a great year as a freshman, 28-7. and 7. Uh, 20 seconds left in the first period. Uh, there's been no scoring other than initial takedown. Did Shear just warn Wells for stalling? He stopped it. Stopped the match. And then, and then he told him, it looked like he said, you need to get out to the side. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see the warning, but he very... He very well could have. I, I can see Chuck making that yeah, one I call too. there, too. Wells, number one ranked wrestler. 
And, of course, with his dad, Carly, taking the football position to Broken Bow, you would have to assume his boys are going to go right along with him. Yeah, there's no question. He's going to coach his kids. They've, they've had these guys all over the planet. And Wells is going to get nailed for locked yeah, hands here. Locked hands call coming. So it's going to be 2-1 to one going to the second period. And, and, and a lot of people in our listening area clearly know Carly, but there's no mistake why these two boys in the semifinals are as good and as tough as they are. Carly Wells literally might be one of the toughest human beings I've ever met in my life. <laughs> We've known each other a lot of years. He's a good dude. There's a couple of inanimate objects that feel the same way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Want to let you know, in case uh, you missed it, uh, here's what's happened so far. In Class A, 106, Keith Smith of Lincoln East against Adrian Bice of Columbus. They were winners in the finals. And at 113, Archer Heelan lost in overtime to Caleb Coyle of Millard South. Brandon Boster of Lincoln East did uh, win his match. In Class B, Caden Sobota of Aurora, a 5-3 overtime win against Areta of Scott. And then the undefeated freshman, Lawrenson of Bennington, beats Garfield of Central City, 9-1. At 113, Braden Court of Adams Central, 7-5 over Lazo of Lexington. And then Quentin Chavez comes back to defeat Grady Aarons late with a takedown and near fall in the final 20 seconds to beat the Northwest wrestler 8-4. to In Class C at 106, Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand lost 2 to nothing to Onutka, Bishop Newman, Eli Oberding of Fort Calhoun moved to the finals. At Class C, 113, Zach Dickow lost to Dazzler of Boone Central, Newman Grove 1 to nothing, and Schluckebeer of Milford knocked out Benavides of Bridgeport by a score of 10 to 1. Jesse Sasita of Shelton lost by a pin to Paxton of Mullen. And Tate Phillips of Burwell was defeated by Tevin Marshall of Mullen. Yeah, Riley Steele of Kearney has taken the mat. Uh, Russell Jaden, Jalen, excuse me, Ruffin of North Platte. Ruffin's been fourth and sixth in the past. Riley Steele, of course, was a third place finisher last year. They've wrestled once this year with Ruffin pinning uh, Steele. There's 20 seconds left in the first period, no score. Uh, oh, Ruffin just, just comes in on a headlock. Oh, he's able to roll through, and then he comes back out on top. Just that quick. Yeah, that, that, that fast uh, through the headlock. Steele rolled through and looked like maybe he was going to get there, and they just in. continued. And Jalen Ruffin, very athletic. And yeah. sometimes it's tough to stay with some of those guys. Yeah, he got his hips out as he was trying to do that roll through. He got his hips out and was able to come back on top. Escadon down here, defending state champion from last year, is uh, now 2 nothing in his wrestleback match to get in for medals tomorrow morning. Kobe Smith of Elm Creek is wrestling on Matt 8. He's got a 4-2 lead over Clemens Root of North Central midway through the second period. And they're discussing... Oh, there, they're just flipping the coin in the Class A, Matt. So it's going to be 2-0 with Ruffin having the lead. Uh, heading to the second period. Okay, Wells gets a takedown here on in the in the semifinals on uh, Class D, take a 4-2 lead. Yeah, over Nicholas Kane of uh, Kansas. Uh, one now, 1:45 left in the second period. Again, right in the center of the mat, uh, hand fighting. 
Kobe Smith kind of controlling takedown escape, takedown escape. He's up 8-3 to three now as they get ready to head to the third period, 8-4 to four on another escape. So as they are neutral, it will be 8-4 Smith and goes out of bounds with two seconds to go in the second period. Then over here, as you guys were talking about, Daniel Eskendon, he's got a 2 to nothing lead, uh, 30 seconds gone in and the second period, and he just hit a flip, and he's going to get a reversal, get a reversal it looks like. Reversal out of that. And- yeah, Ruffin just missed a headlock yeah, he uh, out of bounds. I mean, he wants to live up there right now. He's zero fear. Yes, he does. He's not afraid to throw it. And, and Steele did a nice job of rolling through that one as well. And well, really, he would have came out on top had they been closer to inbounds. Yeah, and the Carney guys do so much clearly. So does North Platte with Hall as their coach. But Carney does so much wrestling, uh, freestyle and Greco, right. that it might not be the best school to do some of that against because they've seen enough of it. Right, both schools. I, I yes. agree with you because I know Dale takes those kids a lot of places. Everywhere. They're nice, nice pass by attempt by uh, Ruffin down there. He wasn't able to get behind him, but Steele, again, really is doing a nice job defensively against him. Yeah, it's going to be 53 seconds left. Steele's got a little headgear problem. They're going to try to get it re-snapped. Charbonneau's going to come out and give him a hand. Oop, Swarm peeks in. There must be something bigger. Oh, contact. <laughs> Clemens Root has closed the gap down here against Kobe Smith. It's 8-6 to six with the Smith on bottom. A restart a minute 18 to go on the consolation. Zegers of Milford has got an escape. They're on their feet. Daniel Eskendon have given up 4-1, to 30 seconds to go in the second. Eskendon trying to get the underhook, and he loses balance and gets taken down. Yep. So now it's 4-3, four to three, Eskendon. Yeah, he's got another gear if he needs it, does Daniel Eskendon. Hopefully he doesn't have to shift into it. Yeah, he's got a he's got a huge gas tank. That kid yes. can keep wrestling for six minutes. You, you get him on a mat, he will keep coming at you. Blood time is done down here in Class D, guys, and uh, Wells of Anselmo Myrna leading Keene of Kennesaw 4-2, to two, and it'll be Wells to take bottom to start the third period. And we're yep. running down in time in the second period today, Larry. Yeah, and, and back to Wells. Keene could be in good good shape here. Wells has struggled to get out the whole tournament. And just as I say that, he's going to reverse gonna, gonna it. He's going to slide out the back door here. If he can catch that head and bring it, pop his head up here and get a hold of the head, he's going to take him right to his back. There's popped the head out, missed the other, hitting his head coming through, but does take a 6-2 lead. Yeah, so now Keene from Kennesaw struggles. Going to go to the third period, and they're going to go on their feet in Class A. So Ruffin says, let's stay right here, which is very interesting because uh, an an escape there makes it to where a takedown just ties and doesn't beat you. Right. Right now, a takedown and a ride-out beats you. So Ruffin of North Platte, two. Riley Steele of Kearney, one. There's a warning for stalling on Ruffin. Not a point. It's his first. On the edge of the mat, Steele took a shot. Ruffin will step out of bounds. I just feel like somewhere in here, Ruffin, now uh, he may not be able to hit it, but it looks to me like Ruffin's going to try to launch Steele yeah. somewhere in here. Steele would be really wise to work these angles and get in on a leg. Yeah, so I would, I would look at him in a single leg. There he is. He's in on a single leg, turning the corner on it, which is where he wants to be. Now he's got to come up careful with it, so there's not a whip back over, and there it is. Pancake through, but he came rolled back through it and got right back to his feet. Wow. <laughs> no, that, that was is, wow! Beautiful shot. A nice, double, nice duck under the double leg. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, Ruffin is tough to finish on. He is a scrambler. Well, the tough thing is here. There, oh, lifting him up to his back. Steele has a takedown to his back. Nope. Did not get the back points. Nope, no back. So it's going to be three-two. He's going to need to ride him. Going to ride him out. You got to ride him tough here. And Ruffin didn't believe in himself 
to take down in the third period. So you got to believe Riley Steele's got a pretty good shot to ride here. Yeah. Down in the consolation match, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek is able to survive 11 to 6 and move into the medal round. Eskendon is tied 4. Oh, they just, just went to 6 4. Just took the takedown. Got the takedown. Eskendon able to get the takedown here in the third. He's up 6 4, a minute to go. Okay, 45 seconds left. We get a fresh whistle in Class A. Steele's on top, and he's going to. Gets a roll, and he's. He's going to get the reversal. Get the reversal now for Ruffin. So at this, he's got the legs split. Yep. So at this point, where we're at is it's it will be a one point lead for Ruffin. With 30 seconds left, it looks like Steele's going to get out here. And Ruffin has been warned. Oh, I I don't know. I thought maybe he'd cleared there. I'm surprised okay. he didn't give him the escape on the boundary there. Yep. So they're going to come back to the center. 24 seconds left. It's four to three. Uh, Steele is down, so this is the final 24 seconds here. Can Steele get himself to the finals? And Wells finishes off a 10-5 win over Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw. Wells goes to the finals. Keene falls in the semis. He may get the stall call here if he can stay on his feet. Oh, turn back into him. He didn't, didn't need to turn into him. Just need to stay on his feet and keep those hand control. He may have gotten the stall call on him. He could have stayed up on his feet because yeah. he wasn't returning. He wasn't working to return him at all. No, and Ruffin did a really good job coming up. He was down on his legs. He did a nice job to come up, not to get called. Back to the center now. They're going to set it up. Seven seconds left. This will be the last clean yeah. whistle is my guess. I, I would, I'd try to hit a Granby or something out of this. Escadon gets the win down here, 8-6. Right. So steals to yes, his feet. And Ruffin returns him. He gets back in on that return. He gets the win. Ruffin's able to hold on. Yep. Ruffin going to the finals. The Bearcats blanked. Jalen Ruffin wins it by a score of 4-3 over Riley Steele of Kearney. Blake Cushing of Grand Island will take on Runder Papillion La Vista in the next match here at 126 pounds. So the Bearcats, two close losses here in their first five semis. Yeah, and, you know, the next one, Braden Smith comes up. He's got to wrestle the undefeated train, but... Braden Smith's a pretty scary dude. So we just had uh, lots of action to wrap up here. Let's see what we've still got going for you, and then we'll give you some recaps here from the State High School uh, semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. In the uh, last few semifinals, we saw Quentin Chavez of Garing beat Grady Aarons of Northwest 8-4. to A steal of Carney just fell to Ruffin of North Platte by a score of 4-3. to Wells of Anselmo Myrna over Nicholas Kuhn of Kennesaw by a score of 10-5. to Tate Phillips of Burwell fell 7-4 to to Tevin Marshall of Mullen. In the consolation matches, Kobe Smith of Elm Creek wins 11-6. Daniel Eskendon of Gibbon wins 8-6. Hunter Nagatani of Kearney, Elon ba- Ian Bailey-Lex, Caleb Baker, St. Paul, and Ruiz of Grand Island were all defeated. Logan Peterson of South Loop clipped Jacob Fox of Axtell by a score of 6-4. to four. So we've got a little break here before we uh, get back into action. We do have Blake Cushing of Grand Island coming on to Matt. It's already 2 to nothing uh, in that uh, match, uh, Larry. 2-1. Uh, 2-1 to one. Two one now. Really quick takedown with an escape uh, uh, there. Blake Cushing leads. Uh, Blake Cushing, of course, third a year ago. Really has had a great season. All right, we'll continue with the Cushing match when we return here on Power 99. 
Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Derry Trampy, a high atop the CHI Health Center here in Omaha, bringing you the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Don't forget, the Platte River Athlete Prep, uh, Prep Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Whitney Brown, Granada Northwest, Derek Klingsporn of Axtell, who will be in the semifinals later tonight, are our winners last month. And uh, let's catch up on what's going on in Class A, Larry. Yeah, Clayton Cushing comes out, gets another takedown. Uh, it's, uh, Clayton Cushing. Clayton's his dad. Uh, <laughs> McCricket. Blake Cushing uh, uh, gets a takedown. It's 5-1, to one, minute 30 left. He looks very much in control. You know, it's almost one of those matches where you want to keep doing exactly what's yeah. gotten you to 5-1, but uh, really that's like that. Oh, that's exactly right. Coming up soon here, we will get uh, Landon nice. Widener of Hastings and Dyson Coons of Central City on the Class B mat. And we will also have Isaiah Shields of Amherst and Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow in the C-126. Then Quentin Frank has his match. Colton Rouse of Ord has his match. You almost want to just say, quit rolling around a minute. Yeah. He's doing great. He's coming out in those, but those are the spots where if that if, if any of that ever that action stops and you end up in the wrong yep. spot. You're down five you're down six five instead of up five one. Yeah. It's just easy to have happen. But he's he's done a nice job of working leg turks and working hammers and wings and that type of thing. Very busy, very active on top. It would be hard to call him for stalling at yes. any point like this as well. And then you want to stay away from those stall calls. And he's another kid that has wrestled across the United States. His dad has taken him everywhere. Uh, he's done a lot of wrestling, lives in the room. Morrison loves him. Great bar here. Yeah, he's got that tight. Just not able to quite get the finish on it. Would love to see Mr. Cushing go to the finals. We're down to 20 seconds in the second period. 5-1 lead. Really doing a nice job controlling things. And, again, busy on top. He, he, he's not out to the side. He's covering the hips, but yeah. very busy with the things that he's doing. Got him in a crab right here for the final five seconds. 
does not want to give up an escape here and doesn't. Going to move to the third period. Yeah, that 5-1 lead going in the third period looks pretty solid. I, and if I were Cushing, I'd, I'd go on top. Oh, no, it's, it, it's it wasn't. It's, it, no, yeah. yeah. I'd, I wouldn't go under. I was going to say if I was Cushing. Yeah. Like in this spot, you've controlled the other two positions. Right. Don't leave it to chance. Yep. But he's going to get back on top, and he's looked great on top. Uh, nice to sit him into him. He's getting some back, getting a count. Yeah, Rudner has not been close to getting out yet. I don't There's know. going to be a two points there. Should be. Yeah, got two near fall. Makes it seven to one. And now, now you're working on a major. Yep. I'll tell you what, you might want to work on one, but you don't have to work too hard at That's it because exactly the big right. thing is win here. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those. This is the old L. Davis thing where it's just win, baby. That's you don't exactly care how you do right. it. You just win. That's what that comes down to. Had to get my Raider reference in before the night. Get that. <laughs> Yeah, really nice job. So that, and again, just working. He's got a wing. He's out to the front, looking to hook the head. Is Blake Cushing, 37 and four in his junior campaign? As I said, he was third as a sophomore. Ian Rudner from Papillion. That's Feldner, isn't it? Feldner of Carney Catholic, yeah. getting ready to uh, take the mat against Tobin Olson of Valentine, who's a 28 and 17 sophomore. Yeah, Cushing's looking for the fall now. Did a great job, continued to work. He's going to get... And then still comes right back out. I got three near fall out of that and then came right... It looked like he's going to get in trouble there. Yeah. And he just came right back out through the legs and controlled him. He's just really controlling this match right now. Just done a fantastic job. 40 seconds left to the parade. Kind of like smelling, kind of like smelling blood in the water if you're a shark. He's just, he's just relentless on top with him and, and just continues to just take take the air out of him. And I, those, that's where you want to be at this point. You want to break that spirit of the other wrestler yes. and just take it to him. Yeah, let him start thinking about how he's going to spend the sadness. And, and how he's going to work through the wrestlebacks tomorrow. That's right. 15 seconds to go. Cushing is up by a score of 10 to 1. And ready to ride this out with a major decision. And Blake Cushing will take on Jalen Ruffin of North Platte for the Class A 126-pound wow, championship. Turned him again. He got another two near fall at the end. Didn't even need to. Last yeah, and, five and seconds. Bryce was starting to lift his hand to yeah. slap the mat. But yeah, it was the close. The buzzer went off. Yep. Yeah, it was close. Uh, congratulations to the Cushings. Fantastic. Islanders will have a finalist. So Blake Cushing is in. We will have our next Class A at Braden Smith and Brody Aaron's Carney Grand Island in two separate semifinals at 138 pounds. And both of them will be really tough semifinals. Got the other Wells brother wrestling down here on Class D at 126. Yeah, Connor, the freshman, wrestling Shea Wood from Central Valley, who's the returning state champion uh, at this weight. Shea's 41 and 5, Connor 26 and 9, kind of right on the fringe of our listening area, but definitely local to many. You got another defending state champion down here in Chris Williams from Valentine on Class C in the semifinals. Yeah, wrestling Dalton Anderson looks out like, of Ponca. Looks like Feldner got the escape to start the second period, and now it's 1-0 with him and Olsen. All of our listeners in Ponca are so happy that we're pointing that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Chris Williams is a stud. He, he is a good wrestler. He is a quality wrestler. 42-2, and two, pretty yeah. tough. And then when these two get done at Shields and Falkenberry, Falkenberry and Williams gave us an epic one last week at the C4. Yes, they did. Absolutely cannot wait. I think this match down here between Feldner and, and uh, Olsen is a rematch of the consolation match of districts last week as well, if I remember right. 
Yeah, Feldner able to get here and uh, pick up the win. Of course, Feldner was actually in a little bit of trouble in the heartbreak round yes, yes. last week at uh, Hershey he and was able to get out, and now he's one win away from state meddling again. Well, he's the star's last hope this week. Kind of a rough uh, go. The Stars didn't have as many uh, wrestlers as they've usually had in the past, but uh, no doubt about it, uh, Felder looking to uh, bring home a state medal here. He was fourth last year at 132 pounds. And speaking of Carney uh, Catholic, we'll throw this note out. Carney uh, Catholic basketball tonight at Adams Central on the breeze, 94.5, and that'll tip off at 7 o'clock between a battle of top five boys basketball teams in C1. Good basketball matchup between those two and the boys matchup. Yeah, and it's fantastic the next two weeks. Doug gets to get the gas card out and move all around. Yeah, girls pairings came out today. Looks like we're going to be making some road trips. Felder going for the takedown on the edge of the mat. They didn't give it to him. I thought he had that. Boy, he had the head heel. I thought he had that takedown. They did not give it to him. He had him sitting on his rear end and had him controlled. I, I, there are cars have had my disagreements with officials in the past. No. <laughs> Shea Wood of Central Valley has a 2-0 lead over Connor Wells as they wrestle both up, minute and a half to go in the second period. And over here they decide to go both up in the third period between Olsen and Feldner. So Olsen had his choice and decided to go uh, both up, Barry. Yeah. And most generally that happens if you've seen somebody or right. been under somebody. I, I think, I think if I remember right, last week, I think Feldner rode him pretty hard in the third period last week and was he was not able to get out and he lost I the mean, match in that way. I, so I could say this about a lot of kids, but if I just say it about five, you'll understand. You didn't go under a Castler and you didn't go under a Trampy. Am I wrong there? Yeah, no, no, not too often. Because you left with your arms that would fly around because right, yeah. nothing was still Attached. Yeah, people people got to where they wouldn't want to be underneath there too much That's with those right. guys because they're just so solid on top. They're fantastic on top. Just had just had really solid leg riders and really knew what to do with them and and, yeah. as, and as you know that's usually what happens in that situation. Yep. So somebody knows better. Yep. Now here hey. Olson is in on a shot on Feldner. He's got a single leg here and trying to circle around with the Feldner's got a wizard trying to hold him off. Hopefully we can get to a stalemate here so we get a new start because yep. Feldner's not in very good position he here. He needs but, a shin whizzer hard here yep, because it's yep, starting to did. get shelved. He got a stalemate, got a stalemate call, which is what he needed to do in there. And I think that's what Olsen's decided to do. If you got the escape, he figured they'd probably go to overtime and takedown's going to win it, so he's going to try to win it here in regulation with a takedown. Feldner can certainly end this with a takedown. I think a takedown would, would, do, the, would do the job. I don't think that Olsen would be able to come up off the bottom. Got 35 30. seconds, all that remains down there. By the way, Kearney is now sixth in Class A. They've had four teams pass them with those two close losses, and Olsen's in on a shot. Again, yeah. That's why I say tonight's the slot machine on points. You win the night, you're getting big points. Shea Wood, a 4 nothing lead over Connor Wells now as they go to the third oh, period. Just, yeah, he gets around that waist. He's going to get the two. Uh, he's got, well, he's still got that leg. He's still on that switch attempt. Five seconds left. If he can stay there, they may not give the takedown here. Felder's got to stay Felder's tough. He did stay there. He held him off. Wow. It's the 1-0 win. Wow. And you're furious, honestly, if you're the Valentine coach. Yeah. But I don't think that probably was a takedown to you. I, I don't think so. At one point when he brought the arm up around the waist, I thought maybe he would get it. But Feldner was able to pop his hips up almost at the same time and be able to get back in on that leg like he's in a switch situation, which never really gave him control. I see the officials are conferring about it now, so... You know, they're either going to come up with a takedown here and Valentine gets a win or Feldner's going to hold on for the one nothing win. 
Well, but if you awarded the takedown, wouldn't you have to put 10 seconds back on the clock? No. They kind of held the same position for the last 10. Well, that's, what they, that's what they would say is in that position, then there would be there would be that's no right. movement out there. So they would. I don't like that the discussion the is taking this long, guys. You hardly ever see any kind of a, a reverse or a changing of the of the tune. I've seen I've seen more of them at this state tournament so than I have I. in a long and time. And I, I actually I, really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I like that the officials take time and talk. Sometimes I think they've. They've maybe missed, and we'll see what comes out here. They did give the two. They give the two, so Olsen gets the win. Now, uh, Matt Rogers wants to have a word with the officials as well. And look, Hawkins is walking off. Yeah, Leonard's (laughs) Leonard's taking a couple steps backwards from this one. He's like, all right, you you got it. That will put them back in the hunt. And we got uh, Northwest Kid down here in the outside uh, the Constellation match down here for uh, gets the takedown. Yeah, Brady Isley is wrestling Brody Carls out of Blair. Got the takedown to take a 2 nothing lead. We're still, Matt's still asking, getting a long explanation here. It's taking as long for this explanation as it took to make the call. I've never seen... The, it get overturned again. Yeah, no, I, I I don't see them changing their mind and agreeing with what Matt has to say here. No, and Luther's furious. That's a tough loss. That's a tough loss yeah, for Feldman. But you're exactly right. That changes the Class E complexion yeah. a little bit. Well, had, you know, and had he called the takedown when, he, when it looked like it might have been there, then, you know, Feldner has an opportunity then to get himself back to his base and try to move from there. And that's the tough part about that delayed call like that. And, guys, I'm also going to go ahead. Falkenberry's got the takedown here on Shields. So Isaiah Shields and uh, Falkenberry have broken both going at it here in the uh, semifinals at 126. But may I point out, that's the way Matt Rogers' coaching career ends at Kearney Catholic. Is he, this is, he has done coaching. Because he's going to be wow. the soup. I mean, that hasn't been an official, but, I mean, how many soup slash – coaches have you ever seen in any sport especially at a non-class d school you know i see it anywhere uh and that's too bad matt's a matt's a you know he's one of those guys i really appreciated coaching with and against he's just a nice nice young man good person and and really good family you know even though he's from mullen he's still a pretty good guy no kidding matt Matt rogers is one of those guys if you don't like matt rogers i don't like you yeah really pretty simple and i'm not gonna let this whole thing quite go yet with the felder match felder had a takedown Back in the right. second period, that wasn't awarded. They didn't discuss it. Now they go and they discuss this on a not even as close as the other one was. And it's it, it, it's one of those things that we haven't seen a lot of uh, officiating that we've said one way or the other. But now we're live and well, uh, we can say a couple of things. That's tough for me to swallow. You don't go talk about it because it's in the middle of the match, and right. then you got 10 seconds to go. You don't award it. Had you awarded it, you might have had a chance to get an escape and tie the match. I don't yeah. like that one bit as a sports fan. Yeah. You guys know. More about wrestling than I do. I think that stinks. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. If I if I'm rethinking the thing and I thought it as it happened, right towards the end, he let his head hit the mat in the spot. Had he kept his head up there, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, did that appear as though that the takedown had happened? Well, there was there was one point where Feldner had his rear end on the mat and he bought the arm up around the backside, but he just came up quickly off of that. Yeah. But, again, if you award that at that point, then it gives him a chance to, to be more reactionary and finish up from there. So I, I, I'm like you. I, I agree with that. If you're going to have the conversations about calls, have them the entire match. 
don't wait until the last, you know, the last 10 seconds when it's a crucial call and there can't be anything done about it to then have a discussion about it. And that's where I've seen most of them have almost always been in the third period toward the end of the match. We have a discussion to determine what's happening there. So, again, I don't, I don't mind it. I think it's good that they discuss, but you've got to be consistent when you're going to do it. Anytime you have something questionable, don't be afraid to ask for help from the assistant official at that time. Right. Well, we've gotten through the first period in Falconberry Shields. Shields uh, was taken down, got the escape. Uh, it was Shields' choice to start the second period. He deferred. Falconberry took both up, and that's where we are. Minute 45 left in the second period in the middle of the match. Shields is in on a single, has his hands locked. Falkenberry squares his hips and now just got heavy. Hands aren't locked Looks anymore. Like he's going to go into a cradle situation. He does. He's got him cradled up. He's got Shields in real trouble. He's got him flat on his back. He's got this cradle in tight. I'm not sure how he isn't pinned, yeah, to be I honest mean, with you. It's tight enough. Shields isn't even moving. No. He, yeah, there it is. There's the pin. Falkenberry, broken bow over Shields of Amherst in two minutes oh. and 36 seconds. Isley gave up locked hands and now gave up the reversal at the same time. So it should be... That match should be 4-3 to three right now from the looks of it. It should be a penalty point, a takedown, and then an escape. So I think we're looking at 4-3 on that match, or 4-2. Yeah, Isley from Grand Island Northwest on a consolation mat, wrestling to get in. We've got Hastings that's just taken. No, I'm wrong. There. They've, they've, they've got it. They've got this scores messed up. It should be, I think, 4-3. to three. There should be locked hands, reversal, then escape. That would make it 4-3 to three in favor of... Uh, uh, who's he wrestling? He's got Carl's of Blair. Blair, Blair yeah. From Blair. The Blair kid should be ahead 4-3 from what I can see. And, and and here's where if you're the coach, I want this score straightened out so my kid knows where he's at. Yes. You know, I don't want I don't want him to think he's ahead 3-1 to one and he's actually down by 1, you know, and thinking you're ahead by 2 so we can so we can wrestle like we need to. There's 37 yeah. seconds left in the second period. Seabreeze just took the slow stroll over. He's overseeing it. Track is going through it. Now they've got it to 3-2 Blair. The one thing I do like about track is they can go back through it, and that's why the score changes and we get to see it kind of change live, yep. is they can go back through it and click through what happened. Right, and change things up. And yeah. now Quentin Frank yeah. of Amherst is on the semifinal mat against Cameron Williams of Conestoga, C-132. And they have wrestled the first 30 seconds on their feet. There has been no score. Yeah, and Quentin Frank has pinned um, Cameron Williams from Conestoga this year. Frank, of course, uh, state runner-up last year. This, and uh, this will be Williams' first medal. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, Larry Baker with you here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha. The state high school semifinals brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your impact seed dealer, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle CPAs. Glad to have you along with us on this Friday night, the most important night of the year in wrestling. Wrestlebacks begin tomorrow morning at 8.30 with the championships and paraded champions just after 2 o'clock. Yeah, Williams, Williams got a big win yesterday in the semi or the quarterfinals moving here when he basically caught Owen Laid from Battle Creek, who's a three-time state medalist, and took him to his back and pinned him in the first period. Now, they've settled in at 3-2 over there on the score. <laughs> Not sure where, but... Carl's and Blair will lead Isley. Of a Grand Island Northwest, 3-2 to two then, with 25 seconds to go in the second. They yeah, must have just called, in the second. They must have called locked hands and then an escape rather than the reversal, even though he was clearly behind him on their feet, which is still a reversal. But uh, that, that, that's that got to be what the call is to get to the 3-2 because it was 2-1. to one. We have the, And I saw the locked hands call, 
then they must have just called an escape instead of an escape and then a uh, uh, or take down, excuse me, a reversal then an escape. So yeah, and Isley's pushing the action here, Doug. Yeah. Uh, without question. And they go to the end of the second period, so it'll be three to two here. With a choice, Northwest is going to take down. Uh, also on our edge of our listening area, Ruger Reimers of Palmer is in the D-132 semifinal, a one nothing lead over Payne of Centennial as they start the second period. Yeah, they're going to go to the second period in Class C, for, uh, scoreless. Yep. Frank is on top. He's got both boots in. Got uh, Williams hips high. Frank's, well, Frank's Isley hits a reversal, takes him to his back. Hit a Granby roll, came through, got him, got caught the arm, was able to get him to his back. Should get two near fall out of that. So he should be six to three down there at this point. Yeah, that was really big. Oh, fresh whistle down here in Class C. Frank's riding. We're at a minute 30 left in the second period. Still scoreless. Yeah, no score there in the first period. Frank's usually pretty quick to his offense. Right, that's... Williams has done a good job of being able to, of course, that length that Williams has makes it hard for Frank to get in on him. I, those long kids are tough to tough to shoot through and tough to work through, but uh, Frank's doing a nice job of riding the legs and keeping him tight, keeping him face first on the mat, not giving him any room to come up at all. Isley of Northwest a minute away now as he's up 6-3, to three, riding Carls of Blair, trying to get in for a medal here for Northwest in Class B. We're going to get a stalemate and a restart with 52 seconds to go. If you missed any of the action uh, so far, it's been a little, uh, not quite 50-50 for our semifinalists from the area. Uh, Blake Cushing of Grand Island does win. Uh, Carney's Riley Steele loses 4-3, to and Archer Heelan lost in overtime 3-1. to Caden Soboda of Aurora wins. Drew Carfield of Central City loses 9-1. Court of Adams Central over Lazo of Lexington 7-5. Aarons of Northwest was ahead 4-1, to but Chavez wins at 8-4. to uh, what else do we have here? Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand lost two to nothing. Zach Dickow of Highline lost one to nothing. Falkenberry of Broken Bow pins Shields of Amherst in 236. Sasita of Shelton was up six to nothing and was pinned by Paxton of Mullen in 451. Uh, Phillips of Burwell falls seven to four, and Keene of Kennesaw falls to number one Cy Wells of Myrna, ten to five. Yeah, and there's only 15 seconds left in the Class yeah. C match with Frank. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. Frank zero. has ridden him out. And now we've got Landon Widener of Hastings and Dyson Coon of Central City in the Class B, 126-pound semifinal. And Coons is in on a shot, the 52-1 and junior, against the 38-8 and freshman. Wow. Yeah, that, that was that was a brave attempt there, but I don't know. It might, no, Coons is going to get him locked up in a cradle. Yeah, Coons is stud. He's been second and third and... <laughs> His short career, just a junior. I'll tell you what, that was a gutsy move on the part of the Hastings kid to to throw himself through on that cradle. He about came out of it. Coons is able to and one is Dyson Coons. Isley gets a win down there in a consolation match to move into the medal rounds tomorrow. So. Yeah, and it did finish with Frank and Williams. It finished 0-0 at the end of the second. Frank goes down. And, and Williams is in on the legs and riding the legs as well. Yeah, he just literally is returning the favor right yep. now. It looks the exact same, just different different yeah. color single and on top. It's just white instead of black is all there is to it. Frank now looks like he could be working his way out. Yeah, yeah. Williams' hips are getting down on the mat. Frank's reaching back for the head. It's always a little bit dangerous. He, uh, he's going to be okay. Yeah, here. he had that he had that ankle out. 
get that ankle out. That should be reversal. Well, not yet. He's just around one leg. So now there's that should be reversal. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, so Frank's going to take a 2-0 lead. About one minute left in the in the match. And just to put it in perspective, and now time clicking away, they're on the edge of the mat. He's holding him on. And, of course, for a Conestoga wrestler, Williams, he's trying to claw off. But basically that whole second period was in the center yeah. of the circle. It never got outside of the circle where he was. Uh, Frank was riding him out. Yeah, well, there was no chance to get a restart in any place. Yeah. Just basically stalemates. Yeah, they're the stalemates uh, uh, all through good leg riding, really. Yeah. I mean, just stayed busy. It was just kind of a quick two minutes. Well, Dyson Coons with the takedown and near fall. Widener gets an escape for Hastings, and it's going to be 4-1 to one Coons as we go to the second period in the Class B 126-pound semi. Yeah, Coons is so athletic. He's very hard to wrestle because he's quick, really good scrambler. He wrestles from his knees a lot of the time. Williams gets up, but he just can't get, get that separation from Frank. He's able to stay in tight. Drive him out of bounds and get a new start back in the center again with a 2 nothing lead and 30 seconds left in the match. And, guys, just that fast, Gehring is a point and a half behind Hastings. They came in tonight 20-some, 25-28 behind. Still waiting to see how this is going to play out here before we take a break uh, in the Widener-Coons match and, of course, in the match here between Quentin Frank and Williams. And we're down to 17 seconds to go. Quentin Frank still leads two to nothing. An escape over here for Widener to start the second period. He's now down four to two to Coons in Central City on a neutral. Yeah, I don't think there's any way Williams is getting out. I mean, the saddle is cinched yeah. up. Yeah, he's, it, it would yeah, take something almost unorthodox to get yes. out right now. His shield or Franks is riding him really tough. He's almost got him turned here, but he doesn't need to. And Quentin Frank is headed to the Parade of Champions with a 2-0 win over Williams of Conestoga. And he may be seeing Colton Rouse aboard, but he's got to get through Bryce of Raymond Central. So the first part of the district rematch is here with that 2-0 victory. Yeah, and that uh, second trip to the finals for Mr. Frank. Now we've got uh, Carney walking out onto the Class A mat, the Minden Whippet mat. Braden Smith, 41 and 2, of course, a state champion two years ago, has got Tyler Antoniak, a sophomore who is 50 and 0 on the year. They have wrestled this year, but it was only 3 to 0. Antoniak beat Braden Smith. 3 to 0 is all. So. It's not a shot. Still has a shot. And Tony Ack was a state runner-up a year ago. And Braden Smith just, I mean, twisters, headlocks, all of it. You know, he's got all of those weapons. Very, very tough. When he won his state title, he did it in very dramatic fashion. Getting back over to Class B, no scoring here in the last minute. It's still Coons of Central City, Widener of Hastings. Coach uh, Trapp, you explained it to me. Coons has been wrestling on his yeah, knees I, ever since the escape. They look like cougars or yeah, frogs or whatever yeah, you want to be, and nobody really did anything the last yeah, 90 I, seconds. I, I'm not sure what the strategy is there because you really aren't planning to get off your knees in any, any way, shape, or form. I think you're just trying to stay low enough that they can't get a shot well, in on you. It's, it's how he got his first takedown is, is he was able to get an ankle, create a scramble. And then come out with it. So. Yeah. Now Coons takes down, down 4-2, or up 4-2, gets the escape, goes up 5-2. Rouse is in, got a 
underhook here. Looked like he's ready to get on a high C. A lot of action between now, these two with no scoring well, so far. And what could happen here is you could see a stall warning. But yeah, Coons, Coach Lox was saying but, something over there, but too. But Coons wrestles like this. I mean, this is a style that, that he wrestles. So, But if he doesn't come after you, it's yeah, stalling. That's exactly right. If, it might be your style, but if it's if it's if if you're not making any aggressive attempts to try to get in on shots or... Well, where I disagree in this match with the two of you is this. What has Widener done yeah. to increase action? He just, he just got his takedown. Yeah, too. He, he just, just creates the scramble. Came, came around the corner. Yeah. Just, he got, got, he's got good movement. I'll tell you what. I'll give you this. He's got good movement on his knees because normally you can't move that easily off your right. knees. It's stalling if Widener's pressing the action and him being on his knees is suppressing the action. Oh. But Whoa. if they're not even touching each other, see, look, what's Widener yeah. doing? Yeah, That's not it. stalling on Coons. I'd say it's stalling on Widener. Now like, Coons I mean, you will can come, make the argument. Now Coons will come to his feet, by the way. Antoniak got the takedown, and Braden Smith trails 2 to nothing. They go to the second period. Smith will take bottom. He'll get the immediate escape, so it's 2-1, to one, a minute 50 to go in the second period. He trails, and with the escape down here by a Widener. He's now down 7-3 to three to Coons, but there's only Ooh, 40 wow. seconds remaining, and Colton Rouse is on the mat wow. here for Ord against Logan Bryce of Raymond Central. Bryce had a nice shot in there, and Rouse is able to counter it. Almost got the takedown on a slide, almost got the takedown on a spin behind. Was not quite able to get there. Bryce is quick on his feet as well. These two guys are like watching a mirror of each other, the way they're going at each other, with the quickness between the two of them. Yeah, over in Class A, Tyler Antoniak is just shoving and shoving and shoving. Braden Smith's not the kind of guy to do that with. Yeah. His hips are electric, and he loves all that kind of stuff. Dyson Coons really working hard here. Weiner's tried to get in there on a couple of shots. He He's takes another shot, and Coons is going to pick him up and drop him to the mat for a takedown, and that'll put it away. 9-3 lead with three, six seconds left. And Rouse chose bottom down here on the Class C mat. And uh, Bryce is riding him. Looks like he's going to try to put the legs in, run a nice tight waist and, and crashing the arm to get the leg in. Got both legs in now. And Dyson Coons wins it 9-3 to three over the freshman Landon Widener of Hastings. He'll be back. And now Antoniak gets the takedown, and he has a 4-1 lead over Braden Smith with Looks 40 like, seconds to go in the like second. Rouse has gotten underneath of that leg. He's got to be careful what he's doing here. He's going to get himself turned by hanging on to that ankle. you about got to come out of there. Exactly rotate right. yourself up. You can't hang on to that arm across the body like that. Keep, you know, all you're doing is keeping the leg in for him. You've got to be able to get that leg out to the side. Well, so. you're creating even more leverage. Right. For that, for that power half to yes. come in. Yeah, you've got to be able to get that same side leg and toss that out. So Gage get, Ferguson of Kearney is on the consolation mat, and now in the Class D championship, Xavier Perez of Elm Creek taking on number one, Nate Christensen of Plainview. Yeah, That's and, really close to figure four on the body. Very quick takedown there uh, on the Class D mat. Xavier Perez is taken down. Xavier Perez, just a junior, 39 and 14. Of course, Nate Christensen, 47 and 1 as a senior. And by the way, guys, we had what we thought could happen earlier tonight. Plainview had 206 pounders ranked first and third. They both made it into the semifinals, but Bennett of Elkhorn Valley beat Dane of Plainview. Lanham will take him on in the final. Bryce got the near fall, got two near fall, or did he get three out of that? I know, Doug. I wanted, to see it. I wanted to see it happen tomorrow. I have a state final with two kids from the same town. And then Rice, Rouse gets the escape, so Rouse down 3-1 to one right now. We've got Bryce Brown now on the mat. Class B, 132. We're really rolling through some uh, area wrestlers right now. He is taking on Mario of Gehring. This is a huge match huge. in the team yeah. title because, as you said, Gehring has caught 
Hastings. Yeah, it's a 22-point swing. This match with those two leaders, it's a 22-point swing. Yep. And we've gone to the third period. Braden Smith has done what he needs to do here. He's kept it close. Braden Smith trails 4-1 to one in this match, much like a carbon copy the first time they wrestled. Yeah, take down and back points here for Hastings. He's got took, took him down with that inside leg trip and took it over in like a clarion roll. He's able to get the back points. He may get the pin he here now. Get He's got himself, got himself up on top. I thought he might get the pin. Got two near fall out of that. Going to be 4-0, so a minute 20 left. Wow, I thought he had him there for about 20 seconds and got two near falls. So. <laughs> a minute 20 left with Braden Smith. Christensen gets the takedown of Perez of Elm Creek. Perez gets up and gets the escape. It's 2-1 to one as the first period comes to an end. One minute left now, Braden Smith and Antoniak. When yeah. Braden Smith won his state title, the two big matches that he won, it was just like this. He was in deep water with somebody that he shouldn't have been in with. And he finished both matches. Can he do it here? On the mat next to him is teammate Gage Ferguson up four to nothing with 30 seconds to go in the second period as he rides top. 50 seconds still on their feet in the middle of uh, the the mat. Braden Smith breaks the lock. They want to come back together. Change level, change level, change. He's looking twister, isn't he, boys? Well, I mean, he's and it's just where he's at. He's down three. He cuts it off. He's going to get the takedown. My guess is they'll let him go. 20 seconds left. It's 4-3. to three. Now 5-3, to three, 20 seconds left. Braden Smith has got to go. This, these are the dramatics he loves, Doug. 15 gotta, seconds. Gotta he looks winded, though, boys. Took a long time to come back in here on a shot. on a shot again. Okay, now a body lock. This is where he's at. Pick it up. Four seconds left. In on a leg. Won't happen. Smith will fall, and Carney's 0-3 in the semifinals. 5-3, every single one of them close here so far. We have to take a break here on our coverage of the state wrestling tournament, and we'll be back with more after this on Power 99. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Demilico Sports Fashions in Kearney supports all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Demilico is celebrating 30 years in business and says thank you for being our customers. It's been a pleasure serving you. We make it our mission to fulfill each order to your complete satisfaction. With our added special touch and 30 years experience, we've got you covered. Demilico Sports Fashions, screen printing, and so much more. Bottom of the overpass in Kearney. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mark pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in south-central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. 
Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go. At home, in the automobile, and on the farm. And welcome back to our coverage of the State High School Wrestling Tournament on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, Larry Baker. We just had Colton Rouse of Ord gave up a three near fall in the very first uh, period. He gave up the near fall and uh, never able to recover. He falls 4-1 to one to Bryce of Raymond Central, so it'll be Frank of Amherst and Bryce of Raymond Central. Also, Nate Christensen of Plainview just continues to work. Xavier Perez about had him pinned at the end of the second period, but time ran out. It's currently 10-1, to one and he is in control in a pin combination again. Over in Class B, Bryce Brown, 7 to nothing, uh, midway through the second period over Morrell, so he's doing great there. And then Cody Nemac has a 2 nothing lead over Brody Aarons of Grand Island as they get ready to start the second period. Yeah, Nemac from Pillion La Vista, only 8-1. and one. He's been out uh, most of the year with a shoulder injury. The 8-1, and one, don't let it fool you, he's been third, third, and sixth in his career. He'll, he'll be a four-time medalist. Cage Ferguson of Kearney wins his consolation match by a score of 6-2. to two. Yeah, it really has, uh, Bryce Brown has taken control. 10-0 to zero now, still 20 seconds left in the second period. So and Christensen has finished things off in his oh, wow. match. Krolikowski down here. Is... Yeah, Gage Krolikowski trying to get to his fourth state final. He has thrown Graham of Cross County Osceola to his back. Remember, this is a battle of unbeatens. Yep. 56-0 versus 46-0. So that's a lot of wins out there on that map. Krolikowski, who he's got, he's in a head chancer position. He better be careful. Yep. I don't care how many state titles you won. Yeah, yep, there there yep. are some positions Boy, you can't just get took out him of. Right back to his back again. He's just smooth. Man, he's done a nice job there. Brody Aarons is in big trouble. He's got him in trouble. Yeah, he's going to be up 10-0 at the or 8-0 at the end of this. Uh, Brody Aarons has been ridden pretty hard. It's now five to zero. Aarons from Grand Island trails Nemac from Papillion. One minute left in the second period. Brown still up 10-0 over Murillo of Garing in a huge B-132 semifinal as they go to the third period. Krolikowski has taken an 8-0 lead here. A minute 40 gone, and he's trying to tell him again. again. He may get the fall here. He does get the fall. Yeah, Dustin Klingsporn from Axtell, Doug, 50-2, is now wrestling uh, Gabe Escalante from Windside. They've just taken the, the, the mat a minute left in the first period. Klingsporn has had a fantastic year. And Gage Krolikowski pins Graham of Cross County Osceola, the undefeated sophomore in the first period. Obviously, most folks think that was the state championship. Uh, Nikolai of Aquinas is going to be heavy favorite over Fairbanks of Bishop Newman here in the next one. So... Uh, which one of these two guys is the last one in the way <laughs> of Gage Krolikowski? Yeah, just to help Gage Krolikowski make history and be another four-time state champion. So he's he looks like he's pretty he's going to be hard to beat, but everything anything is possible too. 
Looks like Klingsporn is in on a shot down here at Escalante. He can just get come across that other leg, get, catch that second leg. Yeah, Bryce Brown, and it does matter here. He's moved this to a major decision, and with one more trip to uh, uh, his opponent's back, and he could tech fall him, which would be a point and a half yeah, bonus. Yeah. That half so, point might be big by the end. Well, of the sure, time. you know that makes that 12 and a half instead of 11. Brody Aarons is down 8-1 with a minute 40 to go in his match with D-Mac, and he might have just got tossed to his back, and he did with some near-fall points on the edge of the mat. They will get out of bounds. Don't think he got enough for an escape to get out of there, but now he is down 12-1. to Klingsporn got the takedown to his back, but time expired before he could get the second count, so he's up 2-0 at the end of that first period. Well, and as you and I talked about over lunch today, Dave, or Dave, Doug, uh, it really was Cushing, you know, and right now... As far as Class A, he's the guy carrying the torch. He's the only guy uh, in. So we knew that the there were a couple toss-ups, uh, three or four underdogs, not as many heavy favorites. But right now in Class B, Bryce Brown trying to really help his team out. And, of course, himself. Hastings not necessarily going with the true singlets. Uh, a couple of teams are like that, but Hastings has been that way. It's another one of the rule changes we've had here recently. Back down to the Klingsporn match. 2-2. Yeah, and, and Bryce Brown did just win 12-1, to so he gets the major decision, and that's good for him. He's been third twice. He has fallen just short Ooh. of getting to the finals a couple of times. Escalante picks up Klingsporn, takes him to his back for the two count, gets the two near fall, so he's now 4-2. to two. Escalante over Klingsporn down here. Nice pay. Nice. Klingsporn stood up. He dropped in just that little crotch lift right to his back. Klingsporn, the 50-2 senior. As we said, he's our reigning Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Has won just about everything he needed to win out there. Grand Island's Brody Aarons, just 30 seconds to go, trailing Cody Nemac of Papillion La Vista by a score of 12-3. Nemac didn't get wrestling until the very end of the year. He's just 8-1. Obviously, just one tournament before districts and state. Yeah, looking for a little Mr. Twister is Aarons. He turned around and talked to Coach Morrison, and it's what they'd like to do. The Nemac's doing a good job making himself long. He's not going to get balled up. There the twister happened. He didn't catch the arm. You have to catch the yeah. arm when you get it. It's not just getting through. You yeah. have to catch the arm. If he'd have caught the arm there, he'd, he'd have had Nemac, trouble. yeah. He'd had him in trouble, but he I don't know if he'd gotten the pin or not. Of course, you get it tight enough. It doesn't take long to get a pin. A couple yeah. seconds, and you got a pin. That's all so, there is to it. Aarons is going to go down 13-3. to So we were hoping for Smith and Aarons, and instead we get Nemac and Antoniak, who were probably a little bit favorites, obviously, there in that second match. Back over to Class D. Escalante still leads Klingsporn 4-3. to Klingsporn, get that get to step out of bounds here. Yep, they're out of bounds. Just three seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, I think you still have a chance to get that... Uh, Carney Grand Island matchup, it'd just be for third and fourth, Doug. Absolutely. Cameron Court is in the consolation round now for Adam Central at 138 pounds against Hank Frost of Blair on mat number four here on KKPRFM. Carney, Amherst, Central City, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Derry Trampy. Uh, got a couple of former coaches and wrestlers and all that they have done and known about uh, what's going on with the.
Murphy trying to score from bottom to either tie or take the lead. Yeah, Tyler Salpas from Grand Island is going to come out uh, 28 and 16 sophomore wrestling Alex Iziri from Papillion La Vista the South. Clingsborn might get, oh, might get, boy, he had that head. He's starting to pull it underneath. I thought he was going to get through there. He just needed to circle toward the head. Steady circled the other direction, and, and Escalante was able to roll him all the way through. Otherwise, he would have been able to get reversal, maybe even a defensive, not reversal, a defensive pin. He had the shoulders going down, but he's got to get those legs cleared out. And he's got to get himself to his feet. I think if Klingsborn gets to his feet, he's got a chance to get to tie it up and then get the takedown. Cause he's, of the two, he's looked better on his feet than the other two, uh, than the other wrestlers had. A little tie to Carney with Brecklin Sperling of Lincoln East. He has won his consolation match 7 to nothing over Licking of Norfolk, so Sperling will medal. But right now, 55 seconds for Klingsborn to get off bottom. He trails Escalante, the sophomore of Windside, 4-3. to three. Senior tries to bridge up. Got to come up, slide that knee out, come up to the stand. We got to hit a Granby out of that. Granby attempt, if he can get his legs turned through, up, Escalante is able to catch him and take him back for back points. This is probably going to do it now. 30 seconds left. He's going to be down by four. And not really moving that he slides out there. Escalante kind of let him go, but only 30 seconds. And Klingsborn now has got to hit a home run. Yep. He took his shot. He gambled a little bit and ended up getting on his back. And you got to take the shot. You know, know, if you're going to get beat, Four to three or seven to three, it's still the same difference. So you got to take a shot in there, and he, he gave, hit it hard. And Escalante just responded to it really well. And Escalante is going to defeat Dustin Klingsport of Axtell in the semifinals by a score of seven to three. Yeah, Tyler Salp is down five to zero. 30 seconds left in the first period in Class A. Just a sophomore uh, has gotten to this spot, which is. Very good. He's wrestling a senior that's been sixth and fifth. So wrestling somebody with a little more experience. A quick five-point move. Got him in trouble. Not been able to work his way out. Nate Christensen, by the way, if we didn't tell you the official final score over Xavier Perez, he tech falled him 16-1. to We told you that it wasn't a tech fall, but the official score was 16-1. to We're going to update you as we're... Basically two hours now into our coverage here of the State High School semifinals. We'll have to find a break here in the next few minutes and recap what has happened not only in the semifinals but on the uh, consolation mats as well as uh, Tyler Salpas is down 5 nothing at the end of the first period in the Class A 145 semifinal. Cameron Court of Adams Central is down 3 to nothing in his consolation match and the final seconds of the second period there as well. Yeah, Valentine has crawled their way all the way back in yep. this thing. It is now a race. Yeah, they battled, they battled themselves back into it. They're coming back through the constellation. Now we got another discussion over here again. Don't think it's much of a discussion, though. I think they're asking for locked hands that neither official saw. Yeah, I think that's Boyer's boy down there. He's a good official. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. You're listening to High School Wrestling here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat. We're so proud of you. All right, we are back here. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and Derry Trampy with high school wrestling brought to you by Craig Weegis, your impact seed dealer, along with Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Nutrient Ag Solution, Town and Country Bank. Thanks to all the sponsors from the Tri-Cities and every single one of our communities around the area, whether you're Class A or Class D, we're glad to have you along with us. Tyler Salpas going to be taken down again here by Irizarry of Papillion La Vista South. Salpas now down 10 to nothing with a minute 20 to go in his match in Cameron Court on mat four is going to be eliminated here for Adam Central as he was defeated by Blair's Hank Frost. Score there was four to two. In case you missed it, uh, we're going to try and hit every one of the kids here as uh, Hastings is getting ready again to go on the class B mat. Uh, coming out for the uh, Tigers. Well, let's see. Uh, we have got uh, coming out there on the class B mat. For uh, Hastings, isn't that what we've got? Maybe not. My my bad. That's not Hastings that's coming out there. Trevor Cluck of Aurora yeah. and Nate Rochelieu of Garing are coming out. Uh, Cluck undefeated, really had to work in the quarterfinals just to stay that way last night, went to overtime. Okay, here's what happened in the consolations. Ian Obermiller, Grand Island, wins 5 to nothing. Marcus Miller, Hastings, wins 10 to 4. Riley Waddington, Wood River, wins in overtime 4 to 2. Then you have Tristan Obermiller of Adams Central. He wins 6-2. Jose Escondon Gibbon wins 4-1. Juan Pedro Grand Island wins 10-1. Jesse Sacida of a Shelton. That was a semifinal, so we'll come back to that. Jacob Fox of Axtell was beaten by Logan Peterson of South Loop 6-4. Then we hit a losing streak 
Ruglio Ruiz of Grand Island loses 8-1. Caleb Baker of St. Paul eliminated 8-3. Ian Bailey, Lexington, eliminated 8-4. Hunter Nagatani of Kearney loses in 57 seconds. Daniel Eskendon of Gibbon wins 8-6. It is Kobe Smith of Elm Creek winning 11-6. Chris Feldner in a controversial ending loses 2-1. An overturn call after the match was over, and Feldner loses 2-1. Brady Isley of Northwest wins 6-3. Gage Ferguson of Kearney wins 6-2. And Cameron Court of Adams Central just lost 4-2. Salpas ends uh, his match here in the semifinals. He will lose by a score of 14-2 to Alex Irizarry of Papillion La Vista South. The, con- so, the consolation match over there, Schneider Hines from Central City was pinned in by, by 30 seconds in the first period. He got cradled up was a sket by Orsuna of Oscut, and that was it. So Schneider Hines of Central City falls one win short of a medal here as well. So we get to take a look. Uh, at that in the consolation match. Again, in the semifinals, as far as the wrestlers for our area in A, Archer Heelan loses to Coyle of Millard South in overtime 3-1. to one. Riley Steele of Kearney falls to Ruffin of North Platte 4-3. to three. Blake Cushing of Grand Island wins 12-1 to one over Rudner of Papillion La Vista. Antoni- Antoniak of Millard South beats Braden Smith of Kearney 5-3. Brody Aarons of Grand Island falls 13-3 to Cody Nemac of Papillion La Vista. And you just heard Tyler Salpas of Grand Island fall 14-2. Gage McBride and Alex Hunt of Kearney still to go. Grand Island's wrestlers are done in the semifinals. In Class B, Caden Sobota of Aurora wins in overtime 5-3 over Oreda of Scutt. Drew Garfield of Central City falls to the undefeated freshman Lawrenson of Bennington 9-1. Braden Court of Adams Central a 7-5 win over Ivan Lazo of Lexington. Grady Aarons of Northwest was up 4-1 but gets beat by Quentin Chavez of Gehring 8-4. Dyson Coons of Central City a 9-3 win over Landon Widener of Hastings. Bryce Brown of Hastings a 12-1 win over Nate Murillo of Gehring. Trevor Cluck of Aurora is out there right now, 2-2 with Rochelieu as they begin the second period, and Rochelieu of Gehring will be on bottom. Colin Quan of Northwest is next, then Melroy of Holdridge and Fago of Lexington later. Brumbaugh, Hunsley, Pape, all of Hastings. battle in the second period yeah. with Nate Rochelo from Garing. Taking a look at some of the other results uh, from Class C. Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand lost 2 to nothing to Onutka of Bishop Newman. Zach Dickow of Highline loses on a stalling call. one nothing to Dozler of Boone Central Newman Grove. That happened in the second period. Dozler didn't get out from bottom, but Dickow didn't get out from bottom either in the third period, so a tough way to go out. Casey Falkenberry of Broken Bow pins Isaiah Shields of Amherst in 236. Quentin Frank of Amherst wins over Cameron Williams of Conestoga 2-0. Logan Bryce of Raymond Central, a 4-1 win over Colton Rouse of Ord. Coming up at 152, Cluthy of Ord against Henricks of Sutton. Connor Shutts Highline, Jesse Drahota Ravenna, Cole Stokebrand Amherst, Lathan Duda Broken Bow, Ethan Gabriel Ord, Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. In Class D, Maybe one of the toughest losses of the night. Jesse Sacida of Shelton was up 6-0 before he got stuck with 4.51 mark in the uh, match by Eli Paxton of Mullen. Tate Phillips of Burwell lost 7-4 to Marshall of Mullen and Cy Wells of Anselmo Myrna, a 10-5 win over Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw. 
Nate Christensen ranked number one at 16 to one. Tech fallen Xavier Perez of Elm Creek. Dustin Klingsporn had to take a shot late. Got beat 7-3 by Escalante of Windside. Chase Pulaski of Pleasanton coming up. Ansley Litchfield has Blake Rosiski and Colby Larson. Dalen Russell of Alma. Corey Daw Burwell and in the heavyweight semis, Keen Martin, the defending champ of Overton, against Levi Kerner of Arapaho. Larry, what do we got? Yeah, right now uh, it's three to two. Uh, with Gehring, Rochelot of Gehring leading Cluck there in the second period. It just ran out. They're going to go to the third. Rochelot wants to go down from Gehring. So you've got a decision to make here if you're Trevor Cluck. How long do I ride? How good am I on top? Can I get a turn? Pretty big. And also, Doug, Coons uh, is wrestling to get in for a medal uh, from Twin Loop. We've seen him all weekend struggle with this back he's in double overtime now uh as he was earlier trying to get in and he's wrestling Bodie Wartman from Plainview so Cooper Coons 43 and 5 he's got this injured back and he's used virtually all of his uh injury time to get himself in our semifinal recap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney and you get a reversal in Class B Rochelot from Gehring uh, did so Trevor Cluck now trails and Cluck's undefeated 46 and 0 Garing fighting for a state title team title uh, Garing now leads 5 to 2 Rochelot's not made out of the semifinals he was fifth as a freshman and fourth as a sophomore yeah and we talked class C it now has is uh, separated by about a point and a half between three teams David City David City Aquinas and Valentine, and right now in the semis, you've got David City and David City Aquinas uh, wrestling. Uh, Chase Pulowski Plowski has come out. Got uh, a takedown. He just and, took the lead 3-2. And this is a... Uh, oh, it takes him... Oh, came out front for a head chancery, gave up the reversal, now giving up back points. He got caught, got arm slipped through. He wrestling Lewis from uh, North Central. Lewis is able to slip through that. Take yeah. him to his back. And this is the rubber match. Chase Pulowski won an earlier decision this year, 6-4. to four. The And then Levi Lewis, just a couple of weeks ago, beat Chase 9-3. to three. So plenty of history here, and they're letting the fur fly. Yeah, this is an exciting first period. We're 6-5 in the first period. we got 20 seconds left in the first period. Nobody's given any signs of backing off in here. And over there in B, guys, uh, Rochelieu picks up two more, and he is going to end the undefeated season for junior Trevor Cluck of Aurora and pick up a 9-4 victory and head to the Parade of Champions. A big win for Gehring and the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's a big win. Cluck had had such a fabulous season. Well, they're going to go to the ultimate tiebreaker down here with Tanner Coons. He's going to go down. 30 seconds left to get a medal. Pulowski trailing Lewis 8-5 to five at the end of the first period. It'll be Lewis with choice, and he's going to go ahead and take that choice and go down. I think Lewis got penalized for locked hands right at the end of the period, so it's now 8-6. Gave up that late penalty right at the end of the period. Indeed. So, see what Pulowski can do from top, watching Cooper Coons down there from twin loop, trying to get off bottom in the ultimate tiebreaker. Pulaski's got to got to move those knees a little bit. Every time he sits out, he's leaving that head hanging, and and Smith is uh, work, uh, Lewis is working to grab that head every time he sits out. So he's got to be able to slide behind, keep that keep that back over there. Coons gets out. Yeah, he did it. This has been such a battle. Good for him. 
So Cooper Coons, the senior out of Twin Loop, will advance on to the medal round. Congratulations, his brother Colby will be wrestling, his twin brother, by the way, Colby will be wrestling in the semifinals coming up here the next match after Pulaski. Pulaski's kind of slowed this action down a little bit now. He's been able to stop a couple attempts by Lewis to get reversals, and now he's riding him pretty tough. Riding off to the side here, just needs to get that. There we go. Now we're back to where we don't have that leg trapped in there and able to run that spiral ride. Looks like he wants to keep trying to snap him back, and every time he tries to snap him back, he's leaving that head hanging. Now he's gotten out front again. Lewis has a chance to get a reversal here if he can just turn the corner on him. And in Class B, Colin Quant, Grand Island Northwest, is taking the mat. He's wrestling uh, Brady Thompson from O'Neill. These two wrestled to a 13-12 Colin <laughs> Quant victory earlier this year. So my guess is at some point here it'll be like throwing two singlets in a dryer and just watching them tumble. And we've got an injury timeout here. Quant, they're looking at his knee. leg over here. He's got that knee brace on the right knee, and he uses about 45 seconds of the injury time, and they restart. Yeah, just 40 seconds into the match, and it was his knee. When we he got went. blood time down here in the Pulaski match, but Chase has ridden Lewis out here for the yeah. first minute and a half of this second period. But Pulaski this, down 8-6. It's been a good period for Pulaski. I mean, he's rode him well because there was so much action happening in that first period. Now he's kind of slowed down that tempo. He can get a chance to finish right. Oh, wow. Well, Quan had gotten a takedown. Thompson looked to reverse him, and Quan just exploded. So Quan is in control. 50 seconds left in the second. Quan's on top, working an arm back, up 2-0 to zero in the first period. This is the State High School Wrestling Semifinals here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, Larry Baker. We have Adams Central, Carney Catholic Boys Basketball, a top 5C1 matchup currently on the breeze, 94.5. And then we get into all of the sub-districts for the boys and the district finals for the girls next week. It's championship month. It's swimming next week, girls basketball, boys basketball, and it all starts here with state wrestling. Actually started two weeks ago with the state duels. <laughs> we got our, got our first backflip. Deion Davis from Omaha Central. Pulaski's able to get through that second period with no score in there, so puts himself in position now to choose bottom down by two points. See, he's been coming off the bottom pretty ha- pretty easily, so we'll yeah. see if it works for him this time. But Mike Herman just pointed at him and told him, you got to move. you got to move. And sometimes these guys start hanging out down there, and bad things happen to you when you hang out on the yeah, bottom. You can't put your head down on the mat and hope that you're going to win this late. you got to go after it right now. you got to put the moves together and just – be impossible to ride is what you have to be. Something very interesting that you don't see very often, guys. Class D, 145. In this 16-man bracket, there is not a single returning medalist. Oh, that's crazy. Not a single one. There's the re- there's the there's the reversal by Pulowski. So he's tied it up 8-8. Yeah, and then it gets tough. What do you do from here? He's got a half in. Doing a pretty good job with it. He's Gage good. McBride from Carney has just taken the mat. He might. If he gets out of the wrist, I think he can bump him long and take him over with this half. But tell you what, this uh, Lewis kid is a flexible kid. That is up there tight on top. Surprised Chuck hasn't stopped it yet. It's potentially dangerous. That's really high up there. And Cole Price He's from um, uh, Papillion La Vista is who Gage McBride is wrestling. Gage tried to throw a headlock. Cole Price slipped it. Price gets the takedown. Minute 20 left in the first period. 
McBride trails 2-0. And it's Carney time, uh, Larry. They don't win this. They might go 0-5 because, all due respect, Alex Hunt uh, really wrestled well yesterday. He's 28-22. and He's taken on an undefeated prey out of Creighton Prep, so he's Buster Douglas odds to try and win that one. <laughs> you just never know. But Carney's 0-3. They've lost some close matches already tonight. Uh, 3-1 overtime, 4-3, and 5-3. They need a win. Yeah, we talked about it in the wrap-up show last night. Their matchups were extremely tough. They've fallen all the way to sixth place. Let's look at Pulowski here. Pulowski may get some. Oh, I thought he had back. He just needed to stay up on top. He's going to get get it right here. He's got to get it here. I just... 28 seconds, you got the cradle locked up, get that head in the ribs and drive over yeah, the top his, of him. His chest is too high his, here, yeah, Gary. Yeah, his yep. chest up on top of the shoulders. got to get that head down in the ribs and drive across to try to drive him across. I'm afraid what he's going to try is he's going to try to take him backwards. He doesn't need to. Just stay here. I Hi. Yeah, that was fantastic. He did a wow. nice job. I mean, high, high kind of high, high risk, risk. there. Oh. <laughs> I, I would have been screaming just to hang on and let's go to overtime yeah. and win it on our Once feet. Once I but... saw his legs slip through, it was oh. like, ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, my. He was able to get the... the, the... And he will join his brother, the four-time state champion, and he gets to walk in the parade himself. He's watched his brother do it four times. Now he gets the opportunity to do it. Chase Pulaski. 38 and 10 sophomore. Not only will medal, he'll be in the parade of champions tomorrow. 14 points scored in the first period for the next four minutes. <laughs> yeah, Mike and Travis Herman pretty excited down there, coaches. Old uh, Aaron's is really taking control over in Class B. He's got a 10-2 lead going into the third period. He's pretty much controlled the entire match. Quant. Quant. I said yeah, Aaron's Quant Northwest. Yeah. No, that's no. You're exactly right. It, you know, Derry, he's looked really in control, just dominant, yeah. kind of pounding uh, in, in everything he's done. Yeah, yeah, he has completely controlled this match from start to finish. You know, Colby Lucas Savage has taken the mat in the Class A 160-pound uh, consolation match, and an escape has made it one to nothing. He trails Stapleton of Omaha Burke, who's a 44-4 and junior, so a tough one here early in the second period. And then in Class... A, Gage McBride still trailing Cole Price. It's now 3 to nothing after an escape to start the second period. They're on their feet. Yeah, and Cole Price was a state runner-up last year, so he's won in this round. Uh, Gage McBride, of course, was third as a junior. And Colby they- Coons on the mat here for Twin Loop in Class D. We mentioned he was coming up after his brother picked up an ultimate tiebreaker win moments ago. Guy, when you look at him, you just think, hand him the ball. <laughs> and you never saw that dude play running back. He is for real. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd want to be in line to tackle him. No. All right, back over the consolation. We go to the third period. Lucas Savage of Grand Island will take down. He is trailing one nothing to Stapleton of Omaha Burke. Still on their feet with a minute to go in the second period. Gage McBride trailing Cole Price 3 to nothing. Quant still up 10 to 2 with 40 seconds to go on the match over Thompson of O'Neill. And Quant is just rolling, Doug. Yeah. Gave up the escape. At this point, you might think about getting the major, but you don't. You get yourself in the finals. Yeah, and I think it's a deal too, where for Quant, you know, they're in that fifth, sixth range. Right, right. You're just you're getting yourself to the finals at this point. You're not thinking bonus points. 
I mean, you'd like to get the bonus points, but that is not your priority here right now. Your priority is to get the 11 points That's for getting right. in the finals. Get back to the finals. And he was in the finals a year ago. For Colin Quant, that is the mission. 2-1, and he's going to go to the finals. Colin Quant of Northwest will take on Nate Rochelieu of Caring in tomorrow's Class B 138-pound finals. 10-3 is the uh, final score. And by the way, I mean, there's not going to be a whole lot about this, but want to just kind of throw out, they haven't officially told us, but 138 will be the final right, wait be tomorrow guess. because Krolikowski will be going for his fourth championship. Uh, that was my guess heading down because he's the only one that's going for fourth time, fourth time champ, fourth state championship. And So they'll put him in there. And although 38, 45, 52, that would be right in the middle. It would be okay to start at yeah. six tomorrow, uh, 106, but uh, – that's kind of the way they've been doing it here the last handful of years. Colby Lucas-Savage has to get off bottom. He's only got 40 seconds left as he's been ridden out. It is still 3 to nothing. McBride is down. Trevin Melroy of Holdridge has just taken the mat against Brady Fago of Lexington in the B-145 semifinal. A minute and a half for Gage McBride, down 3 nothing on their feet. Carney's 0 of 3 in the semifinals tonight out of their 5. This is number 4. Yeah. Lucas Savage trying to get out over there. Now he's just trying to get the throw, and he almost got taken to his back out of bounds with 10 seconds. Nope, not quite. The clock's going to run out, and Lucas Savage is going to be beaten here with the two seconds to go. He's got the restart down one to nothing. Yeah, Brady Fago from Lexington's wrestling. Trevor, Trevin Melroy from Holdridge, as you said. Fago this year holds a 6-0, 10-4, and 13-4 victory over Melroy. So he's widened it uh, every time they've wrestled. And he's in on a shot right now that's been countered, but close to getting the takedown. And now it's officially over down there. Colby Lucas-Savage will come up one win short as he loses one to nothing. And Fago's been sixth twice. McBride keeps shooting. We've got a stall, and we've got a stall point against Price. So it's three to one. A takedown by McBride with tie. Are they going to give it to him? Are they gonna, yes, they are. They give him the takedown. On the edge of the mat with 24 seconds to wow. go, the two officials confirm. Well, they, he looked at Bryce Abbey and said, was he in? And Bryce nodded his head. And I will say this, Bryce Abbey may be the best uh, official, high school official yeah. in the state of Nebraska without question. Yeah. He, it, it's 3-3, though. It's not over. Bryce just needs to get out. Yeah, he's got to ride him out here to get to overtime. 24 seconds to go. Fago with the takedown over Melroy. He leads it 2-0, 25 seconds to go in the first period. He steals right in easily. Yeah, this is something he just laid down on his belly yeah. and won't move. He's going. He's looking to try to win it in overtime. Yeah. Well, Gage McBride, McBride. McBride got a lot of juice yeah, going really. here. There's, there, that should be stalling. They've I mean, already he's, stalled he's, him a point. He's not He's not making any move off the bottom. They're not going to call it here. But yeah, that, never. They're not going to call that, but he did absolutely nothing. He's just right. trying to get it to overtime and hope to win it in overtime. Hoping to get it on the takedown. I think he probably feels comfortable on his feet. Colby Coons of Twin Loop now has a 6-2 to two lead late in the second period over Tryon of Southwest. He's, McBride's in on a shot. He may finish this. He's, there's two. He's got yeah, the no takedown. Question. He wins the match. So, wins the match in overtime. Finally. After being down 3-0, 40 seconds to go. Gage McBride is able to win it in overtime by a score of 5-3. to three. 
So all four Carney matches have been close, and finally the Bearcats win one here in the semifinals. You know, it's almost like Price just completely gassed with about 30, right. 45 seconds left, like just hit the wall. It's like he shut down because yeah. he just, you know, uh, got the stalling call, and that and that stalling call proved huge, but it, it was stalling. And like I said, I, the last 30 seconds of the match, he laid flat on the mat with his head down, which would normally be a stalling call. Now look, call. yeah, here comes the Papillion coach. Wanted to know why it's stalling. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's wanting to know the, the takedown on the oh. edge that they looked at each other on. Now, if you get that question, you take that to the table. Yeah, no the time kidding. it happens, you don't wait till the match is over. If you feel like it was not a takedown, you go question it at the table and try to get it solved there. That's what That would be your decorum to you. Moving back over to Class B, guys. We're a minute gone into the second period. Fago of Lexington had the first period takedown. Melroy of Holdridge has chosen bottom in the second period. He has not been able to get out through the first minute, 15. It's still 2-0. And Austin Cooley's tied up. Uh, I believe they're tied at two uh, on Matt Forth. Constellations took it in. Looks like it's maybe 4-2 now. Wrestling Peyton Walling from Wahoo. So, yeah, 4-2. Walling has taken the lead here. Northwest has clawed their way back into the top five. Yeah, they have. They've had a good. They've had a good day today. We can run down uh, some team points here in just a moment. Let's see how things finish off down there in that match with just 30 seconds to go for Cooley, trailing by a score of four to two here, on a restart with 33 seconds to go. Well, he's in the scoring position. He is down. Right. <clears throat> Got to have movement. Got to put a couple moves together. You got to clear those legs. Yeah. Up. You're gonna hit a grand. Yeah. You got to first move's got to be to clear the legs, and then you hit your move from there. But you just can't. Just too hard unless the guy's really playing sloppy. Yeah, you're, you're no not gonna chance. get out of there. You got to get those legs cleared out, or nothing's gonna happen. And that's 15 that's what seconds. There. 15 seconds, still down by two. He's 10 got, seconds. He's got that arm trapped pretty tight in there. He's got the arm cleared out now. Trying to hit a roll. We'll try to stand up here. Try to do a neck whip. And that takes some. Basically took himself to his back and gave up the two near fall at the yeah, end. Yeah, he'd have been better off almost, you know, like a judo throw, kind of yeah. neck whipping that and using yeah. his hips. Yeah, circling around a little bit, get your hips out front, try to circle around, try to keep circling, take him to his back. But this is really interesting. I Oh, and just as I say that, Fago uh, is going to score again, but it is only 4-0 to zero down there. Melroy has done a good job closing the gap. Yeah. Colby Coons is headed to the finals for Twin Loop. He picks up an 11-5 win over Tryon of Southwest. So 46-1 senior Colby Coons headed to the uh, finals in D-152. We're going to take a break and be back with more of the State High School Wrestling Tournament semifinal round here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, Alma, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by TNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Every team needs the right players in the right positions for a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. Having the right coverages and the right policies for the right price. Assuring a winning combination. That's Kroll Agency and IMT Insurance. Good luck, wrestlers, from the team at Kroll Agency in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. With our producer-engineer Nick Grimes, Derry Trampy, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament. And Derry, a Class B a semifinal came to an end. Yeah, it's six one, it, and uh, Melroy had gotten himself back in the match, and and actually had a pretty good takedown attempt, and uh, just wasn't able to finish. And to give credit to the kid from Lexington, he's hobbling around on a knee here, had to take an injury timeout, and he's really was able to stay in that last three seconds, still finish with a takedown, take the win six to one. So Fago of Lexington picks up the win, and then it'll be Martin of Seward and Stokely of Ogallala, of course Lexington and Holdridge. And Ogallala know all about that B4 district. And then we look at what else is going on right now. Here, Central City's Sam Moore and uh, Colby Wessels of Aurora. They obviously chew the same dirt. Uh, they are in the 160 consolation. Wessels has a 2 to nothing lead midway through the second period. And Moore on bottom has not been able to get out here in the second. You know, it always comes down to it at this time of the tournament or this time of the season, you better be able to get out. Yeah. Right. You know, a couple real keys. You have to be able to get out, and you always have to score on your choice. Right. Yeah, you just you cannot you cannot stay on bottom for two minutes. It just takes too much out of you. You know, and, and the other thing is the other guy doesn't have to work as hard on top as you have to work on the bottom. you got to make that top guy work, and it's just got to be constant movement. Moore's doing a pretty good job of moving down here on him. He just, Wessels done a nice job of following to keeping the hips in tight and not letting him get any separation so he can come out. Moore looks like he's trying to set up a big roll and score big points there, and you don't need him. You need two points to tie the matchup and then have your choice in the third period. Now, looks like now maybe Moore did get the reversal in the back points on that, or were they giving the points to Wessel? Now they gave him to Moore, so he had to have reversal and back, so he got four points out of that. Yeah, Garrett Cluthy from Ord has come out now wrestling Joseph Hendricks out of Sutton. Hendricks was third a year ago. Class C, 152 pounds, semifinal. 
And how oh, about- oh, my goodness. Took him to his back. Wasn't able to hold him there. Got underneath that arm. I think Heinrichs had beaten Cluthy earlier this year. They haven't seen each other. Oh, I thought they'd wrestled each other at 160 earlier this well, year. Well, they could have. I, I okay. couldn't find it when I looked it up today, but that doesn't mean I didn't uh, miss it. Yeah, I think at the Wood River invite, they maybe saw each other at 160, and Heinrichs kind of took control of the match. There's a nice single leg by Heinrichs, and he runs the pipe and finishes it for two. Elijah Green of Nebraska Christian is out on the uh, Class D 152-pound mat, and he has... A 3-2 lead here over Keister of Neely Oakdale in the final moments of the second period as they're on their feet. Well, Cluthy gets out, shoots back in, and then gets taken down. A little nice little throw by there by uh, Heinrichs. Well, once again, we come back over to the uh, Class B consolation match. More of Central City leads Wessels 4-2 and more taking bottom then gets the escape so it's going to be five to two here more with the lead they're on their feet with a minute 20 to go and marish is in the corner with garfield i love it (laughs) yeah coach marish this is it for him Uh, he's retiring they've already kind of got him his rocking chair and had all the (laughs) ceremonies and got to see him at breakfast this morning we're staying in the same hotel so always good to see him of course with the chanticleer ties yeah 50 years, I think, is what he's had in there. 40 years. 40, 40 years. Yeah. yeah, 40 years. Anyway, come on. Garrett's getting got it, got itself back, and just Heinrichs stayed in on that leg nicely, but really hasn't moved up. I mean, there's a stalling call on Heinrichs. I thought that was probably coming. I thought that call was probably coming because he sat on that there. Moore gets a take, uh, gets a takedown, take a 7-2 lead now. Just 30 seconds left to go here. Colby Wessels, the senior. Has to get some big move in the final 30 seconds to keep his career alive. Heinrichs chooses bottom here with Cluthy and comes up to his feet. Cluthy's still trying to ride him, cuts him loose, so it's now 5-1. Five to, five to one. Yeah, and Heinrichs is a tremendous athlete. Nice physical kid, yes. very physical young man. And Sam Moore is going to win it 7-3. Central City over Wessels of Aurora and advance on to the medal round here for the Bison. I apologize to Central City fans for calling him Sutton like three different times. <laughs> Seems Sutton must have wrestled at 60 last year and I can't get those out of my there. Cluthy gets round behind him and didn't get the takedown. Now he's in on a single leg. He needs to come up with it off the mat. Can't stay on the mat with that with this strength of this kid that he's got. He's able to take his base away from him and then step around to get the two himself. So Heinrichs takes a 7-1 lead over Cluthy. Elijah Green of Nebraska Christian was riding his opponent up 3-2 to two for the entire third period, and now he's almost been reversed, and they're going to get a stalemate out of the deal. With Keister of Neely Oakdale, there's only 26 seconds to go. Green of Nebraska Christian still up 3-2. to two. Hendricks of Sutton up 7-1 on Cluthy. He just is in control, Doug yeah. Hendricks is. Just... Uh, in control of his body very, very well. Extremely physical, strong. Does the simple stuff really well. Does the fundamental things, which is still the most important part of wrestling. They like said being able to get off the bottom, being able to score on your choice. This is a fundamental thing he's doing here. Just riding hard, staying on those, you know, keeping keeping Cluthy nose heavy, not giving him a chance to come up off the mat or get any kind of separation. 
And that really, really bodes well for him at this stage. Elijah Green of Nebraska Christian holds on for a 3-2 win over the freshman Aiden Keister of Neely Oakdale. Folks below us are fired up. I think they're the Seward crew, maybe. Sounds about right. Sean Martin. Looks like he's getting the job done over Gage Stokey. Up 5-2. And right now, Cluthy, uh, really the only match going for our listening area. Down and seven. Hendricks of Sutton. Yeah, down 7-1. Cluthy chooses bottom in the third period. He's got to get out quick. If something's going to happen, he's got to get out quick, and then something big has to happen after that. Hendricks, like I said, just really a nice job of controlling the match, controlling him on the mat. Both just juniors. Yeah. Again, a couple of nice football players yeah. turning him the ball to. Let's take a break here with uh, Hendricks in control. We'll be back with more of the state wrestling tournament in a moment. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender, member FDIC. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Klingelhofer Will Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what they do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Congratulations, wrestlers, from everyone at the Cornerstone Bank. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. And welcome back to the CHI Health Center here in Omaha. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, our producer back at the studio, Nick Grimes, and to all the folks with the Nebraska School Activities Association, including Jeff Staus, 
Ron Higdon, and uh, many, many more that uh, help us put together our coverage of the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Uh, Joseph Hendricks of Sutton does complete a 7-2 win over Garrett Cluthy of Ord as there was only a one more point scored while we were at break, and he's able to get the job done there. So quiet at the moment uh, for what's going on out there, and as you can hear, the Seward fans below us making all kinds of noise for their man, Sean Martin, who has advanced on to the finals over Stokey uh, of Ogallala. So he will move on and take on Brady Fago of Lexington tomorrow here on Championship Saturday, which will get underway at uh, 2 o'clock. Again, the Parade of Champions just before that tomorrow on Nebraska Educational Television. We will keep you updated throughout the evening this final weekend of the State High School Wrestling Championships. Coming up here, Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings, his teammate Isaac Hundley, still Damon Pape for uh, Hastings and Evan Marara. Papado of Aurora, Grady Grease of Northwest. We have Alex Hunt of Kearney coming up in Class A in a little while. Connor Schutz of Highline getting ready to go at 160. Uh, Jesse Drahota Ravenna, then up to 82. You've got Lathan Duda of Broken Bow and Cole Stokebrand of Amherst. Gabriel of Ord, Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. Both Ansley Litchfield wrestlers, Blake Rosiski and Colby Larson. Dalen Russell of Alma, Corey Dobb, Burwell. Heavyweight matchup between Kerner of Arapahoe and Keen Martin of Overton as uh, the championship and consolation matches continue here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Elm Creek, Axtell, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. want to say a big thank you again to our many fine sponsors, Ravenna Sanitation, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. A lot of basketball going on. The Adams Central, Kearney Catholic boys right now on the breeze, 94.5. Tomorrow, Kearney High will host Gretna. The doubleheader begins at 515 on ESPN 1460 and 1550, and that will wrap up the regular season. All right, we're ready to go with Stoltenberg of Scott and Brumbaugh of Hastings. Larry, they're on the Class B-152, Matt. Yeah, Stoltenberg gets the quick takedown, Doug, and uh, Brumbaugh gets the escape, but uh, Brumbaugh's bleeding right now, so they've stopped the blood. They're bringing him back out. You know, Mason Brumbaugh was fifth as a junior. He's got a tough customer here. Stoltenberg has been third, first, and first. <laughs> He's, he's okay. <laughs> Extremely tough kid. Down here on Matt, uh, number five, we got Kellen Meyer of Ord against um, Posing, I believe, from Partington Cedar Catholic, I think is who that is he has down there. Meyer gets take down the first grade, take a 2-0 lead. Yeah, Hosing, Partington Cedar Catholic, senior, 43-6. and six. Meyer's trying to run that head lever. He needs to grab that far wrist so he can keep he can turn it into a hammer lock here. There's another takedown for Stoltenberg of Omaha Scott, now leading Brumbaugh by a score of 4-1. to one. pair of seniors here at 152 pounds. Amazing yeah. thing is we were done by this time last night. Yeah. And now uh, we've had maybe not necessarily a whole ton of pins uh, so no. far in the uh, championships. No, there hasn't been very many at all. Quite a few more overtime matches than yeah. pins, to be honest with you. Which is good in the sense because that means the wrestling is more competitive and it's better right. wrestling. Right. Well, let's take a look at the current team standings. In Class A, Millard South, 148. Lincoln East has 93. Omaha Central, 81.5. Grand Island is now fourth with 79.5. 
Columbus is fifth with 74 and a half, and Carney setting in seventh. Let us, uh, I think we need to update that, don't yeah, we, boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a little off the yeah. mark. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, double check that. I thought those points from uh, South were, were right, but they weren't. We're not, so it's 148 for Millard South. Lincoln East, 105.5. Omaha Central, 98.5. Kearney is fourth with 81. Grand Island is fifth with 79.5. And And Columbus is sixth with 74.5. In Class B, Hastings, 90. Gehring, 87.5. And now it's just down to those two, it would seem, although Omaha Scott could get a couple big ones here. Bennington and Scott are tied for third with 60. Northwest is fifth with 54.5. Aurora is sixth with 48. Central City is seventh, and they have 47 points. Class C, David City, 83. Valentine now in second with 72. Aquinas is third with 70. Amherst is in seventh with 49, and Ord is in tenth with 36 points, but they still have Ethan Gabriel uh, coming up. And then in Class D, Plainview, 110. Mullen is second with 77. Elkhorn Valley, 47. And you got to put those points somewhere, guys. There's a whole bunch of points between third and about 20th. Yeah. 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 And, and just so you know, with Scott, they got two with Stoltenberg and one more. They have two absolute hammers coming. There's 20, 25 points they're going to score right now. Yeah, you don't count them out of this until you don't count them out until tomorrow is over, until the final score is done, because they have a way to work their way back in. Although Hastings has a hammer coming too, and Damon Pape as well. Yes, they do. Yeah, <laughs> he's as good a wrestler as I've seen. I, I remember watching him in junior high when him and Gabriel used to tangle with each other, and he made Gabriel look like he wasn't very good wrestler. And he's a pretty good wrestler as well. So some quality kids out here. Callum Meyer has, has increased his lead to 4-0. Got a reversal in the second period, and he's now leading 4-0 going into the third period over posing from Cedar Catholic. Be nice for, for Meyer. I think this would be his first time if he gets it, if he wins this, this match, be his, his first, first medal, and been a two-time qualifier yeah. before. And his dad's a state medalist. Yep. So he'll, he'll join his dad. Got to sit by Kellen's grandpa this morning. That was kind of fun to sit and talk to him, share some old war stories from back when he was coaching at Centura, and I was back at Bertrand in those days, and Coaching against Kellen's dad. <laughs> he's been controlling. He's really controlled him well on top and, and has changed off a lot, working his uh, arm bars and his head levers. Leg throws the legs in once in a while and just does not. Ooh, be careful with that. That's a potentially dangerous there, bringing that up on top. Lucky he didn't get called for an illegal hold. As we go back over to Class B, Stoltenberg will take bottom as he leads Brumbaugh 4-2 to, to start the second period. Gets... Right in on An escape shot. and a takedown. Yeah, they give him a three-point move instead of two, seven to two. Fantastic low single. My guess is Stoltenberg will let him go. Yeah, and then keep taking him down here. Yeah, <clears throat> I think he'll look to widen this by doing that, and I'm not so sure. It is only seven to three at this point, but a major decision is very much yeah. available here uh, playing the two-for-one game for Stoltenberg. Meyer gives up the reversal now. He's at 4-2 with 55 seconds left. He can't lay on the bottom you got to come up and move out of here and not give this guy a chance to score. You can't let him get back in the match. you got to keep moving and keep your head up and keep moving. You know, I like Mason Brumball. He's in deep on a leg. Yep. He's not going to be able to get it finished, but, you know. He's, he's not giving up in that match. He's really doing a nice job. They're going to go back to the center. A minute seven left in the second. Stoltenberg does have a 7-3 to three lead, and they're on their feet. Stoltenberg's Meyer's looking and, and and Brumball has had to lower yep. his level. Because that low Meyer, single. Meyer gets reversal, takes his hosing to his back, and gets the fall. 
Wow, that's a quick turnaround in the last 10 seconds of that match. 19 seconds left to get the pin. And that's a big uh, six points for the Chanticleers as well. Give Meyer the pin in five minutes and 41 seconds. And another win for an area wrestler. Valentine gets a win down here at 160 to close that gap in the Class C team race. I think that might tie them up with David City at this point. Chase but, Olson with a 3-2 win over Jones of Louisville. That was one that I thought was maybe a finals matchup in the semifinals as well. Jones has looked extremely good in this entire tournament. Chase Olson is just a solid wrestler. So. I'm going to go to the... No, going to bleed in Class B. We'll just bleed a little bit. Now we got Connor Schutz up here from Melwood in the semifinals in 160. If he wins this, we'll have a rematch of last week's district final between Olson and Schutz as well. That's his only loss. Came to Olson. Yeah, Jackson Jones of Twin River, who's put together a nice year as well. Well, let's see if Schutz can get by Jones of Twin River and see what happens here. Earlier, his teammate Zach Dickow suffered an incredibly heartbreaking loss, one to nothing, on a stall call in the second period, and neither wrestler got off on got out on bottom. Schutz has had a great career, two-time state medalist. Oh, man. Well, he's in on nice, nice single legs and stuff. But it's almost like, like uh, Jackson Jones is setting him up for this, because he gets in on that little high flyer and twister action that comes out of it. Yeah, and they'll be well coached. Twin River had Majerus. Majerus leaves, and they immediately hired Kalen Cook, uh, who's from Windside. Tremendous yeah. wrestling yeah. Uh, family. Wrestling family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh shut goes with a throw. throw. Takes him to his back. Going to get the count? Yeah, he's getting the count. Gets the fall. Takes him to his back and gets the pin. Oh, my. 58 seconds in the match. Wow. (laughs) A lot of fireworks there in a short period. We said we hadn't seen many pins, and now we have. There you go. (laughs) Huge, huge win. Uh, Wow. The first year. Got a rematch in of a district final there, which that'll be a good rematch between those two. We'll see what Shuts has picked up from last week. And still eight three. Is that eight three or nine three? I can't see that far. Looks <laughs> like it's nine three down here in Class B semifinal. That's nine three. Brumbaugh's wrestled a great match. He's done a great job. He's going to get out nine four. He just hasn't been able to solve the low level shot right. of Stoltenberg. Stoltenberg is attacked below the knee. Uh, repeatedly, and Brumbaugh has made a good adjustment within the match. He started to wrestle more from his knees, which is the right thing to do, but uh, they've continued to score. The second period's going to run out here, so they're going to go to the third period, 9-4. to four. And we will take a look back here at history a little bit, guys. The last champion from Elwood was Matt White back in 2000. He won the Class D 103 pounds. There's only been three champs from Elwood one from Eustis, and then Steve Bales was a champ when Eustis Farnham came together. So now they're high line, but uh, Schutz and Elwood kid, he's uh, trying to be the fourth kid from Elwood to win his title. Dick Slater, a 73, Greg Sintel of 81, Matt White at 2000. Did Fast Eddie coach them all from 73 to 2000? <laughs> Big win there. Congratulations to Schutz. Yeah, and Blake Rysicki, uh, uh just got a very quick pin in Class D to go – to his second uh, state final. 
He's a solid wrestler. Riziki is really good to see him up there in our area, and he is a solid, solid wrestler, a very physical wrestler. And again, those guys are. He said, "I'd hate to play those guys in football and try to tackle some of those people." Holy cow! They didn't even get him announced, and Riziki is able to come out there and went over the 23 and two senior in Fjolner from Thayer Central, and so uh, on to the finals. Hansley Litchfield uh, moving on, and he will get Zuttervern of uh, Sandhill-Stedford, who was a 3-2 winner over Parsons of High Plains. That'll be the matchup tomorrow, and we won't be too long here until Jesse Drahota. He's on deck now in the Class C 170-pound semifinals. The way this is going down here in the first semifinal, we may get there pretty quick. Burton from Syracuse is absolutely controlling that match. Or Brant, Burton Brant is absolutely controlling that match down here. Still got blood time up there in Class B. Stoltenberg leading Brumbaugh by a score of 11-5. to 5. Now Colton Horn of Donovan Trumbull is yeah. taking on Kyle Stirrup of Cross County Osceola. And Stirrup's going to get an escape here in the second period to go up one nothing. Stirrup had a mighty fine record coming into this and got upset yesterday in the quarters and has just battled back like a madman. 54-3 and three out of Cross County Osceola. Now he's in on the takedown to take a 3-0 lead. If what we saw was accurate earlier today, Horn was really in trouble in his first match today and then came yeah. back and won it 12-5, to and then in his second match was tied and ended up getting a pin on the edge of the mat with two seconds to go and advance on here. Horn, who won a Lou Platt Conference championship, is in some trouble, though, right here with Stirrup. And Stoltenberg, they're counting them down now, moving inside the last 30 seconds. Still 11 to 5. 11 to 5. Yeah, he's kept it to kept it to regular decision. Yeah, which is surprised me that he hasn't wanted to go back to his feet. Brumbaugh there gets out, makes it 11 to 6. 26 seconds left. Brumbaugh will look to try to hit a home run here, is my guess. Well, I tell you what, he's he's always been in on shots. Brumbaugh has shot. It's not like he's backed up and 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 let Stoltenberg take care of him. He's just he's been in on shots and been working from there the entire time. Hunter Earhart of Ansley Litchfield is taking on Sean Duffy of Kennesaw, and Earhart has a 2-0 lead midway through the second period, and he's just turned Duffy and picked up some back points here for two, and it's 4 to nothing. Yep, and that's how it's going to end in Class B, 11-6. I really thought that was a solid effort by Mason Brumbaugh. I understand it's not the result that he wanted but I did think it was pretty solid and in some ways did his team a favor to not yes. allow any bonus. That's exactly right. He kept the bonus points off the off the board and helps keep Hastings out in that, that slim lead over Gehring. We go to the third period down here with Horn of Donovan Trumbull electing both up, trailing three to nothing against Stirrup of Cross County Osceola. And, of course, we know what kind of a football season that Osceola High Plains had. And now you've got them going against with Cross County, who they – played in the state football semifinals. What do you think it's like buying groceries over in that part of Nebraska? <laughs> Probably interesting conversations at the checkout line. That's You co-op with one t- town for football, and you beat that t- other town in, in it, and then here you go with a takedown and a cradle up by Stirrup. He has got Horn cradled up. I don't think he got a count the first time. He didn't, he didn't get a count on that. He's trying to, now he's trying to run the power half of the legs and take him over. Sean Duffy's able to get an escape down here. He trails Earhart 4-1, 30 seconds to go in the second. He's got his five count now on that one. He just needs to post his hand out and build up. He'd probably be able to get the pin here. Oh, Duffy was looking there. Those 
boys are looking to throw each other. Yeah, the horn does get pinned. And that will end it for Colton Horn. He gets pinned at the four-minute mark. But what a tournament it was. He was trying to get a medal here for Donovan Trumbull. We knew they had incredibly tough draws in the first round, but they came back and won a few matches today. And for uh, Stirrup, he will advance on to the medal round tomorrow. Yeah, when you come in with the draws that Donovan had, you just end up behind the eight ball. You know, you've got to win too many in a row. Yeah, it's difficult. Winning three matches in a row is difficult no matter how you work at it. It just is really hard to come back through. So let's get back down here. It looks like another two points for Hunter Earhart. Six to one at the end of the second period. So they go to the third. Duffy's going to go both up. Trailing 6-1 to one to Earhart of Ansley Litchfield in the consolation D, 170-pound match. Yeah, Doug, and the question will be, as these consolation matches are ending, because we're at 195 in some of these outside mats, will they start moving semifinals? My guess is they will. They have in the past, yeah. and that will really start to make things go quickly. I think, I think they made that announcement that to be prepared as they start to finish up some of these matches that they'll be starting to move them to the outside, because this... Class C out here has really moved along quickly in the constellations. There's been a lot of fast pins and stuff in there, and it's really moved that along. Which is fine for the folks that want to get out of here. It's been a it's been a long day already, but you don't want to get into a situation where you tie up the coach either. Yeah. No, but the other thing is, is you've worked your butt off to wrestle in the Forder Center. Why, just because you happen to be a 220 pounder, do you not yeah. get to do that? Yeah. And as we say that, Earhart's going to turn Duffy here on the outside, Matt, and he's going to get the pin in three minutes and 56 seconds. So Earhart of Ansley Litchfield on to the medal round. Don't forget, when we are done, we'll recap it all with our wrestling cap brought to you by Matt Pulaski, State Farm, and Craig Weeches, your impact seed dealer. And with that uh, final down there on the Class D Consolation match, I think we have just a moment for a break, Larry, before we go to break. I just will say that said nowhere ever by an upper weight wrestler during a conditioning session or a workout, it's all about wrestling on the first available mat on Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. We'll take a break. Be back with more from state semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You're listening to the state wrestling tournament here from Omaha. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. 
Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Pleasanton Livestock Service is your local dealer for Pearson and Daniels Livestock Equipment. Pleasanton Livestock also has a full line of Purina mineral and feed for a successful calving season. Best of luck to the Bulldog wrestlers at State. We're very proud of the season you've had. All right, we are back here, Doug Duda, along with the Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy, and, of course, Larry Baker, as we are bringing you the State High School Wrestling Semifinals and Consolations, brought to you in part by Nutrient Ag Solution, Trampy Ag, Matt Pulowski State Farm, and let's uh, recap what has happened here so far in the Drahota match for Ravenna, Larry. Yeah, Drahota come out, and, I mean, they've gotten after each other. He's wrestling Bodica out of David City, really good kid, 47-3, and three. Uh, Rahota kind of really, as he's done the whole tournament, it didn't back down at all. Uh, Bodica's taken him down, and there was a spot where uh, they kind of got in a high flyer situation where he, uh, uh, Jesse Drahota could have maybe put Bodica on his back, Bodica counters, and where we sit right now as the first period's coming to an end, uh, Dylan Bodica leads 6-0 over Jesse Drahota over Venna. Right, and you got the, the four-point near fall because of the stoppage for blood. <clears throat> he had him on his back in trouble. He got the stoppage for blood, so he had the five counts. So he got the additional point for that stoppage. And Drahota wins the toss. He's decided to defer, so Vodichka will take bottom here. And then up. in a Chase County in a rematch of last week's semifinals. I saw that nice. lateral drop that down was, there. That uh, was nice. Yeah. <laughs> then he got the pin. Yeah, North Platte. North Platte kid. gets a pin over is that Millard South kid. Yeah, yes. pin Millard South kid. Gavin Brower of North Platte knocks out the senior Ian Byington of Millard South with a pin in the second period. Well, I tell you, that, that lateral drop is nice, but you got to do it when it's there. You got to get that kid pushing into you, get that feel, and then take the toss with he sat into that nice. I mean, that's the way you teach it. That's textbook. Yeah. Sit down on that chair and pop your hips up and through. Well, Voditschka has hit a reversal here, guys, on Drahota, and now trying to secure that forearm and get a turn. He leads it 8 to nothing midway through the second period. So Voditschka trying to move on to the finals against Brandt of Syracuse. Burton Brandt of Syracuse was a winner earlier. On the other side of this bracket. Still eight to nothing and really just wrestling right here in the center of the mat. Nothing Drahota can do to get well, out, out of there. Well, and I think the thing is, and Drahota's uh, and he's coached well enough, Coach Mahler understands this is another match. Drahota's not gonna win over six minutes. But if he can hang around, you know, be there at the five minute mark. Yeah. Literally be there at the five minute mark. 
Hey, I just got a, a message just sent to us, Baker from 113 pounder, who says you're exactly right about moving to these outside mats. You didn't wrestle all year just to not wrestle in the middle from a little guy. Perfect. Right, Bobby? I'm surprised anybody agrees with Baker. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't usually. Looks like we got blood time, blood stops down here again on the inside mat with Drahota. Folks, I know you can't be with us the entire time. We're going to try and hit some of the earlier matches from today. Now that we've got a little blood time, I'll start with that, and uh, we will go to the uh, consolations, come back to the semis. In these consolations, Ian Obermiller of Grand Island won 5 to nothing. Marcus Miller of Hastings won 10 to 4. Riley Waddington of Wood River won 4 to 2. Tristan Obermiller of Adams Central won 6 to 2. Jose Escondon of Gibbon won 4 to 1. Then you had Juan Pedro of Grand Island win 10 to 1. Logan Peterson of South Loop beat Jacob Fox of Axtell 6 to 4. Then we ran into a little bit of a hiccup. Rogelio Ruiz of Grand Island lost 8 to 1. Caleb Baker of St. Paul lost 8 to 3. Ian Bailey of Lexington lost 8 to 4. Hunter Nagatani of Kearney lost by a pin in 57 seconds. Then Escondon was able to get the win for Gibbon 8 to 6. Kobe Smith of Elm Creek won at 11 to 6. Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic got hosed. Oh, wait. Uh, he got a call <laughs> overturned and got beat 2 to 1. Brady Esley of Northwest won 6-3. Gage Ferguson of Kearney won 6-2. Cameron Court of Adams Central lost 4-2. Schneider Hines of Central City lost by a pin. Lucas Savage of Grand Island lost 1-0. Austin Cooley of Northwest lost 6-2. Sam Moore of Central City beat Colby Wessels of Aurora 7-3. Kellen Meyer of Ord won by a pin in 5-41. Colton Horn of Donovan Trumbull lost by a pin in 4 minutes. And Hunter Earhart of Ansley Litchfield over Sean Duffy of Kennesaw in 3.56, and Vodichka off the neutral start here in the third period, takes down Drahota. It's now 10 nothing. Yeah, he's he's controlled this match. I, I think early on in the first period, uh, Drahota had some great shots in on him, but it looked like he's going to finish him. I, I don't and, know. And, and, and Drahota's this kind of guy. I'll be super quick with this. And there's lots of these types of stories out there, but Nick Spatansky wrestled for me. It was probably 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Get Sandy Bossler from North Bend Central in the first round. You remember Sandy Bossler? Yep. He was fourth, third, third, third. His senior year, he's third because we beat him in the first round. Said, look, be there at the five-minute mark. I don't care if it's 14 to nothing. Make sure that you have a leg band on on the five-minute mark. We'll headlock him and we'll pin him. Trahota on his back with a minute to go. And there's the pin. So Vodichka is able to get the pin. In 521 over Drahota of Ravenna. It was 13 to 0 at the five minute mark in the Devaney, and we headlocked him and pinned him. him yeah. Sometimes it's a matter of, of understanding where you are in that deal. Yeah, you've just got you just gotta keep battling. I mean it, there's I said there's no gimmies in this thing, and you gotta That's keep right. your head up and keep battling all the way through. And now we come to the come to the match we've been waiting for here, the 182-pound match with the, I mean, one of the matches of the entire night in all four classes. We got Hastings down there at 160 uh-huh. in the semis as well. Um, I mean, if they were going to do Huxley. this, if they were going to do this right, they just stop the other seven matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move this one to the center of all of them. Just let them wrestle the whole tournament there. So Isaac Hunsley from Hastings wrestling Jacob Azueras out of Garing. So again, very important match here, and yeah. uh, Isaac Hunsley's taking care of business from Hastings right now. He's up four, four to one. one. As time is running out, just 10 seconds left in the first period. Yeah, 47 and one versus 52 and 0 down here in Class C. So this is a big matchup as well. And I'll say this: I mean, these guys have both been pretty much battle-tested with quality people. And I think Duda had a really big test last week when you got three of the three of the four members of that 
a district in the semifinals here. Well, you know, he's, he had to beat a kid with 50 wins last night to get here. To get this here. is a tough weight. And on a single leg, now changes it off to a double. If he can pick it, keep it in bounds. Get I, stalemate here, I, I actually think Duda's af- more athletic yeah. than most of these guys at this weight, and I think that's probably the difference. They did a nice job of pulling that back in. Really nice job trying to get the trip. I'd pull him in a little bit further, get him back to the center I and agree. work for your trip. There you go. There's his two. He got around the legs, caught him as he's going out, but I think I'd have worked him back to the center a little bit more so he couldn't get to that edge. Right. Isaac Hunsley now riding in the second period, a minute 30 left in the second, right in the middle of the mat. Uh, Hunsley on top. It's four to one. And Azueras has worked his way to his feet. Ooh, Hunsley just about uh, was able to get some back points there. So this is, and this is a giant match again, effectively in the swing of the world. Yep. You're talking about 22 points yeah. up for grabs. Got a stall warning on Hunsley down there. And well, Duda gives up the escape to Natsua, two to one with 40 seconds left in the first period. Alex Rodriguez of Grand Island is in the consolation at A220. He's given up the escape to Hellman of Gretna, one to nothing late in the second period as they wrestle on their feet on Mount One. He trails one nothing. Yeah, and, and 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 the leg is in with Hunsley, but you know he's been warned for stalling once, and he's not doing much now. He's no. going to have to be a little bit careful. He's controlled things. Sometimes when you let somebody go, people think you're playing a takedown game. Sometimes if you're just riding somebody, it takes a lot to ride. Yeah. Sometimes you're better off just cutting them and getting back to your business on your feet. Yeah, being on your feet. The good thing about it when you're riding them here, it takes a lot out of the guy at the bottom too. That trying to come off the bottom, you're carrying a lot of weight the whole time. Just, it's just interesting to see where we're at. Dude, yep. dude has been relentless on his shots here. He's been in on shots and been in on shots, just having a tough time finishing them. And that'll be the end of the first period. Latham Duda of Broken Bow, 2-1 to one over Brady Don of Louisville. And Isaac Hensley is up on Oasis of Gehring, 4-1, to one, with 20 seconds to go in the second period. They'll start the third period. Rodriguez of Grand Island trailing a helmet of Gretna, 1 to nothing. Rodriguez will take bottom here in the third period, trying to get out to tie it. And Latham Duda takes bottom to start the second period here against Don of Louisville. Get some movement, get some separation there, get a little bit of movement. Got to put them together now. Yeah, it's going to, if with Hunsley, he's going to ride the period. Ride the period out. So Isaac Hunsley is going to take a. Four to one lead to the third period. He's going to choose down. Duda gets gets a little rollout and then gets in on the leg, but no no escape or reversal yet. I think they're waiting to see if he gets the reversal. I think if he can come out, they come out of here. It should be an escape, I would think. I don't think there's control with the Louisville wrestler at this stage. With not, Duda's trying to come up, turned into a head or cradle. The boy he's just all but got the reversal. I think get out of bounds should be. Yeah, should have the escape there on the stalemate call. So now it's three to one. Yeah, and Isaac Hunsley working for the reversal here. Did a really good job. Got straight up and out. Yep. There he's going to get the reversal. So now you're going to see a 6-1 lead. And he's got a wing locked up with it. He's going to run that, too. Yeah, he's in really good shape here. This is such a big match. Rodriguez gets a penalty point and then the escape down here. So he actually now leads 2-1 to one over Helmet as they're on their feet with a minute to go, trying to get in for a medal. Oh, and Rodriguez is going to put him to his back. back. That's going to be the match there. Rodriguez might even pit him here. Still 50 seconds to go in the match. Lost the arm. They both changed levels and shot at the same same time, time. and Rodriguez just kind of ran him over. Dude is in on a single leg again. He might might get this finish. He can catch that other leg before he gets out of bounds. But I tell you, 
Oh, not there's a two. That should be two at that stage. Weights on the he's hands. Around, weights on the hands. He's around the waist. I'm not sure Terrible why. Call. I'm not sure why that's not two. Terrible there. call. There yeah. was no wizard. I, I would be at the table asking about yes. that one because he had no wizard. He was on his hands were on, on the mat. We were around. He's around the waist and behind the hips. I don't know why that's not a takedown. Yeah. Isaac Hunsley back to that. Just 30 seconds left in the match. What uh, time down there? The Rodriguez match, seven to two. He's up. I don't mean to be critical of the officials because I, I appreciate the job that they do out there, but I'm just not sure what they were seeing that I didn't see. I realize they're a little closer to the mat than we are, but I, I, everything about that looked like a takedown. And that will bring us to the end of the second period. Lathan Duda of Broken Bow, a 3-1 lead over Knott out of Louisville. This is a big deal down here. Wood is going nuts on the Class D. They've brought par over the next match. The guys have their warm-ups on. Furious. He's arguing about the scoring, evidently, in the match. Now, Knott takes down due to take, rides him here as he gets started in this second period. We've got Jaron Potts of Amherst up over here on mat number five against, um, oh gosh, I can't think who that kid is. Isaac Hunsley is going to get the six to one victory. That really, really that, helps them. Yeah, that puts Hastings in the driver's seat at this point, I would think. Especially when you got your hammer coming yet at 170. That I think they. Is at 170. Gehring's going to score some points tomorrow morning. You know, it's 5-7 to seven you get in the consolation semis. Yep. And they've got some really good kids they got there. some good kids coming back through, yeah. Getting ready to re-wrestle over here with uh, the blood time done. Rodriguez up 7-2 to two against Hellman, who takes the shot with 30 seconds to go. But it looks like Rodriguez right is going to turn yep. it down. 9-2. He's going to be able to ride this out 20 seconds. All he's got to do is just stay out of getting rolled and keep off his back, and he should win the match. Potts of Amherst, as you mentioned, is taking on Cone of Logan View. Okay. They had a scoreless first period, and Cone will take bottom here in the second. Lathan Duda is still up 3-1. to one. He has ridden his opponent, Brady Knott, through the first 55 seconds here of period number three. They go off the mat, and they'll restart. Alex Hunt now is on the mat in the Class A 195-pound semifinal against undefeated top-ranked Tony Prey of Creighton Prep, and Prey gets an early takedown. Granby roll attempt by Knott, but is able to follow. Duda does a nice job of following the hips on that Granby action. I, I noticed that last week as well. He really does a good job of keeping the hips tight and staying tight to the rest, but still works on, on top. Yeah, this Got is it. the second time uh, Tony Prey and Alex Hunt have wrestled this year. Uh, Hunt did beat, excuse me, Prey beat Hunt 9-1 to one earlier this year, so majored him at uh, one point in the season, fairly early in the year. 3-2 now between Duda and Not. Not got the escape, gets up to his feet, gets out. One thing about it, if he continues what he did before, he won't shoot a shot. So 30 seconds to go, though, but any kind of a score gets the job done. There hasn't been a stall warning yet. Nope. Ooh, poked in the eye. Poked in the eye. Lathan Duda evidently poked not in the eye on the shove away, and we have a stoppage with 18 seconds, I believe it was, left in the match. Well, that's the second time because they had to stop it earlier for an right, eye poke. Right. I, I don't, you know, I, I guess I didn't see it, but he might have come. I think he came in and, and came into Duda's hand is what he did. It doesn't look like there's anything intentional blocking the head, but I, I guess I didn't really see where he got hit. But. Potts is riding out over here on, with his opponent from Logan View. He's got him road, just got him flat on the mat. 
And again, kind of staying on the hips. We've got 15 seconds left now in Duda's match. So you've got to be careful of a throw attempt here because it looks like that's what, what uh, Nod is trying to set up, trying to push for a throw gets to keep your toes in. Oh, just got that second foot out, kept him from getting the takedown. you got seven seconds left, so you basically can run for seven seconds. Guys, I, I think North Platte St. Pat's is headed to, to file a formal protest. Part. There's a stall, stall warning, but that's not going to do any good with one second left, and Duda gets the win. Yeah, three to two. Lathan Duda, three to two. He's on to the parade of champions for the second straight year. Last, moving down there, Alex Hunt had kind of hung around. It was 2-1 going into the parade. Gets a takedown with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Prays up on Hunt by a score of 5-1. to one. And Potts trying to score here off bottom. It's scoreless. He was able to ride out. Cone through the second period, as Coach Trampy had said there. So 0-0 zero, zero in the third, Potts on bottom. Potts is grabbing his knee. Looks like he got hurt on when they went out of bounds. He came down on that knee strange. And now we got Stoke Brand and Peterson here on the, on the inside, Matt, on mat number uh, six. Coming up here momentarily, Dalen Russell of Alma and Zutavern of Sand Hills, Thedford. That was on the D-mat where we had that uh, enormous long, delay. Long delay. But I think first it's got to be Borgman and Sewell of High Plains and Stanton. The match before that was McGill, North Platte, St. Pat's, and Mejia of Plainview. And again, Mejia was the undefeated wrestler. We, we saw the argument, but I'm not sure what it was about, Larry. It was about the scoring, the way the scoring was actually done. It had nothing to do with an official call. They were talking about how things were recorded. Right. Um, and, and I mean, Parr an, an, had to You're take, saying an inaccurate score. Right. Yes, and yeah. they took him back, I think. And now I'm sure it, those deals never work, but, I mean, he's going to try to formally get it changed. And, 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 and I just will say this. If the score was recorded inaccurately, for Christ's sakes, we've got film. Can we please fix that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the NSAA will refuse to look at anything, but but that's a struggle for me. Hunt's able to get an escape here to start the third period. They're wrestling on his feet. Alex Hunt has so far went the distance with Tony Prey of Creighton Prep. It's 5-2 to two Prey with a minute 10 to go in this A semifinal third period, and now Prey goes a slide by, gets yeah. the single, and takes him down at 7-2. to two. Potts is going to use his entire injury time down here for Amherst. As they restarted, he's on bottom, scoreless in the third period with a minute 46 to go. Peterson gets a takedown here on Stoke Brand at the edge of the mat to go up two to nothing. And again, Derry, Peterson had a slight lead last week over Stoke Brand when he ended up getting that second period pin. Yeah, Peterson is, is just pretty slick on his feet, to be honest with you. He does some funky stuff that's really hard to... Hard to find a way to coach through that stuff that he does, but that was just a nice little slide by they did. Now Potts up to his feet here, and uh, you got the leg lifted up on his uh, guy from Logan, wrestler from Logan. Now takes him back to the mat, gets the, gets the reversal. And then from the way things have gone before this, I don't see the guy from Logan View coming up off the mat. So Cone, as they go out of bounds and a restart, and boy. He can't, he can't afford to take an injury time here. He's used his injury time up already. He had one second left of injury time. Second one, Cone would get his choice. So Potts can't afford, to, he can't afford to lay on the mat, and I know it's tough to do. We've got a caution for an incorrect starting position. He's got the wrong knees down. And now it's over down there in Class A, but Alex Hunt 
went the difference here. The official actually went to raise Alex Hunt's hand. He goes, no, no, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> That's not the way you want to go down undefeated. Tony Prey, a 7-2 win over Alex Hunt, but even in defeat, what a job there by Alex Hunt. Stoke Brand gets the escape down here now with Peterson to go 2-1 in the with two seconds left in the first period, and we're going to run out of the first period here and head in second period 2-1. to one. Potts is controlling him on top. He's controlling Cone on top again with the wing, and I don't think there's been any stalling calls yet in that match, and, and Potts is off to the side, so he shouldn't really get one here because he is actually trying to run this, kind of. <laughs> with 30 seconds to go in the match, leading yep, it 2 to nothing. He's actually got it well enough if he takes some big steps. He would, he would take him over. Yes, yeah, he yeah. would turn him. He's got to commit and just take some big steps. You know, and, and the pinpoints would be big for Amherst. They're in a team. They're, they've put themselves in that top five team race, and they're really kind of chasing in there. Pinpoints would be big. Yeah, no question. Doesn't look like Potts is going to get that, though, but he is going to be able to ride it out with 10 seconds to go here. Look at this. Yeah, Stoke Brand's in a really in a good position. Leg, yeah. Now, I don't know if he started on top or if he – he must have started on top. That's yeah, a return, Matt, return. Yep, Stoke yeah. Brand on top, and now he gives up the escape. So Peterson leads it 3-1, to one, minute and a half to go in the second period, and Potts has finished it off with a 2 nothing win. Yeah, he's able to survive that match. I don't know if he's going to be able to wrestle tomorrow because he is hurting. He's, he's really struggling right now. The final score in the Rodriguez match for Grand Island, he finished it up 9-3 over Helmut of Gretna, so the 220-pounder, he is on to the medal round tomorrow. Again, we start early tomorrow, 8.30 all classes, and that's that's like uh, throwing the firecrackers out there because it moves so quick uh, with all of that. The first match, you win, then you go for third and fourth, you lose, then you wrestle for fifth and sixth, and then you come back with that round, then we take a break and get to the parade of champions tomorrow. Yeah, this is five to nothing now, yeah. Peterson over Stoke Brand. Uh, Peterson got out and then just got a takedown really pretty simply. 40 yeah. seconds left in the second period. He's, he's really taking control of the match. To yeah, be without with question. He's been in on good shots. And and, and, and again, Peterson 40-3, and three, two of those losses coming to Latham due to a broken bow, who is going to take on the winner of this match. Duda also has beaten Stoke Brand earlier this year. Stoke Brand is a quality, I mean, he's a quality wrestler, and, and Peterson has really controlled this match. He's at 5-1 with 14 seconds left in the second period. Munoz of Holdridge is now on the consolation B-195, Matt, with Diaz of York. Two pretty good wrestlers, Munoz 38-7 senior, Diaz 39-5 senior, coming out of the same conference. And we are... Peterson's going to be able to go down. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. It's Stoke Brand's choice. Peterson chose down in the second period and got the escape and takedown. Right. So Stoke Brand's going to have to come up. He's got to come up quickly. He's got to get in this match, get himself to 5-2, and then put himself in a position where he can get a takedown and hopefully some back points. Peterson is a good leg rider as well. Yeah, in that second period, uh, he really was, uh, Stoke Brand was never close to getting out. No. Diaz of York gets a late takedown in the first period to lead Munoz of Holdridge 2 to nothing. They will go to the second period. And let's see. It looks like Holdridge chooses down, and Munoz gets out in two seconds. So they're back on their feet. Munoz down 2-1. 
What do you do if you're Stoke brand, guys? I mean, you see this a lot of times, two really good wrestlers. Don't choose <laughs> down. You couldn't get out. You yeah, need something no. big. Why, why go back down to just get ridden like a dog? Yeah, what he's, what he's got to be able to do here is he's got to be able to tripod himself up and hit some type of a Granby roll or something to try to get some separation. I just know if he can with Peterson because he follows with the hips so well. Splatle him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. He's so gonna, Peterson beat him last week. He's going to spend the third period with his belly button on the mat. Yeah, he's got He needed to go on his feet and try to create some action. Yeah, yeah. he's got him face down. He's got him face down and just, just I mean, he's leg turk. He's working that leg turk high and trying to cross, cross face him across and bring him over. He's just really in complete control of the match right now with 45 seconds to go. Big move down here in Class D, guys. Dylan Soul hits a reversal with 20 seconds to go to take the 8-7 lead over 43-1 Isaiah Borgman. And they restart here with just uh, 15 seconds to go. Yeah, Borgman doesn't have much left in the gas tank. We're, yeah, we're going to get a false start here on green. Caution on green, although it looked to me like red had maybe moved first, but Souls 39 and 7. Munoz able to get a takedown here on the edge of the oh my gosh. Holdridge. Borgman gets almost gets the reversal here, but he hasn't gotten it yet. Really close. Really close to it. He just didn't come out, and now he's going to wind up getting beat. Wow. So Sewell of High Plains went to an 8-7 over Borgman of Stanton. Meanwhile, over in that consolation, Munoz has taken a 3-2 lead over Diaz of York with about 30 seconds to go in the uh, second. You know things aren't going well if you're Stoke, Bram, when they warn you for stalling and you're on bottom and down by four. Yeah. You know that you know that it's not looking good for you. And that is going to be the match. And Trevor Peterson is going to get his third crack at Latham Duda tomorrow in the 182-pound championship. The final score, 5-1 to one in favor of Peterson. Still coming up in B in a couple of matches. Ethan Gabriel of Ord later, or C, excuse me, and then Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City. In D now. Dalen Russell of Alma against 33 and 5 senior Brian Zittivern of Sand Hill Stedford. The Zittiverns, two of them here. Reese already a winner, the sophomore. And of course, we've heard their name on a football field before as well. So that's what you've got going there over in the Class B consolation match. They'll come to the end of the second period. And Munoz of Holdridge will have a 3-2 lead over Diaz of York. And we will go to the third, and it will be York's choice with Diaz Diaz taking bottom. Let's take a break. You're listening to High School Wrestling here from Omaha on Power 99. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. 
Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradi- community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. And welcome back to High School Wrestling here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Grand Island Hastings and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Starting to head into the home stretch of the 2020 State High School semifinals. And Munoz of Holdridge riding on top, maintaining a 5-4 lead over Diaz of York, trying to ride him out and bring home the championship down here in the oh, Class D. Takes him over to his back. There you go. That's going to do it. 15 seconds. Munoz might get out of here with a pin. Nope, he won't, but it's going to be three more, and he's going to win this one. Well, looks like we got a stoppage here with seven seconds. Diaz tried to to hit a – not sure what he tried to do. (laughs) It looks like he tried to hit a switch and came up over the top of the head, and and Munoz caught caught that and took him to his back. I mean, I think he felt something that wasn't there, and Munoz reacted to it well and got him to his back and put himself in position now where this match is pretty much – Pretty much done. Down in Class D, a scoreless first period between Russell of Alma and Zuddevern of Sandhill-Stedford, and Russell takes bottom, and he still hasn't gotten out of there. A minute and a half gone in the second period, and he just hasn't been able to get out of bottom. Now it's 0-0. Uh, Russell hasn't been close. Zuddevern hasn't been close yeah. to turning, but, I mean, this is the most do-nothing 0-0 at this point. I think a really good flurry uh, by Russell would get him out. Yeah. He finished fifth last year. A restart here with 27 seconds to go in the period. Michael Izell of Grand Island is on the consolation mat now in Class A. He has made a nice run to get to this point today. Munoz now gives up the escape. And that's going to be it. He's going to win it by a score of 8-5. to five. So, Emmanuel Munez is on to the medal round. Yeah, and there's a really great job by Dalen Russell, as we said. He needed to have one big explosion. He did just that, got, got, him, got, got himself out. the escape that he needed. So, we're going to go to the third period. It's going to be a takedown that will matter in this thing. Zadavern, I'm sure, will go down. He'll get out. Uh, and they weren't able to, to find a way to do so in the first period, but... Somebody will have to produce one in the third. We got Hovet up down here on mat number five. CJ Hovet, the heavyweight from Ord. Many upset last night in the quarterfinals. So he is trying to take care of Devon 
Whitley. Oh, there it is. Gets Rosalie the front quarter, takes him to his back. This might be quick. CJ's a lot of person on top of him. Whitley does not look very big. Can get this cinched up right there. I believe he's got it. There's the fall. So Hobart moves on. 25-second pin in the first period. Moves into the medal round. That'll give Ord five medalists for the state tournament this year. Five for five. Five medalists out of five qualifiers. I believe that's the most. I know that's the most medalists we've had in any given year at Ord. Wow. Yep. I thought they used to have some good coaching up there. No, not really. <laughs> well, that's but, awesome. But just for the record, the coach was a former wrestler. so <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt about it. Learn from the best. Well, that is awesome. Uh, so yeah. very rarely, if you get more than about three guys, can you bring medals home for all of them. So right. that's great to the Chanticleers. Yep. Congratulations, Coach Parents and his crew, for what they're doing this year. They've done a nice job with the kids down there. Lost a couple tough semifinal matches that they knew would be tough, and they still have Gabriel yet to come. So... Lexington's James Hernandez is on the consolation match in Class B. Yeah, Dalen Russell is doing his job riding Brian Zatterberg from Sand Hills, Thedford out. Minute about 10 left right in the center. Zatterberg has tried to hop across three or four times, and Dalen Russell's fought it off. If Zatterberg would face Russell after that, I think. Is back off that cradle. Yeah, doing a really nice job. And right here, if I'm Russell, I don't do anything else. Just sit right here. You're at 45 seconds, 40 seconds. Don't break your grip. <laughs> well, he so just got reversed. Three to two. So it's it, it's going to be four to two. two. You're going to have a two-point lead, just 30 seconds left. and No stalls on you. You got time. You, you can watch this thing finish out as long as you don't get lazy and put your head down. You keep your head up and move just enough to be busy. 20 seconds to go on the edge of the mat, right towards the top of the mat on the eye of the Pendragon. Give you a little recap here in just a moment as we've got some more matches that are coming up. Russell down to 10 seconds to go. Trying not to get turned here. He's going to hang on to it now. He's got the win. And that's it. Alma with a state finalist in Dalen Russell as he'll win it 4-2. to over Zettevern of Sandhill Stedford. Now Colby Larson of Ansley Litchfield will take on Corey Daw, 36-1 senior, kind of the number one guy for Burwell, the number one ranked wrestler, Corey Daw. And uh, maybe another chance for Russell to see Daw tomorrow in the state final. Yeah, Daw's pinned Colby Larson this year, uh, Doug, so we'll see how that matchup yeah. uh, takes place yeah, here. Yeah, well, Daw's only loss on the year was to due to earlier at the Ord Invitational, so he, he's lost to some pretty good company. Down there in the Class B consolation match, Hernandez of Lexington has an early 2-1 to one lead over 43-4 and four junior Dylan Meyer of Norris, and Meyer takes him down on the edge of the map, but they call it out of bounds, so they restart neutral in the middle, 30 seconds to go in the second period, and Hernandez still has a 2-1 lead. This would be a pretty big upset if he can hang on to this. Tell you what, I'm impressed with that match of Russell's that he had the 1-0 lead and, and really had stopped Zuderburn, but instead of staying there and being content, he was able to take him to his back, and that was wound up being the difference in the match. The three-point near fall was huge. So kudos to him to wrestling out the full match. So Russell gets the win. As we continue on here. Hunter Mayfield of Burwell, heavyweight consolation match against Fell Effer of Centennial in Class D. 
Yeah, Fallhofer. His uh, uh, Fallhofer, I think. His his ancestors did a fantastic job picking all of the letters in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> now back down there, guys in Class B. Hernandez, two-one lead, and he gets bottom here to start the third and final period against state-rated Dylan Meyer of Norris. We got Ethan Gabriel of Ord coming out here on the mat against uh, Hunter Thonen of uh, Conestoga. So this is kind of an interesting matchup for me. <laughs> got a son coaching at Conestoga and and uh, wrestler from Ord involved in here. Not that they're mine personally, but it's always kind of interesting to watch. Kind of bittersweet to watch in the process. Yeah, Dylan Meyer was fifth last year, Doug. Uh, so this is great for James Hernandez from Lex if he can yeah. keep this going. Be a big win. Still two to one. As long as he doesn't get turned, he's in good shape. Thirty seconds gone. Well, he could be in trouble here. When Dylan Meyer Matt returned, he let it go. He kept the two on one yep. and kind of buried that far shoulder. Yep. Got to get that head up. Got to get that head up and move if you're Hernandez on the bottom. So Colby Larson from Ansley Litchfield is taking the mat against Corey Daw. Like I said, they've seen each other once this year. Ended with a fall by Daw. Off the mat down here for James Hernandez. Another restart. Hernandez is on bottom, but he leads two to one with a minute Gabriel's 40 in on a body lock and takes Thonin to his back. Gets both legs locked in. Oh, he lost him off the back. Had him on his back and then lost it. But he did get the takedown to take a 2-0 lead. Yeah, still two to one down there with uh, Gonzalez from Lexington. Or Hernandez, excuse me, from Lexington. Now Hernandez gets out, makes it three to one. Meyer immediately in on a shot, and they're going to hit. They're going to call him for stalling. For stalling, and it looks like we've got a injury, ankle injury. Yeah, he rolled it over. Hernandez hurts his ankle. He gives up the stall call, so it's three to two. Back to Ethan Gabriel. Obviously, a lot of folks that are from our part of the country know the story with Ethan Gabriel. He was in the Parade of Champions as a freshman. Some thought maybe he would be a four-timer. As far as being in the finals, he was a runner-up. Of course, when you're a freshman at 195, you're uh, making the parade. That's unbelievable. And then he got upset his sophomore year. Then last year, unfortunately, got hurt on the first extra point of the state football championship game with Aurora Torres ACL and missed the entire wrestling season. Yeah, so you got you got to pull for the kid when he's coming back like this. He's really, you know, he's had some scares this year where some of the scar tissues maybe tore loose and he thought he'd injured it again. And I think you're always going to feel that way. But he's kind of opened up here the last few matches and stuff and just really got after it. I thought he had a nice, nice period there at that takedown. I thought he was going to get the fall. He got in. He just got in a little bit of a hurry. It should have stayed out maybe perpendicular instead of coming back into the legs and and uh, hanging in there. So. Thonin's going to go neutral. What's he going to do next year? He's planning on wrestling someplace. I just don't know where at yet. I, I'm not sure what his plans are. I know he, he says he would like to wrestle in college is what he would like to do. So, Evan Marara Marara of Hastings has taken the mat against Omaha Scott's Eli Jantz in the Class B 195-pound semifinal. Been moved over to mat two, they say. Yeah, I'm looking for the match, and I can't find it. Yeah, it doesn't look like that's who's coming out there no. yet. I don't know. Let the confusion begin. Yeah, they're really starting to move the matches. Back down back. there in Class B, Same it is Meyer now. His back. Gabriel's got him down on his back. He's going to get the count now. Gets a takedown to his back. Thonin chose neutral. Gets two back. 
It's three back points. James Hernandez got taken down and couldn't get off the bottom one more time, and he will fall to Meyer of Norris, 4-3. to three. So Hernandez comes up one point short of uh, pulling off the upset here. So evidently Gabriel got back points in the first period because it's nine nothing down there. I thought it was I thought it was uh, two nothing at the end of the period, but it must have been four nothing at the end of the first period. And you got to take down five, three and back points go up five nothing or go up nine nothing now at this point. In Class D, scoreless first period between Larson of Ansley Litchfield and Dov Burwell. Dov gets the escape here to start the second period. He's up one nothing. Yeah, again, this is really tightened up. Dawes not doing much. He's in on a good shot a good now. Good body lock now. He's going to take him down with a body lock. Try to take it into back points. There he's got the count. Starting to get the count now. He can circle himself toward the head. He may get the fall. He's got the leg trapped. He's gonna. I think he's going to get the pin here. Looks pretty tight to me, and there is the fall. Gets the pin in 2 minutes and 59 seconds. And we will see Corey Daw take on Dalen Russell again tomorrow for the state championship. Yeah, and he's been fifth and second, Doug, so he's going to make his second trip to the parade and have another crack at it with Corey Daw. See what else we've got going on as we head well, down the home stretch. Hunter Mayfield over here has been beaten uh, from Burwell in the consolation heavyweight match. He'll fall 4-2 to two to Centennial's Fellhofer. Okay, Gabriel chooses down to start the third period here. Let's see what he can do, see if he can come off the bottom and go to work. It's a switch right off the whistle. He's got the reversal of taking 11 to nothing lead at this point. If you're Damon Pape or one of these guys that, that, that's coming up on three, this is a killer because that three is still at 170. It's taking forever. And you've got Kenoyer, one of the best kids in the state of Nebraska right now, tied but this is an absolute time suck down there and that yep. really hurts you because you've as as the night has progressed you started to get ready and then the action stopped yep on that mat very very uh tough it's really difficult for the wrestlers now who do we have down here at 220 from hastings in the and that's constellation match yet at 220 on mat number four yeah it's blake davis okay. wrestling jacob ludwig from uh ashland greenwood okay we're zero zero after one yeah, they're starting to fly them around now pretty well. Looks like we got a stall call down here now because it's 12 nothing Gabriel. Must have got the stall call on Thonin down here as well. I'll tell you, he's been tearing his way through this 195-pound weight class, and I don't know what tomorrow will bring with Escamilia. That'll be a good finals matchup, provided he's able to hang on here for the last minute, 47, the last 46 seconds. Tell you what, that's been a fast match. They've wrestled in the middle of the mat almost the entire time. Blake Davis of Hastings, one of the few wrestlers that the Tigers have in the consolation match. He's in a scramble here with Ludwig of, Ans- of Ashland Greenwood, and he's able to get the takedown after Ludwig got the escape, so it's 2-1, to one, a minute 15 to go in the second period. Ludwig comes to his feet. Will they award him the escape, or will they say they were out of bounds? It looks like they're going to say that they were... They're not sure. Now they're going to go to yeah. the table. Another... <laughs> Of Ord, he'll be in the Parade of Champions for the second time in his career. So a good one there for the Chanticleers. He'll take on Escamilla of David City tomorrow. 
who is actually 33 and 11. So he upset, if you want to, the better record, 21 and three Ames of Lutheran High Northeast by a score of six to three in the semifinal. Before that, I think think kind of a mild upset. <laughs> I I do think that'll put Ord in the top five at least at this point. at this point it probably will. Tomorrow morning will be huge depending upon how Cluthy and uh, Rouse come back and if if. Uh, Meyer and Hobbit can continue on. They've had, you know, Meyer won three three straight matches today to get himself in for a medal, and Hobbit came back and won two matches after a really disappointing quarterfinal loss yesterday for him. But well, yeah, I mean that first round is worth five to seven. So you can score a ton of points there. A lot of points scored tomorrow morning, and that's where you'll see. I, I think that's where, if I remember right, Northwest last year made up their ground on Omaha. Scott was in that. Uh, uh, in that wrestle background in the morning, they were able to get themselves clawed back into it and give themselves a chance. So, Hope you're enjoying our coverage of the 2020 Nebraska State High School Wrestling Tournament brought to you by Craig Weeches, your impact seed dealer, Matt Pulaski State Farm, Town & Country Bank, and Florang Chiropractic. We've got a battle going down there in a consolation, Matt, in Class B, where Davis of Hastings and Ludwig of Ashland Greenwood are headed to the end of the second period, and they're going to be all tied up at two apiece. We've got some more state semifinal action coming your way after this timeout. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Smiling Faces Academy, with three locations in Kearney, would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-765. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. With our producer engineer Nick Grimes, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Derry Trampy, Hastings has a couple of wrestlers as Damon Pape taking the mat now in the class B-182 final against Brecken Papanow of Aurora. And then you've got Davis over here. He's going to win his consolation match. He's up 9-2, to two, 6 seconds to go. But, guys, boy, Pape's in on a shot already. Yep. Yeah, Pape hits a twister, Doug. Took him to his back. This could be quick. And, boy, 32 seconds, it's all over. 
Damon Pape, career win number 201, guys. He didn't waste any time. And, of course, knowing Papanow of Aurora, a younger wrestler, he just went in and, and put his power on him. Yeah, it's just, it, you know, Pape is just that good of a wrestler. I mean, he's he's head and shoulders, I think, above the field at, at 182 in Class B. And he just really came out, took care of business, got it done, got himself off the mat and says, I'm ready for the parade tomorrow. That's nuts. 201 victories. Unbelievable. <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> there was a minute seven to go over there in the Davis match. So now Davis is going to take Ludwig to his back. He might actually he get might a pin and more points here for the Tigers. Yeah, bonus points Two bonus, huge. yeah. Two bonus would be big. Hastings going to win a state championship, yeah. I think, boys. I, I would say that they're pretty safe at this stage. They have wrestled well enough tonight. Although he's got to get his head up here so he doesn't give <laughs> He does get reversed. He doesn't get the pin. He does get reversed. He'll hold on for the major decision. I was, just, I was trying to squint Yeah, it's 14 see. to 5. Yeah. He's going to hold on for a major decision. He's going to give up the stall warning here. But even still, 14 to 5, that's a nine-point lead. He's going to hold on, get the win, major decision. And the coaches from Hastings are going crazy. Yeah, that's great. Nebraska Christians, Carl Munt in the D195 semifinal, up two to nothing after the first period here over Haverluck of Meridian. Aaron Javidian of Aurora is deep in his consolation match over at uh, Matt One Guy, big boy heavyweight. They've each got an escape. It's 1-1 with 15 seconds to go, but oh no, Ralston's in on a shot. Oh, he's able to. Javidian's able to fight it off. He's 42 and six. Hernandez from Ralston, 38 and eight. And this baby is going to overtime, heavyweight Class B. Ooh. What matter are you on right now, Doug Duda? Matt one. Thank Down you. Matt one. Yeah. Class, class B heavyweights. B. I'm looking at the Ross Matt. Yeah, we got a Class B. <laughs> got a Class B semifinal down here at 195 on Matt two. So it's all Class B now on the on the uh, east side or whatever side that is. I don't know my directions in here. The far side. We are still. Got a few matches to bring you. Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City against Shram of Aquinas. Levi Kerner of Arapahoe against Keen Martin of Overton. Grady Grease still to come from Northwest against Rodriguez of York. Obviously, conference opponents that know a lot about each other. But, yeah, most of the matches are still to go here. They're trying to spread them out to Class B. That has taken the longest, but we're still holding some of the uh, C and Ds where they're supposed to be. Munt, Munt down here to gets two near fall to go up or gets three near fall to go up five to one. He's a, a really quality wrestler as well from Nebraska Christian. I think we're all done with A, right, boys? Yeah, looks like A is done. Yeah. Don't forget, we will be bringing you our post-game report brought to you by Matt Pulaski State Farm and Craig Weeches, your Impact C dealer. If you missed any of it, we're going to give you a quick recap. We're going to take a look at all the kids from our area. We're going to have a chance to. Uh, Break down the team race as well. Millard South right now with 178 points, folks. Carney is setting in sixth, and Grand Island is fifth. Carney went one and four in the semifinals tonight, and that's not a surprise. Uh, you kind of can see that one and four, two and three, three and two. It could have been anything. I mean, they lost three close ones, uh, and Alex Hunt actually wrestled well against the undefeated Creighton Prep kid. Yeah, and David City's pulled away at the C. It's going to be tough now. Yeah. I know there's points there tomorrow, but that's going to be tough. There's not enough points to catch them where they're at right now. They've opened that up. And there's Carl Munn of Nebraska Christian. He's going to head to the championship. The top-ranked wrestler in D uh, is going to move on with a pin in three minutes and 40 seconds. So Munt moves on. 
See what else we've got out there on the mats right now as we're heading down the home stretch of the 2020 semifinals. Should have a couple more maybe consolations, but here come the Jacob big boy. Draw, Jacob, Jacob Drobik's taking the mat here now on mat number five, number six, excuse me, mat number six. Yeah, that's coming. We don't have too many left after Jacob. No, no, we're getting close to the end now. That Greece from Northwest and then the uh, Kerner, Arapaho, and Keen Martin, the defending champion, D heavyweight from Overton. And Jarabic taking on Owen Schramm of Aquinas. And again, Aquinas knows how to wrestle, boys, and I'm guessing he's been scouted well. Yeah. Well, and again, as, as I've talked to you, Doug, or we've talked about many times, it's a matter of making Jarabic wrestle. You know, the wrestling's not amazing. He's just so big. Uh, you can't go under him. You have to be very, very careful. But you just need to drag him into the deep water. Yeah, he's just he's just so tall. You just, you've got to get his hips together. He's got a good wide base. His hips, you've got to get those feet together, get him off his base and get his hips under. Once he gets there, it's tough for him to come out. You know, what you try to do with him is you try to get to that point. But he is... He's a big, he's a big hoss. <laughs> There's not a lot of points in a Jarabic match because once he takes you down, he usually sticks you, and very rarely has he been on the wrong side. And again, Marcus Cave is in Class D. That's the only guy to beat him the last two years. This is where the disappointment happened last year. Jarabic was number one, and Cave beat him in the semifinals. Well, and Cave beat him this year. That's his yeah. only loss. Yep. That's his only losses the last two years to Marcus Cave. And we're just hand fighting right here. Looking for an underhook, maybe a Shram. Going to be tough to toss him. Yeah, Try I, to open it up. Maybe look for a shot low. Go for something low. What are you thinking, Coach? Just get a snatch, single leg, and pick up a leg and try to drive across it, you know. Because if you're Shram and you go under Jarabic, it will be over yeah. 20 seconds from yeah. there. Yeah, that's why that's why Jarabic's want, wants to, like he did there. Got the head down, got yeah. behind him, and a little and spin behind. in trouble. And now here's where he goes to work on top because he is tough up here. So Jarabic with the takedown, 12 seconds to go. They'll get to the second period here. There won't be enough time left. So Jarabic will have a 2 nothing lead over Shram of Aquinas. I'll tell you what, incredibly he, long. Yeah. And he was working that cradle in there really nicely. He's working himself to that cradle. So but that was a nice snap down and then just a little spin behind to get to where he needed to be. So don't forget our wrap up show coming up. So a lot of sports going here. Down on Matt Seven. Yeah, he's got there's a, Marcus got a Cave. Win. Got a wing locked up here, Jarabic does. If he can get him turned, he'd let go of it to go to back to a cradle again. So, Marcus Cave of Weeping Water just got a pin in 50 seconds over Pick. Uh, oh boy, Pick Hinky <laughs> of Howells, Howells Dodge. So he's headed back to state, and now will it be a rematch with Keen Martin? Because uh, Keen Martin and Levi Kerner still waiting for them. To pop up here, boys. I know. I was just looking around for them, Doug. They're the last one on the list. I don't know. According to this, they should have wrestled before Marcus Cave. I don't understand why you would move that match and then have this happen. Have it, have well, we could have missed it. No, they're still up on the board. Yeah, they're still up on the board. They're the last one on the board here on track. So Because Martin has pinned Kerner twice this year. So getting back down to uh, what's going on, a stall warning here has been issued against Shram of Aquinas as Jarabic has ridden him out here through the first minute of this period. 
And he is really, I think Jarabic just needs to be a little patient with his pinning combinations. Yes. He's had some good pinning combinations and let him go to try to change to something else. You don't have to pin him as fast as you can. You just got to pin him and, and, and just stay on that as well. So. And guys, Shram chose bottom. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, you don't want to go underneath of this guy. So even though there's not a lot of wrestling going on right now, the crowd seems to be getting louder and louder and louder. Got a heck of a battle down there between Langan of McCook and Fermanek of Fairbury in the semifinals. Roll through, reversal, 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 and it's going to be Fairbury to beat Langan of McCook 6-5. Jarabic has not been able to turn Shram, and then Jarabic gets choice. Does Jarabic take top, guys, or does he go both up? Or will he take I, bottom and, and I, get the point? If I were him, I would. If I were him, I would take top. He's got the stall call yeah, again here. Yeah. I'd take top, and I just yeah yeah. It looks like Craig's telling him to take top again as well. Here's the so. one thing I would say about that stall call. I agree, but you know it does in the rule book. It does talk about being overpowered, right? And and that is what's happening yeah. there. Yeah. Is you know I don't know if that's stalling as much as it is just flat being he's overpowered. Being overpowered, but he's. Just he's keeping the head down on the mat and bringing, yeah, making no not, attempt yeah, to come the up. The feet aren't even. Moving. Yeah, the feet aren't moving or anything, so it's pretty hard to, pretty hard to argue with the call in the process. He is getting overpowered. I mean, Jarabic is just a, a man child down there. I mean, he is. He's every bit of a man. And as I said last week, he's still one of the nicest guys you'll ever talk to. He just he's like a gentle giant when you talk to him. So he's got his hammerlock locked up now. If he can come around, and tie it up here. Now there's the first time I've seen Shram actually come up off the bottom. To try to yeah. come up once he had that hammerlock was coming around out front with it, he was starting to come up off the bottom so he couldn't get caught up in that. But I don't know. The Shram has worked a lot harder in this period than he did in the last period. But here we go. Got a cross face that we're driving right across. See, and that's what I'm saying. I would just attack that far shoulder yep. and just take my get time both, with get it. Get both hands on it. Yeah. Stay. Here we go. Here we go. We're yeah. walking around now. Just go slow. Walking our walking that barbed wire around. He's gonna now he's got him down his back. Good night. He should be able to finish him off here. Looks yeah. like he's got it pretty tight, and there's a fall. So he's going to move on to the finals and get a chance to walk in the Parade of Champions again this year. Yeah, with second as a sophomore. Of course, didn't wasn't able to wrestle down here because of Lane Harubi as a freshman. Right, right. Couldn't make the team. And then uh, was second as a sophomore, third as a junior, junior. and, and now, now back in the finals, and he'll leave a state champ, I would think. a chance to win it. Now, is, this a, is this a Scott Hastings matchup down here at 195? So Jarabic official time on the pin, five minutes. That's the longest I've ever seen him wrestle. Yeah, it is. But he gets the win here. Yeah, Evan Marara of Hastings is wrestling Eli Jansen from Omaha Scut in the 195-pound semi. That was the one that they posted earlier. Now Grady Grease is on the mat, and he's got the takedown over Rodriguez of York. And, done. and it's over. It's over already. Levi Kerner has a 2-0 lead over Kine Martin. He has taken him down and ridden him the entire period. So Grady Grease has been a machine, by the way. All of his losses, if you look at that, were out of state, Larry. Yeah. Yes. So he's 46-4 and four as he moves on. And, of course, everybody's going to want to know who he's wrestling. We've had it so messed up that sometimes their opponents haven't gone yet. Now Keane Martin, as you said, is out there. Against Levi Kerner. It's four to zero, Doug Kerner from Arapahoe leading over Kine Martin. And Kine Martin, of course, was the state champion last year, and he's pinned Kerner twice this year. As a heavyweight, I can tell you right now, one of the things you have to do 
is a four-point lead in some in, in in a lot of heavyweight matches could be as much as ten. Yeah. What you cannot do is get in a roll around fat guy roly poly deal and end up on your back. Like wrestle if if Kerner wrestles smart here. Yeah, just gotta, I mean, he's in great shape. Got to stay back on those hips, not get high, not get up over the top of the shoulders or anything. Jansen's got a takedown down there in, in the 195-pound semi. Uh, Jansen from Scott gets a takedown over Mora and, and then Morora. I'm saying that terribly sorry. They need to get these idiots get, off the mat that are wrestling on mat yep. six. And they get Yeah, those are the mat boys that are supposed to be helping clean the mats, so they don't need to be mat wrestling down there. We've got other wrestling going on. We've got a 3-1, 3-0 match over there on mat number two in the 195 semis in Class B. And, of course, they took both up to start the uh, makes it 3 nothing, and then there's a takedown, take and Marrera's on his back, boys, and he's and pinned. He Evan Marrera, the senior, 25-5, and five, is pinned by Eli Jansen in 2 minutes and 36 seconds. So we got our last matchup down here on, on mat number 8, finishing and, that one out, and it's 4 nothing, right? And that'll be Eli Jansen from Scott's third trip to the finals. He's been first and second in previous years. So he's obviously got the... Outstanding pedigree, and uh, we are down to our final match, as Martin, you said. Martin gets the reversal to make it 4-2. to two. Keen was the first state wrestling champion from Overton. Kind of a surprise last year, but the way it worked out, he found a way to beat Cave yep. at the very end. Now, Kerner, 37-3, and three, as uh, Larry said, has already lost to Martin twice this year, two of his three losses. Yeah, and, and, and here, if you're Kerner, get out. Yep. Make it five, five to two, two. Go back down in the third period. Get out, and you're six. I mean, your four-point lead really is about your effort right now, right. having it restored in the third period. Yeah, you're not. You don't want to try to win this match four to two. That's no. the last thing you want to do. You want to keep moving. You want to keep things happening because now he's got a cradle locked up. Martin has a cradle locked up on him, taking him to his back. Oh, gee, he may crickets. get the fall here. That's pretty tight. Eight seconds. He's got to try and fight it off Kerner, but Martin is attack trying to get the pin. Kerner yep. needs to attack his hands. And Look. he's going to survive. He's going to survive, but it's going to be 5-4. Keen Martin. Yep. Kerner gets his choice, tries to get the escape, but he couldn't get it here. He'll go down. I'm guessing they'll take neutral. Well, it's Overton's oh, choice, Overton's boys. Choice. He took both up. Okay, so evidently... Uh, Kerner took, took top. top. Yeah, took top in the second period. If I gave up yes, four points did. in the first period, I think I'd take bottom again. Right. <laughs> if, I had, if I had given up four in the first period on a takedown and back points, I, no, he's in on a leg, though. He's in on a single leg. Now he's going to drive. Yeah, he may he's drive across. He's going to crush it. him and finish it. Keen Martin going to get the takedown, and he's now up. 7-4 to four after being down 4 nothing in that first period. Still a lot of time to go here. Minute 40. But uh, Levi Kerner of Arapaho has got to find a way to get back to his feet. Final match of the 2020 semifinals. Yeah, 7-1 to one now. And this is where Kine Martin is really smart, Doug. Yeah. Where, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll just blast him with that power half, not get in a hurry, use his hips and his weight. They'll suck a minute out of here pretty quick with a three-point lead. Going to be just under four hours for our semifinals this year, which is about average. Kerner trying to get a base. Martin picks the near leg. Ooh, almost took him to his back on a roll through. He's got him back flat on the mat. 
Belly on a mat, 50 seconds to go. Martin of Overton, the defending champion, 31-1, and and that only loss came to Jerobic in the finals of the Amherst invite. Pinned him, just like he'd done the previous year. And yeah. now Martin's just putting the legs just, in, guys, yeah. and just laying on him. Yeah, that's what's, I mean, he's super smart here in the way that, I mean, he understands how to... That's a timber. Yeah, here you go. You got to get off to the side now and take him back. Don't bring, don't, oh my goodness. With 13 and seconds left, over. what is the point? But he did it. He's, he got away with it and he shouldn't have. <laughs> he should have to pay for those things. Almost got himself on his back. He's going to get a three point near fall. And Keen Martin, your defending champion, wins the semifinal. Cave's been beaten three times this year. Yeah. It's hard to believe. It really is. It's hard to believe he's lost some matches this year. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. Well, We've got it all done, and before we head into the post game, uh, we're going to let Derry get on out of here because I know his ride's waiting for him. Yeah, but my, my ride's waiting for me. I, hey, before I leave, I have to give a shout-out to my nephew back home, Carson from Amherst. He said he wanted me to give him a shout-out on the air. So, Carson, there's your shout-out. I hope you're still listening. <laughs> what would you, you think from uh, viewing it up here at Level 6, Coach? Well, actually, I think I probably had a little lower seat than where my seats are already. They seem to be a little bit high up over there on Section 220, and we're about up at the top of it. But it's it's a different view from up here. I, I got to tell you, it's a it's a lot more interesting to see it from up here because down on the mat, everything is so close. You actually probably have a little bit better view up here. It's just hard to tell what's happening up here. Well, Coach, I appreciate it. We'll let you get out of here. Larry Bacon and I will be back with the Power 99 Wrestling Recap brought to you by Matt Pulaski State Farm and Craig Weech is your impact seed dealer right after this timeout. All right. Thanks, Doug. Brian Trampy, your channel seed dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer, seedsmanship at work. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Brought to you by Trampy Egg, Hellman, Maine, Costler Cottles, CPA, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Matt Palowski, State Farm Agent, Kappa Grains, Florang Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solutions, and Town and Country Bank. Tonight from the CHI Health Center in Omaha, it's the Power 99 Wrestling Recap Show. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by Matt Pulaski State Farm and Craig Reaches, your impact seed dealer. Now Frank's in on a good shot on a single leg. Working his way up here. Rouse trying to fight it off the Wizard. He's got the hips broke down. Frank gets the takedown. Takes a 2-0 lead. So Quentin Frank with the big, big pickup here. If you missed any of today's action from the state meet in Omaha, stay tuned because a full recap is on the way. Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues next on the Power 99 Wrestling Recap Show. Brought to you by Matt Pulaski of State Farm and Craig Weeches, your impact seed dealer. We'll join Power 99 Sports Director Duda right after this word from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. 
Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. And good evening once again, everyone. Uh, Doug Duda, Larry Baker here from the CHI Health Center in Omaha with our Power 99 Wrestling Wrap-Up brought to you by Craig Weech is your Impact C dealer and Matt Pulaski of uh, State Farm. Won't have a uh, coach's interviews tonight. We're just going to recap uh, what went on here today. But, Larry Baker, let me start there with you. If we were interviewing coaches tonight, give me the four or five schools that you would want to talk to and what you would find out about. Obviously, Grand Island, Hastings, Kearney all had different nights tonight. You might throw a couple others in there. But uh, what would you be uh, wanting to talk about to tonight, which we will talk about? Uh, I think, you know, when you talk about Hastings finished, like, I mean, I think it would be very interesting to hear from them in that uh, they finished. Grand Island Northwest, you know, they start the night with a giant uh, letdown and then poof, uh, they were able to blow up and go kind of through the night. I thought that was um, uh, really, really good. You know, when we look at Class C Ord, Johnny Ferentz, I think, you know, just looking at... They had a great night. They've had a tremendous tournament, um, uh, five medals. Uh, I think that was really, really good. And then if I were to look at Class D, uh, as I do, uh, Ansley Litchfield sitting in sixth place, 46 points. It would be interesting to see kind of what their thoughts were coming into the tournament um, uh, as we go. You know, when you looked at tonight, uh, Doug, as a whole, it very much was – a kind of um, kind of the way the whole tournament has gone. Nothing giant uh, happened. Nothing horrible happened. Uh, uh, you had some upsets. Nothing really earth moving. I wouldn't say, uh, but it was really good. No major. Well, maybe one big kind of controversy happened in a Class D uh, match, but th- things were really good. When you look at Class A, Grand Island and Carney are fifth and sixth. You know, so right there, the only two schools we have there. When you look at B, Hastings is in first. Grand Island Northwest is in fifth. You know, Aurora's in ninth. Central City 11, Lexington 12. So, and to round out the top 15, Adams Central. So, our area has wrestled really, really well. Or the Ord Chanticleer is sitting in fourth right now. I mean, just fantastic. Um, uh, Amherst in ninth. So we have those in the top ten. Class D, uh, we don't have a ton of D. As I said, Ansley in sixth. They're till right now. Nebraska Christian, that's Central City. They're in eighth. Uh, Twin Loop, tenth. Uh, Palmer, 14th. So um, Central Nebraska always brings the thunder to this thing uh, without question. But it's it was really good uh, from that perspective. I did appreciate that the – place was completely packed when we talk about how the night went i've got some questions i saw some text messages and some things going around that they had oversold the place tonight and they were moving coaches and athletes i hope that is not true if if that happened that's wrong well uh we're here on our post game show and uh, again yeah so many good things to talk about uh, there will always be a couple that didn't please everybody out there but boy uh, hard to believe that they would have oversold the place tonight because 
Yeah, he gets full, but not every chair seems to have somebody in that chair. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that that shows you that, hey, selling out the CHI Health Center for the state semifinals. It's a big deal, yeah. And and I will say, when I looked around, I mean, it was – I mean, there I didn't see any holes or any openings, but I did see some text messages come across that said they were moving coaches and athletes. I'm sure some clarification will maybe clear that up, but I was – uh, I did see that tonight. Well, uh, some great wrestling here tonight. We're looking forward to all of it. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm figuring up a couple more of the results here. Larry, why don't you go ahead and just break down the team results class by class, top five area teams in the top yeah, 20, if you will. Um, when you look at it right now in Class A, Millard South, 178. They did exactly what everybody thought they would do. They ran and hid Lincoln East in second with 116. Columbus in third at 109. Omaha Central in fourth, 102.5. Grand Island 89.5 in fifth. Sixth place would be Carney with 81. Uh, North Platte is in ninth with 59. Uh, so that's really how Class A breaks down. When you look at Class B, Hastings, as I said, just did a great job tonight uh, rolling through. 119 points is the lead. Gehring is in second with 87.5. And that lead really boils down to um, Northwest taking care of a couple Gehring wrestlers. Um, bottom line, the difference is, you know, you're talking there's probably 25 points swing there take away from Hastings. Add to Gehring. Gehring would be in the lead. Bennington is in third with 84, tied with Omaha Scut with 84. This will be the first time, I believe, since the rain began that Omaha Scut will lose, uh, shouldn't say lose, not win the Class B state championship in consecutive years since they started the run. We know Central City had beaten them. Grand Island Northwest had beaten them. You know, we'd seen them beaten here or there, but never in consecutive years. Uh, Grand Island Northwest is in fifth place, 67 and a half. Uh, York is in eighth with 49. Aurora tied with Ralston for ninth uh, with 48 points. Central City is in 11th with 47. Lexington in 12th with 40 points. Adams Central in 15th with 35 so all of the area schools um, right around us are right there. If we look at Class C, it was a real battle between three teams tonight. Uh, at one point separated by only a half a point. David City now leads with 118 points. Valentine in second with 83. I do believe it's insurmountable. Aquinas Catholic has 70 in third. And the Ord Chanticleers 60.5 in fourth place, and they're going to score points tomorrow, Doug. A top three finish by them, not maybe out of the question. Uh, Raymond Central rounds out the top five with 60 points. Broken Bow in eighth with 54.5. Amherst in ninth with 53. And then as we uh, kind of round out the top 20, Arcadia Loop City in 19th with 27. Sutton in 23rd with 23 points. Moving to Class D, again, much like Class A, it got a little closer at one point tonight, but Plainview came. They brought all their hammers in, and they hit the center of the nail on virtually all of them, 121 points. Some people probably thought they may have a few more, but Mullen had a great night there in second, 88 points. So there again, I think that uh, probably insurmountable. Neely Oakdale in third with 56 points. Howells Dodge in fourth with 50 points. Elkhorn Valley uh, in fifth place, rounding up the top five with 47. As we said, Ansley Litchfield and Burwell tied for sixth place with 46. Um, Twin Loop in tenth with 41. 
And Palmer in 14th with 38. Sandhill Stedford, 14th with 38. Um, and then as we go, Alma in 21st place with 26. So uh, uh, really solid team scores. Team races, I, I, I really think for the most part are over. There still will be trophies wrestled for tomorrow, just not championship trophies. All right, there's a little look at the team races. We're going to break down the individual races and then let you know who's going to be wrestling for medals for each one of the schools. And uh, we will do that as the Power 99 Wrestling Recap, brought to you by Matt Pulaski, State Farm, and Craig Weeches, your Impact Seed Dealer, continues after this. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here on Power 99 uh, with our wrestling recap. Let's go ahead and take a look at what happened today in uh, Class A for Kearney and Grand Island. For uh, Kearney High, Perry Swarm uh, was eliminated in the uh, second round wrestlebacks. Archer Heelan fell in the semifinals tonight, 3-1 to one in overtime, 100 Nagatani lost tonight in the wrestlebacks in 57 seconds. Riley Steele lost in the semifinals, 4-3. to three. Braden Smith. Fifth, lost in the semifinals 5-3. to three. Gage Ferguson was a winner by a score of 6-2. to two. He'll wrestle for medals tomorrow. Oh, Gage McBride, the lone Carney Bearcat that will be in the Parade of Champions tomorrow. He did it with an amazing comeback. He was down 3 to nothing with about 40, 30 seconds maybe to go on the match. He got it to overtime and even had a quick overtime takedown, Larry, to win it by a score of 5-3. to three. Yes. Sorry, you caught me looking at a bracket, Doug. So Gage McBride, the only Carney Bearcat uh, that was able to get things done. Tate Kuchera eliminated in the uh, second round of wrestlebacks, as was Josh 
Pearson earlier today. Alex Hunt, he's wrestled really well, and he took number one wrestler today in Class A from a Creighton Prep in a Tony Prey, and he went the whole distance. He got beat 7-2. to two. Uh, Dario Rodriguez and Pete Kreitzer were eliminated earlier today in Class A. You know, when we talk about Carney, and it, tonight lost a lot of close matches, and it's like, oh, you got to pull them out. You know, they weren't favored in any of those. They wrestled pretty well tonight, Doug. So it would be interesting, You to, going back to the first question that you asked, what would Ty think of this? Like, because I thought they wrestled pretty well tonight. Now, they always are going to feel like they should win all those. I understand. But legitimately favored in very few. Yeah, they won the overtime, and then you chalk up with Alex Hunt. But it was the other three. You lose one in overtime. You lose four to three. You lose five to three, and you know one move, and you stack up another thirty points up there, or twenty-five, whatever you want to. I guess it would be thirty, thirty-three. Even if you just get two of them, you got a chance at second place. Yeah, you no longer have no that question. chance. Uh, for Grand Island uh, today, a pretty good day. Ian Obermiller uh, won a couple of matches today. One tonight, five to nothing. Juan Pedro won a couple of matches. Today, including 10 to 1 tonight, Roglio Ruiz was defeated tonight, 8 to 1. He's been eliminated. Blake Cushing will be in the Parade of Champions, winning 12 to 1. Kale Kingery eliminated earlier today. Brody Ahrens lost in the semifinals, 13 to 3. Tyler Salpas lost in the semifinals, 14 to 2. Colby Lubitz Savage won two matches today, but got squeezed tonight, 1 to nothing. So he'll be just short. Isaiah Darris, who had a sub 500 record, was beaten out earlier today. Alex Rodriguez lost his first match yesterday, won Three matches today, nine to three, and so did Michael Ozell. He lost yesterday in 33 seconds, and he won three matches today, including a pin tonight in 203. That's big points. That's one of the reasons Grand Island is in the top five, those two big guys at the end. Yeah, and, and they just didn't lose any matches today, really, when you think about it. They had a lot of matches to wrestle today uh, before we got to tonight, and they just kind of kept chugging along. We will take a look at Class B right after this on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Since our bank was founded in 1905, we have been the community bank that's part of your community. Whether it's Friday night at the football game or volunteering at the local celebration, at Town & Country Bank, building relationships is what matters. That's why we gladly support the towns in which we live and work. This is Heather at Town & Country Bank, and I invite you to stop in today and let us show you how banking should be. Town & Country Bank, relationships you can bank on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki and Polaris, full service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Moving on here on the Power 99 Wrestling Recap, brought to you by Craig Weegis, your Impact Seed dealer, and Matt Pulaski of State Farm to our many fine sponsors. Thank you. 
so much for Hastings today. I don't know that they ever had one round that was just amazing. Uh, they've just had 13 kids, and they still have eight of them they are going to medal, Larry. Yeah, no, Hastings has had that one round or so in the last three or four years. It's hurt them. We've talked a lot about it. They just have plugged along here. They've won tough matches. They haven't lost matches they should have won, really, Doug. And, again, Coach might think, uh, uh, well, we'll get them all, but legitimately – they haven't lost matches that they sh- that they should have won. That's why they're they're where they are. Marcus Miller won two matches today, including ten to four tonight. Hunter Anderson and Dalton Hansen went zero and two. Landon Widener lost in the semifinals nine to three. Bryce Brown's in the Parade of Champions. He won twelve to one. Austin Yoey and Jet Samuelson were knocked out this afternoon. Mason Brumbaugh facing number one lost eleven to six. Isaac Hunsley is in the Parade of Champions. He wins 6-1. to one. How about this? Damon Pape wins in 32 seconds, his 201st victory. Evan Marara wins in 236. Blake Davis wins 14-5. Maybe that was their good round today, Larry. The Hastings Tigers have five state finalists. Yeah, I mean, they, they just went through and blasted everybody they needed to. And, and, and that was the difference because if they lose two of those to Gehring, that's 22 points. That's 22 points. It's a 44-point swing. Yeah. Like, I'm just telling you, like, from where they are to where Gehring is. Josh Cahillas was eliminated earlier today. Elsewhere in Class B for Adams Central, uh, they had a decent day. Tristan Obermiller uh, won a couple of matches, including 6-2 to two tonight. Braden Court is in the finals. He won 7-5. to five. Cameron Court got beat 4-2, to two, so he and Jackson Johnson are out for Grand Island Northwest. Caleb... Alcorta went 0-2. Grady Aarons lost in the semifinals 8-4 after being up 4-1. 4 nothing in the match. Brady Isley, he lost his first match yesterday. He's come all the way back, won three times today, including 6-3 tonight. Colin Quant is in the finals after a 10-3 victory. Austin Cooley comes up one match short of a medal. He lost 6-2. Victor Isel lost earlier today, and Grady Grease has had three first-period pins, including 1-17 tonight to advance on to the Parade of Champions to try to defend. Yeah, Garrett Grady Grease isn't screwing around. He got beat in the state finals two years ago and said, you know what, no, it ain't happening again. Showed up last year, whipped the guy that beat him in the finals two years ago and just hasn't looked back in Nebraska. Caden Swoboda of Aurora, as we look at the Huskies, he got out there today and uh, he took care of business in the first match we had, 5-3 to three in overtime over Oreda of Omaha Scut, which immediately kind of helped Hastings get Scut on the wrong side of things. Jeremy Oswald was out this afternoon. Trevor Cluck suffers his first defeat this, after, or this evening in the semifinals, 9-4. to four. Colby Wessels eliminated tonight, 7-3. to three. Mac Owens was knocked out this afternoon. Breaking Papano was on the wrong side of that Damon Pape pin in the semifinals, so he falls in 32. He'll be back tomorrow. Cole Fiala was knocked out this afternoon, and Aaron Javidian loses in a sudden victory tonight at heavyweight by a score of 3-1, to one. so Aurora didn't have the night that they were hoping for. For Central City, Drew Garfield loses in the semifinals 9-1. to one. Cole Coons was knocked out this afternoon, but Dyson Coons wins 9-3 to three tonight. He'll be in the parade. Tanner Schneider-Hines loses tonight in the Wrestlebacks in 32 seconds. Sam Moore, he lost in his first round, just a bad draw yesterday, and he has looked good. He is going to wrestle for a medal tomorrow. He won 7-3 to tonight, and Jeremy Elton got knocked out uh, this afternoon. 
for Kozad. All of their wrestlers are out, as Gothenburg's is. No medals for those folks this year. For Holdridge, you had Trevin Melroy fall in the semifinals tonight, 6-1. to one, And Munoz wins his match tonight, 8-5. to five, So those two will be medalists. Matt Jansen, Braden Schmalls, Damian Smith were eliminated earlier today. For Lexington, you had... Uh, Ivan Lazo lose in the semifinals 7-5. to five. You had Ian Bailey lose and eliminate in the uh, Wrestlebacks 8-4, to four, but Brady Fago is in the championship 6-1. to one. Uh, Naylor, Hubbard, Aguirre, and Ayala and, uh, were eliminated earlier, and then tonight as well at heavyweight, or uh, what's a heavyweight to 220 for uh, James Hernandez. He gets clipped 4-3 to three and will be that short of a medal. And for Minden, Hunter Heath got beat tonight by a pin in 232. So five kids that all came in uh, under uh, underdogs, uh, no medals, but uh, a couple of them, including Ben Huelos, was able to win a match earlier today. We'll take a look at Class C and D as we continue on with the Power 99 Wrestling Rally from Omaha right after this. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Don't let a job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Moving on to Class C here for Carney Catholic. Kind of a rough day. Uh, Sam Luther went 0-2 down here. He was ahead in both of his matches and ended up getting pinned in both of those. Chris Feldner... After losing in the quarters, won uh, this afternoon 7-5 to five, and then appeared to win tonight 1-0 to in something that you just don't see very often. There was a long conference uh, after his match, and they awarded a takedown uh, to make it 2-1. to one. And with time running out, they were kind of in that position, Larry, for about 15 seconds. They never awarded it. The period then ended. The match ended, and they wanted... Uh, obviously the opponent wanted to hear from the officials and they had a long and the longer that goes the worse I felt about it and they came out and gave the two points which uh, none of us agreed with Feldner appeared to have had a takedown earlier in the match that they did not award kind of a tough break and then Jackson Dakey was beaten earlier today yeah and I think in that situation it was about 10 seconds they were in a kind of a 50-50 position really you know if they award a takedown there I don't think you argue too much if they don't award one there I don't think you argue too much like I mean it really was kind of a 50-50 spot uh the other coaches were smart enough to ask the the officials to confer we didn't talk about that on the air but that is the one thing that I'll say is you know it's not the the officials most generally won't get together on their own the other corner needs to say something like will you please talk to him so the the one in the earlier in the matches the Carney Catholic corner didn't ask the officials to confer so, I mean, I think that's probably why they did in one spot and not in the other. And there's two or three things. Obviously, it's a local kid, so you feel bad there. But no if they award the takedown right away, you know that. You have 10 to 15 seconds to try to get an escape. And that's the thing that I, I just can't understand. Uh, it's it's different than yeah, almost every other sport. Here's what I'm going to say there. And, and, and I don't want to be argument, but here's what I'm going to say there. He couldn't get out of of it for 10 seconds trying to stop the thing. Like, there's nothing changing. If they say two or say nothing, he was... Tr- trying to get up to his feet 
Like, Felder was trying to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't change that. Okay. Uh, for Amherst, Isaiah Shields is defeated in the uh, semifinals tonight by Falkenberry of Broken Boat. Two minutes and 36 seconds. Quentin Frank gets a nice 2-0 win over Cameron Williams of Conestoga. Then you take a look at uh, Cole Stokebrand. He gets beat for the second straight week in the semifinals by Peterson of Chase County. Who I, five think, to one. Who I think looks really good. Yeah, and uh, he'll get uh, Cousin Lathan Duda tomorrow. Yeah. And Jaron Potts wins tonight 2 to nothing. but his knee looks like he may have injured that. Uh, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow for Potts. It's always interesting to see sometimes they just flat don't or can't come back, and sometimes those suckers get tough. You know what I mean? I mean, on Saturday it really is kind of one or the other. Drew Bogard knocked out today. Jackson Tomenheim won a match but then was knocked out in the second round of wrestlebacks. For Arcade. Loop City. Tryon Calarose went 1-1 one one today. He's eliminated. Heavyweight Jacob Jarabic is back in the Parade of Champions, winning by a pin in five minutes. For Donovan Trumbull, uh, Grant Williams 0-2. Drake Belleville went 1-1. One and, one, and Colton Horn uh, won two matches today, but then lost by a pin tonight in four minutes. For Gibbon, Jose Escondon, after losing in the tiebreaker yesterday, won three matches today, including 4-1 to one tonight. Daniel Escondon, the defending champ, after losing to Shields last night, won both of his matches today, including 8-6 to six And tonight. the Escondon boys both looked pretty mean all day, honestly. Yeah. Look good. Or, as we said earlier in the broadcast, five wrestlers, five medalists. Colton Rouse did lose in the semis 4-1. to one. Garrett Cluthy lost in the semis 7-2. to two. Kellen Meyer won three matches, including tonight in a pin in uh, what would have been 4-41. Ethan Gabriel wins by a tech fall, 15 to nothing, and a C.J. Hobart won out to, uh, tonight and won in 25 seconds. For Ravenna, Jesse Drahota lost in the semifinals by a pin in 5-21. Tyler Wetzel was eliminated earlier today. For St. Paul, no medalists out of the four. Uh, Caleb Baker was beaten tonight 8-3. Nathan Shear won a match earlier today, but then lost in the second round. For Wood River, Riley Waddington won two overtime matches today after falling in the quarterfinals last night, 8-6 and then 4-2 tonight. And it actually looked, when he won in overtime, Doug, to get in for a medal today, it looked like there was, because he has not looked good. And uh, whether he's sick, something's up there. But it was just that moment. They go to overtime, and you could almost see the light bulb go on like, I'm not leaving here with nothing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not happening. And he just, boom, looked beautiful, beautifully set up shot, finishes it, and he'll, that kid will be a four-time medalist. And Chetta and Thompson went one and one today and eliminated Brodigan in English. Owen 2 Grand Island Central Catholic Ben Alberts got beat earlier today. Zach Dickow of Highline lost a tough one tonight. Uh, of all the ones uh, that was one to nothing, and there were no points scored in the match. It was a double stall call in the second period. His opponent didn't get out in the second. Dickow didn't get out in the third, and that was it. It was one to nothing. Yeah, and by double stall, you mean he was warned, and then yeah. later the stall was awarded, so he got called for stalling two different times. And the, the sad part was... They were, and they were in silly situations, just grabbed an ankle and hung on to it for about 10 seconds. It was just a young guy deal. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm with you. That was kind of a gut punch. And then uh, Timmy Smith got beat out earlier today. Both of his matches, he lost by two points. And Connor Schutz looked really good tonight. He went out and got a pin in 58 seconds. 
seconds. He'll try to become the first state champion from Elwood since 2000. For Lewis Bertrand, Trevin Edwards lost in the semis 2 to nothing. Jacob Hilmer went 1-1 one one today. He's out. Joel Abramson was defeated. Joseph Hendricks of Sutton wins 7-2. to He's into the parade of champions. Jarvis Smith one and one today, and he has been eliminated. We'll take a look at Class D as we wrap things up on the Power 99 Wrestling Recap, brought to you by Matt Pulaski State Farm and Craig Weeches, your Impact Seed dealer. Hello? Dude, you said you'd play poker. Where are you? Sorry, bro. I fell asleep on my new Lazy Boy from Bruce Furniture. It's awesome. Yeah, well, it just seems like every time I call now, you're in that chair. You're obsessed, okay? It's just a chair. It's a lot more than just a chair, okay? Yeah, I'm the one who told you to go to Bruce Furniture to get the Lazy Boy, remember? Sounds like someone needs to chill and embrace the Lays, you know? It's like you've literally become a Lazy Boy. Did you know this is the Lazy Boy? Michael Bruce's favorite? I know. The one that's miracle-priced for just 290 Yes, it's a Bruce Furniture miracle. Are you coming to play poker? Yeah, yeah, sure. Good. I'm just so comfy. You're comfy? What? Hello? Come try a Lazy Boy. So comfortable. Probably fall asleep in it. Right here in our showroom. Online at BruceFurniture.com. If the choice is between chronic pain, stress, or anxiety, and dreams of a healthy mind, body, and spirit, you know what you'd choose. So when you make the choice to turn it around, visit CBD American Shaman, now open seven days a week in the Archway Plaza, North 2nd in Carney. CBD American Shaman offers alternatives to dealing with worry, anxiety, chronic pain. The trained staff at CBD American Shaman will match products for you, your loved ones, even your pets. CBD American Shaman, Archway Plaza, at 47. 2nd and 2nd Avenue in Kearney. The Central Nebraska Veterans Home is hosting a career fair Wednesday, March 4th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're hiring RNs, LPNs, CNAs, food service workers, and more. Apply on-site and have a chance to be interviewed at the event. Great state benefits, state-of-the-art facility, and an incredible team. If you're interested in becoming a CNA, learn about our CNA classes. We pay you during training, pay for supplies and certification, and have a job waiting when you're finished. Come learn more Wednesday, March 4th at the Central Nebraska Veterans Home, 4510 East 56th Street, in Kearney. We all know that the YMCA is better with friends. And now we've made it even better with our 2525 February referral promotion. Carney Y members, when your friends join our family, they will save $25. And you will get $25 on a Y gift card that you can use for your membership or programs. There is no limit to the number of referrals, so share and save. Oh, did we mention Carney Y members get unlimited guest passes every Monday in February? Friends don't let friends pay full price. The Carney Y. For friends of every shape, size, age, or fitness level. Now we're back here at the CHI Health Center with a look at the results from Class D throughout the day. As Larry said, pretty impressed with where Ansley Litchfield is. Uh, Chase Rosiski was out. Uh, Cooper Slingsby eliminated. Blake Rosiski is into the finals. A pin in 107. Hunter Earhart gets two wins today. He's into the medal round. Colby Larson lost in the semifinals in 259. Carter Moore eliminated earlier today. For Axtell, they have Jacob Fox uh, eliminated tonight 6-4. to four. Dustin Klingsporn falls in the semifinals 7-3. to three. Caleb Semp uh, lost a pair of matches today after, or well, lost one match after losing in the quarterfinals last night. For Elm Creek, they'll have uh, Kobe Smith as a medalist. He was able to uh, pick up two wins 
today, including 11 to 6 tonight. Xavier Perez will also medal, but he was tech fall 16 to 1 by uh, Nate Christensen, the top ranked wrestler of Plainview. Uh, Carson Grunderod, Chase Swartwood were eliminated earlier today. For Overton, Christian Smith eliminated this afternoon. Keen Martin, the defending champion, fell behind 4 nothing to Levi Kerner of Arapahoe, but ended up winning the match uh, nearly by pin. But 10 to 4 is the final. Riley Hadwiger went 1 and 1 today for Pleasanton. He's out, but Chase Pulaski. Uh, he's going to go to the medal stand and the parade of champions like his brother Tyler did four times. He wins by a pin in 5:59, and he looked pretty good. I'm just going to say it that it was eight, although he was down eight to six after the first period. Yeah. Uh, he's able to tie it and, and then win by pin. Yeah, no panic in him. I I thought it looked good. SEM's Brendan Hall, 0-2, as was Lane Lieb of Wilcox Hildreth for Alma. Dalen Russell is going to go to the finals after a 4-2 win. Both Carter Brandenberry and Aiden Molzon went 1-1 one one today. They've been eliminated. Besides Kerner for Arapahoe, Tristan White went 1-1 one one today. He's out for Burwell. Tate Phillips lost in the semifinals 7-4. Corey Daw wins by a pin in 2.59. Alex Gideon, 0-2 uh, uh, today after winning yesterday. He's out. Hunter Mayfield lost 4-2 tonight. He was trying to return from last night's loss. Went 2-1 and one today. Jacob Bush went 1-1 one and one today, and he is out. For Franklin, Joseph Carr is eliminated this afternoon. Oscar Medina of Harvard went 1-1. One one. He's out. Nick Key of Kennesaw lost in the semifinals 10-5. Sean Duffy lost in the Wrestlebacks tonight in 3:56. Red Cloud Blue Hills, two young men went 0-2 in the tournament. For Shelton, Jesse Saucita, there was a heartbreaker. He was up six to nothing midway through the second, third period tonight, and ended up getting turned to his back and falls by a pin in 4:52. Yeah, right on the edge of the mat too. I mean, there will be a lot of things that will go through that kiddo's head for a long time. He's been third twice. You know, he could have got out of bound. Just needed to be a little calmer up 6-0. That that was a heartbreaker. He's a great kid and he's done a great job. Alex Patansky one and one today. Turney and Dak zero oh and two. Uh, Castor Rule went one and one today, but Sasita will be the only medalist for South Loop. Logan Peterson won tonight six to four. He'll be in the medal round. Carson Mason has been eliminated. Southern Valley. It was James Hargett coming back with two wins today. He'll be in the medal round. Cody Lambert went one and one, and he has been eliminated. We'll be back with our final thoughts here on Power 99 from the State Wrestling Semifinals after this. If you have kids or pets, sooner or later you'll need new carpet. And right now, the Home Depot has you covered with an unbeatable selection of carpet that walks the walk, in-store, or even easier, online. Durable and low-maintenance, pet-proof, life-proof, and right now, installed for free. It's a good time to be a doer, thanks to free carpet installation at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. $599 minimum purchase of a dollar or more per square foot. Ballot through May 6, U.S. only. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey, guys. Good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat ED is super affordable at 4 And now get your first online doctor's visit free at 4 That's right. Zero copay, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. That's really good news. To start your free online visit, go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. I really love taking care of people, and I love to help people see better. 
That's Dr. Diana Lind of Lind Eye Care and Optical. The thing that makes us the happiest is when patients come back, like from a surgery, and they think they're just seeing great. You know, they come back a week later and they say, oh my goodness, I didn't realize it, but I haven't seen this well for years. The world is so bright and clear. It's very rewarding. Find us at 42nd and 7th Avenue in Kearney to see our large selection of designer frames. Lind Eye Care and Optical, focused on you. We really try to get to know our patients and to treat them like we would want to be treated. Are you considering a career in broadcasting? With the help of Platteford Radio and the Nebraska Broadcasters Association Foundation, you can be a part of this exciting field. We are offering two $2,000 scholarships to a four-year college and university students who have completed 30 credits as of May 31st of 2020. Let us help you reach your career goals. Go to PlattefordRadio.com and click Scholarship for the details. Applications must be received by the NBA by March 2nd of 2020. Lucky Dog here from Lucky Dog's Pet Place. I didn't always have my own warm bed or pet boutique named after me. My humans rescued me and opened Lucky Dog's Pet Place in 2016 and have rescued two dogs since. You'll find everything from man's best friend. From specialty cookies and health treats, collars and leashes, sweaters, husker gear, a variety of toys, and every dog's favorite bed by Posh. We even have a kitty corner for man's second best friend. Bring your humans and shop downtown Kearney, number 7 West 23rd, and find Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And we take a quick look at a couple of the matchups tomorrow. I think I misspoke or was defeated uh, by the Omaha Scott wrestler Eli Jensen tonight by a pin. Uh, I apologize if I said that wrong earlier. But you take a look at uh, some of the matchups uh, for tomorrow. Tomorrow, Larry, uh, Gage McBride of Kearney will get uh, 33 and 4. Junior Deion Davis out of Omaha Central. Blake Cushing gets Jalen Ruffin. He's looked pretty good for North Platte, man. Well, it, he has looked good for North Platte. I will say this: I thought in the semifinal tonight, Blake Cushing looks good enough to beat Ruffin. Like Blake Cushing could leave here a champ tomorrow. Take a look at some of the other matchups in Class B. Brady, Cor- Braden Court of Adams Central against Chavez of Garing. Uh, well, it'll, it'll be an interesting match because if Grady Aarons doesn't try to high flyer at the end, you know, he didn't need to do that. And if he just uh, works the leg back down, um, uh, you know, that, 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 that could have been different. Um, Court's wrestling tough right now. Um, I think he's in that match. Take a look at uh, what else you've got. Uh, Bryce Brown of Hastings against 41-3 and sophomore Trevor Reineke of uh, Beatrice. Colin Quan of Northwest will get Rochelot of uh, Gehring, uh, who took care of uh, undefeated Cluck of Aurora. And I thought Rochelot of Gehring looked fantastic today. But Quan, and if you go back through uh, his quarter yesterday and his semi today, it was dominant. Like his semi today, you go back and watch that match. It was physical, mean. Everything was with bad intentions. He's kind of on a mission as well. You know, who's the finals and loss last year? That burn. I go of Lexington. will get 42 and two. Senior Sean Martin of Seward. Isaac Hunsley of Hastings against 49 and one. Junior Josh Miller of Arlington. Yeah, Arlington has had a tough state tournament. Damon Pape will get uh, one more match against Luke McDonald of Bennington, just a sophomore at 37 and a six. And then Grady Grease will get undefeated senior Garrett Mankey of Bennington. And Garrett Mankey's a good wrestler, really good wrestler. Then you take a look at a couple more matches. 
matches that we have here uh, in the uh, semifinals. Uh, of course, you're going to get Falkenberry of Broken Bow and Williams of Valentine again. That was such a great one last week. lights out. It will be unbelievable. Quentin Frank of Amherst will get Logan Bryce of Raymond Central. He beat Rouse, or we would have had a rematch there from the C4. I think Frank rolls. And then, uh, of course, you want to look and see uh, what will happen in uh, Class C tomorrow uh, for uh, Gage Kolakowski at 138. He is going to get the Aquinas kid in Chris Nicolite, but uh, a sophomore at 41-3. and three. Just Kolakowski looks like a college dude before UNK. He looks better than that even. Yeah, no, he's on another level right now uh, as far as high school goes. Joseph Hendricks of set. And he's going to get Connor Krakemeyer, a 45 and 4 sophomore out of Raymond Central. Connor Schutz, a rematch of last week's district final against 46 and 2 senior Chase Olson of Valentine. Chase Olson's a stud. That's going to be a tough <laughs> Guess one. Guess who he works out with every day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a four timer. Uh, then you get uh, the rematch again Lathan Duda, Broken Bow, Trevor Peterson, Chase County. Uh, and, and, and I will say, and I'm not on the Duda bit, I'm being really serious. That will be one of the matches of the finals. Um, uh, I think right now, uh, Lathan Duda looks like he's on kind of one of those vision quest mission deals uh, with the guys that he's beaten, the way that he's wrestled, the way he won last week. Uh, uh, but I'm just telling you right now, the Chase County kid is legit. Then you also take a look at uh, what we have for Ethan Gabriel. He'll take on James Escamilla. He's just a he's just he's a 33 but 11 loss junior. Uh, Gabriel just looks like an amazing uh, run here. And then Jacob Jarabic of Arcadia Loop City tries to finish his career with a state championship. He'll get Jake Ingwerson of David City, who was a 2-1 winner over Simonson of Archbishop Bergen tonight. And who? place last year he's big ingerson is big uh knows what he's doing i think they've probably scouted like crazy in this thing you saw aquinas had kind of a specific game plan for jarabic tonight my guess is you're not going to beat jacob jarabic if he stays within himself you know he just gets to go in too fast sometimes and and then in Class D, Chase Pulaski of pleasanton will get colton holtis of garden county 43 and 3 junior and here i'm going to tell you right now Pulowski has a real chance to leave here a state champ tomorrow. The wrestle in the Western Nebraska bit out there, the Garden County thing. I'm telling you, Pulowski going to win that that uh, uh, family's fifth state championship. Same story with Blake Brzezinski of Ansley Litchfield. He's now 37 yes. and two. He'll take on a sophomore, Rizudvern of Sand Hills, Thetford. Uh, Dalen Russell and Corey Daw. They're the number one and two kids. Uh, Daw's beaten him already. Yeah, Daw just looks great. And then uh, Keen Martin and Marcus Cave, a rematch of last year's state final. It's hard for me to believe that Kine Martin beats him again, honestly, uh, the way that went and just kind of seeing that. But one of the things that Kine Martin does and does really well is he knows how to wrestle like a heavyweight. And I don't know, maybe at home that sounds dumb, but it is very, 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 very different. Uh, to wrestle as a heavyweight, and he does that very, very well. All right, folks, that's going to wrap things up. 8.30 tomorrow morning, we'll have the consolation wrestlebacks. That opening round is just to determine seating or placement, uh, I guess, for uh, what you do. If you win it, then you go and wrestle for third and fourth. If you lose it, you wrestle for fifth and sixth. Have to see how many of these heartbroken semifinal losers will be back tomorrow and, and come back through and, and get that third and fourth place medal. And then the parade of champions and the finals get underway just after two. Well, now that it's done the way it is, the, t- the statistics tell us that most of those kids actually do work their way back in a lot of times for third and fourth. You know, 
know, in the old days, they wrestled that round immediately following the semifinals, and nobody won if you were a loser out of the semis. Nobody won. All right, that's going to wrap things up. You've been listening to the Power 99 Wrestling Recap brought to you by your Matt Pulaski, State Farm Agent, and Craig Weeches, your Impact Seed dealer. We will see you tomorrow morning here from the CHI Health Center. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.